0: My name is James Rowlands, and I am a lifelong wrestling fan. In 2015, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White, reviewing the WWE Network and seeing if it's worth the $9.99 a month. It was. And since then, every month, we watch the latest WWE pay-per-views, NXT, and now 205 Live. Still continuing our journey through the network watching ECW, WCW and all its classic content. Until we've watched it all, we are with you and we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands and as always I'm joined by... Damn right, and it is episode ninety-five today, and it is the WWE Network review, and that's what we're calling it because that's what we are. Damn, we're gonna have two hundred and five NXT and all the latest news, including uh, releases, signings, deaths, and and all the other great things that come along with that. But we're gonna start off as we always do with our two hundred and five.
1: Quite a strange way to start, really. And he's asking him why he slapped, he punched Neville right in his flipping face. (laughs) Right in his hugging face. This all comes about, Dan,
0: following his heated confrontation with WWE Cruiserweight Champion Neville on Monday Night Raw.
1: Well, basically, he'd explained how he'd been suffering from a broken eyeball socket, or an orbital socket, as you might want to put it for the first few months, but is now medically cleared to join the roster of WWE 205 Live. But Neville's come out, Dan, and what's he got to say? Well, he didn't take kindly to Aries' announcement, explaining that the newest member of the 205 Live didn't belong in the same ring as the champion and the King of the Cruiserweights. Thus, the King of the Cruiserweights would not face Aries in a match, citing the enemies that, or A-Double has already made. Aries remained unfazed and responded by issuing an open challenge.
0: Yeah, so we're going to find out who meets, who accepts Aerie's uh, open challenge later. I mean, the gist of it basically was Aries saying that he's arrived on 205 Live, he's clear to wrestle, and because of his size, he wants to go after the king of the cruiserweight. So that's what we're going to have. Okay, so finally, we're going to get some wrestling 18 minutes into this.
1: Dan, what's the first match? It is Rich Swung. And gentlemen, and Jack Gallagher, and Dar, and Aria Davari, and finally we saw Davari at WrestleMania 21 as well. Yes,
0: we did. We saw his brother at WrestleMania. Will this Davari have a WrestleMania moment this year? Gallagher gone from uh, challenging the cruiserweight king now to tag team matches, and he's not going to go back in his feud with
1: Davari, is he? He lost his heavyweight shot, so you know he should go back down the list a bit, and you know, someone else needs to stand up and he needs to fight his way back to the top. Yeah, I mean, I hope they don't get lost
0: in the shuffle. I hope it's not just a one-shot deal. I hope there's a future for Jack Gallagher. Same with Rich Swan as well, you know, in this match and showing that he can go early on, former Cruiserweight champion. But of course, Austin Aries now looks like he's uh, going to be challenging at WrestleMania. So we need to see what Gallagher and Swan do have to offer. And
1: Swan now with Divari on the second rope. Right. Oh, Swan trying his head-scissors takedown off the top, but Dar helps out his man Davari and holds onto his leg, and Swan just gets the canvas. And now Davari's in control, rams him into his corner and gets a tag to Noam Dar. Davari though, like you say, after
0: Dar's intervention, has taken over on Rich Swan. now, trying to go for the pin, but a kick out. Oh, uh-huh. Oh, and Darwin now in the Scottish Supernova has taken over. Of course, he's got Alicia Fox at ringside in there now. And him and Devour making a good team pull off an upset here tonight, beating a challenger for the Cruiserweight champion and a former champion himself. Former. Oh, and if Devine keeps hitting moves like that, he will. Big spine buster. Oh, but Swell managing to kick out. Ah. He needs to get that tag to the gentleman. He does. Jack needs to get in there, show his brand of offences. Devary's working over Rich front's back. Devarie himself has been given a chance to 205, and I think he's gone with it as well. I think he's done very well to be on the show.
1: Yeah, you know, he's very different to the character that his uh, brother was managing many years ago. You know, it's... It's not ethnic diversity, you know, is it? It's just they are all cruiserweights. That's yeah. all you
0: see, man. I mean, is star and he belongs to be in the ring with these three other guys. You know, three guys we think very highly of. If you think Rich Swan, Jack Gallagher, of course, now I'm Dar as well, one of my guys. And again, Dar, another constant on 205. I don't, he's not missed a 205 since it started, and no other man has done that.
1: Well, you know, fair play to him. You've had your eye on him from the very start, you know, so... Keen half for talent there. Is good about Dar being in this match that brings publicity to him as he's going to get his head kicked in by Gentleman Jack. Only if Gentleman Jack can get the tag in. And at the moment, that doesn't look very likely
0: with Davari keep working over on Rich Swan. I and mean, we like to say, Gentleman Jack wants to get in there. I bet he's chomping at the bit, but he can't at the moment. He is
1: indeed, yes. And. Where did, that come from? Come down. <laughs> where, where did that confetti come down? Where did that confetti come was going to have a celebration. Who had green confetti? There's going to be a say. new champion tonight. What can Rich Swann do to get out of this submission hold? I managing to hold his own, beating the former champ down until he walks into a big kick. I think I can see those cartoon birds flying over Daivari's head. <laughs> now can Rich Swann get the hot tag in to Jack Gallagher? Can Davari get the warm tag in to Dar? But no, it's just Davari taking the onslaught from Gentleman Jack. Oh, and Jack's in now. Big drop kick on Davari. Davari's back up. Another drop kick. Now Davari's going to over rip into the corner. But Jack, with his trademark headstand, and gives Davari a big kick to the face. Ah. Oh. Oh. But now Amdar running in to save the match and scampering away at the referees protest yeah, exactly no, no, man,
0: no and
1: I'm then jack happy. gets distracted and hit from
0: behind by davari great tag team wrestling now tagging in noam dar as well double team move
1: on jack he didn't have a very hot tag oh but swan with the blind tag i don't think anyone saw it <laughs> but noam dar felt it oh the best combination ever Gallagher headbutt and a swan superkick. jack taking out davari Rolling to the outside. Right. Swan going up top. That's Jack's finisher. And now like taking Swan. Oh. oh. Hits it. Fucking Two. What? Three. And uh, you say that, no I'm done. All 15 of these episodes of 205 Live. Am I wrong in saying that he's probably been pinned in about 14,
0: 13, 14 he of them? He's 12 and three on 205. Talking about John Cena's record. 12 and three. But what a Phoenix splash that was. 12
1: losses. 12 for loss, 12. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. Oh, three for 12, then. Uh, but yeah, beautiful Phoenix splash by Rich Swan. Getting the job done, pinning my man Noam Dar. But uh, I think a fun tag team
1: match, Dan. What do you reckon? Yeah, it was very fun, you know. Jack Gallagher and Rich Swan were very impressive. Noam Dar and Davari. You can't really say much for Noam Dar. <laughs> honestly you can't Devari done most of the work yeah Davari did do most of the work Yeah, and then he got kicked to the head Dar eased the agony of defeat as a courier made his way to ringside delivering a box of chocolates to Alicia
0: Fox Alicia Fox yeah Dar intercepted the courier and gave his leading lady the box himself seemingly making up what was written on the card regardless Alicia happily accepted the gift from the Scottish Supernova And, Dan, what happened next?
1: Well, thinking he was finally going to set up a toe-to-toe with the Brian Kendrick on 205 Live after issuing a challenge on Raw, Akira Tozawa instead battled Brian Kendrick. So,
0: look, there we go. We've just seen the match now. So, yeah, Tozawa thought he was going to fight Lee Brian Kendrick, but Brian Kendrick said, no, you're fighting a Brian Kendrick, and that is Brian Kendrick in the ring just getting beaten by Akira Tozawa, Dan. Oh. Do you know what the lesson was? Always read the fine print. Exactly. So next up after that little segment, it is main event time already. It is indeed. And it is. scenarios in the main event here tonight. But before the match, Neville proclaimed to Dasha Fentes, they got the best names, these announcers, that whoever wants an opportunity at its title will have their workout for them next week on WWE 205 Live adding that the roster has their sights set lost in Aries.
1: Answering Aries' open challenge for his in-ring cruiserweight division debut was a superstar often compared to the king of cruiserweights, the premier athlete Tony Nese. And after months of being sidelined, Aries had no difficulty easing back into the squared circle competition. Displaying his agility, Aries gained the advantage early in the contest. However... The premier athlete relied on his strength and speed to overpower Aries throughout the contest. As Nice took control of the belt, he started to taunt his opponent. and A-double responded by battling back into the contest.
0: So, yeah, we see, like we say, Jack Gallagher beat Tony Nice a couple of weeks ago in preparation for Neville. Looks like Austin Aries is going to do the same, but it is great to see Austin Aries on I Five
1: Live. Oh, with a lovely helo over the top there, putting all his weight onto Tony Nice, going for the cover. Ooh. But a kick out. Ah.
0: No, it's great to see Austin Aries, a guy who, who made his debut in NXT and of course managed to come over to 205 Five during that like we say, everything seemed to
1: be in the same thing, doesn't it? It does indeed, Jess, and you know, it's he does seem a good character, but you know, they start off strong like D. Brian Kendrick, and then he kind of fizzled out. I know he's having quite yeah, like a good no, back right, and yeah. forth with Akira Tozawa. But then, like, you know, Neville, he come in here hard and then he's kind of floating along. You know, he's yeah. not doing too much. And, you know, I don't want to see the same with Austin Aries. No. He's he's quite an interesting prospect. He's brilliant on the mic. You know, he's a class character. And, yeah, you know, hope, hopefully it works out for him and yeah, gets that, a good reception.
0: Exactly. And in recent times as well, what we've seen on him, he's been, as well, you know, interviewing himself and doing his own promo videos and such. So, no, I think it is good. As we see in the ring now, we saw the replay earlier of Aries landing awkwardly on the outside, didn't he? Uh,
1: yeah, you know, he kind of hit his knee or his shin going down onto uh, off the ring apron there onto the mats below. And, yeah, you know, he, he looked in a bit of trouble, but he seemed to have worked it off. And, yeah, he's in good shape. Yeah, he is. Though. He just hit the uh, back elbow and knees. Right, but now knees has gone to the outside. Could be trouble, though. Oh, no. Oh, but Nice catching Aries. Looking for a Samoan drop, maybe. But Aries rolls him up and gets a two count. Well, like Aries is going to go fly on the outside, but Nice had it scouted. And like we say, the premier
0: athlete. but bit like a heavyweight, moves like a cruiserweight. He does indeed with Tony Nice, But Aries
1: hanging Tony up on the top. Oh, yeah. Now he's going to the top. Is he looking to end him? Oh, oh Aries. But nice kicking Aries up onto his shoulders. Oh, hit a big gut buster. Uh, and look at the big right hand by Tony Nice Raining
0: down on Austin Aries in a bit of trouble here. Nice got the body scissors on to Aries. Oh, nearly catching Nice down there, but Nice managed to spring Aries away. And then a beautiful back elbow by Tony Nice, going to go for the cover, but Aries managed to get shoulder up at two.
1: Two. Oh. oh, goes for the cartwheel to try and take Aries out. Lands after Aries dodges it and hits him with a lovely super kick. But it was on the outside, James.
0: It was, so he can't get the pin, but he throws Aries in, trying to capitalise on it straight away. And a victory for Tony Nese tonight will propel him with WrestleMania coming Two. up.
1: Two. Oh, but Aries having the all to kick out. Ah. Look at this by Aries with the punches. Oh, Aries managing to get some <laughs> comeback there doing a cartwheel of his own. And a lovely lariat taking Neese down and followed up by a second and a big chop across the chest. Well, he calls himself the greatest
0: man that ever lived
1: and now he's got Tony Nese in trouble. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Oh, picks him up, hits him in a gut buster and trips him down to the mat. Aries looks ready to finish this now. Picks him up on his shoulders. He's got the power to pick him up. Oh, Nice with a backslide, though. Rolls up Aries. Oh! Goes for the cover, then picks him up with a set-up (laughs) powerbomb. Fucking power of him. Very impressive there, but Aries managed to kick out.
0: Uh. And Nice can't believe it. I can not believe it either. Oh, and we've seen this before for Tony Nice, the uh, German onto the turnbuckle. Oh, but Austin
1: Aries expertly had his leg locked. Gowd it well, but he's still be in trouble here. Nice grabbing him again, though, but an elbow from Austin Aries sends him tumbling back to the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> and Aries splits the difference, him, sending him to the outside and then dives through the ropes, taking out Nice. My God, I did Aries get his foot caught a little bit on that bottom rope there? <sighs> but still, that's why it's called high risk for... But high reward. And throws uh, Nice back in. And Nice throws Aries into the ring. Nice is standing tall now. Oh, Aries. Going to go for that big L. Oh.
0: Better than Two. no <laughs> Three. <laughs> well, Austin Aries, with that move, gets the win. And uh, the thing I like about Aries well looks serious now. You know, a little bit of joking aside. Now
1: he means business. He gets a picture yeah. on Niece. Well, he's backing up his words, isn't he? Yeah. Is it, does this make him worthy of going against the King of Cruiserweights? It will be interesting to see. I don't
0: think this one match, I think we might have a number one contendership match coming up. I think most definitely Aries is not the man in prime position. What did you think of the main event match?
1: There? I thought it was quite a good match. Austin Aries was very impressive. Nice, again, you know, he's he's building his way out there. He's had a few main event matches. You know, I know he's been on the losing end of a majority of them, but he's still building a name for himself. He's a premier athlete. He has got quite a good repertoire. You know, he's starting to get his own little gimmick in there. Persona, Persona's brilliant, you know, the, his cockiness and interviewing himself, introducing his own promos and that, and backing it up in the ring. So we
0: move on to our second episode of 205 Live, episode 16, March 14th. But before we do that, WWE aired the second episode of Bring It To The Table. After all, JBL made
1: some great points regarding the Cruiserweight exclusive show. He said he was sick of seeing the carnival storylines instead of the fast-paced action we saw during the Cruiserweight Classic. And... He's right. Yeah, I mean, as funny as some of the segments can be, WWE should
0: be devoting more of the one-hour programme to actual wrestling and let the storylines develop during Raw. So, we have mentioned it. Let's have a little look at Bring It to the Table, March 13th. Graves and JBL with Peter Rosenberg. Uh, And it was was more interesting because, like you say, JBL was in character, but Corey Graves was not. But JBL did say something interesting when asked if Reigns was similar to Cena. What did he say, Dan? Uh,
1: He said, I hope so, because John Cena is an absolute rock star. He's perhaps the greatest draw in the history of our business, and Roman Reigns is exactly the same. I mean, he's a rock star. You can tell people that and they say, no, no, no. People are standing up because they want to boo him. Would you pay to see Roman Reigns get beat? Oh, absolutely. I'd love to see him get beat. He's doing his job because people pay to see him. Yeah,
0: and uh, it's an excellent point by JBL. It's the same thing with John Cena. Reigns, if he get, gets a reaction, that's better than... The worst thing in wrestling gets, complete silence. So, if he's getting a good reaction, at least that's something. We'll get a bad reaction. Uh, Lewis talked about Goldberg getting some of the boos as well. JBL talked about AJ Styles and said he's a modern-day Shawn Michaels. And Corey Graves was quite interesting in what he said about... Uh,
1: that match, wouldn't he? He asked if you were looking yeah. forward to it. uh Yeah, and he said no, not really, because, you know, from what we have seen of Shane McMahon, he has had some good matches, but he is mainly just used as a full guy and, you know, just someone to beat on and that, and AJ Styles can do better than that. Yeah, I mean, Graves,
0: yeah, this is what they're saying, you know. Gray said AJ's a better opponent, than then JB Elson was only two or three guys that can actually hang with AJ Styles in the ring, as it is anyway. So, putting over AJ Styles, really strong there. Also talked about the porno video coming out, uh, which was screw job, and I can't believe we didn't use the line, Brett screwed Brett. Because, honestly, if I was making that, that would be my tagline anyway, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, Vince screwed Brett. No, Brett screwed Brett, okay. Uh, and if we saw... As you can see, most women screwed Brett. <laughs> yeah, and then... Uh, <laughs> March 30th, uh, bring it to the table returns. And I mean, if it's more like this, maybe not JBL there, but someone even more, you know, like Daniel Bryan, who can actually tell it like it is, it would be more interesting. But then with the, the big thing was that they had an exclusive interview with the 2017 uh, headline Hall of Fame at Kurt Angle. The W comes rolling when Angle visited WHQ with Triple H to meet Vincent Mann for the first time in 11 years. This will be... In the, on the WWE Network, I think a WWE 24 series. But what did Angle say when he first met him?
1: Uh, well, Angle said, I didn't know what to expect. I thought he, he'd want to punch me in the face for everything. He was willing to say, let's forgive and forget, and let's move on. He, saw me, he immediately hugged me. It was like the father welcoming that son back and saying, it's good to have you back home.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a lovely moment. And Grace said, welcome back home as well. And Kurt Angle said, I'm glad to be back. It's great to see Kurt Angle back. I think bring it to the bet this month as well, will not it, Dan?
1: Yeah, um, you know, having the voice of Graves there, JBL, not really happy on him staying in character, but I think that's all he ever does now. Yeah. Uh, but having Graves there, it was brilliant for his perspective, and you know, and he says mainly what most people are thinking. Yeah,
0: and I think it's fair play to Graves to actually do that as well. You know, you could have ramifications backstage, but he's thinking to himself, no, fuck it, I'm actually going to say it like it is, and JBL's going to be the, the company's policy on everything, I suppose. But yeah, let's get back to 205 action. We just a little pit stop there and we go back on towards the road to WrestleMania, of course. For even the first match of the night, Neville will open up the show with a scathing promo directed at the, the five men who will be participating in the number one contenders match in the main event. So tonight we're going to have another fatal five way with the winner facing Neville at WrestleMania. Um,
1: what did Neville say? Yeah, a year ago he got injured three weeks before Mania. He was forgotten, and that's why he destroyed the division. He will get his mania moment, and yeah, his heel cat- developed a lot faster than we expected.
0: Yeah, no, Neville's getting better on the mic each week. Like I say, go away from that pantomime villain as it was. And I think with Aries or whoever will win the match tonight will be a viable challenger to him. Uh, but like I say, we get in the action, and it is Mustafa Ali versus Drew Gulak. But uh, the first match tonight saw Mustafa Ali take on someone who should be doing a lot more than jobbing
1: to every baby face, Drew Gulak, Dan. Well, thankfully, Gulak was given some time to show off his impressive repertoire of submission holds. Beautiful Tonolo DDT off the top onto Gulak in prime position now to go to the top. Oh,
0: that inverted 450 splash. After the match was over, Gulak demanded a microphone and talked about giving it. His all every week without being appreciated. It's like you said earlier, Dan. It's 205 Live and the brand needs to change.
1: Well, he may be the bad guy, but he isn't wrong. Something needs to be done to make 205 Live feel like an extension of Raw and SmackDown and not a C show.
0: Exactly. And the match between Ali and Gulak was uneventful, but it's always fun to see Ali hit his finisher. But yeah, Gulak grabbed the mic after and said every week he needs to give his best... But loses. 205 needs to change. For the next match, we saw last week, of course, Rich Swan and Gallagher beating Dart and Davari. Backstage, we saw Noam. Another week and another match with Noam Dar here. So, do you know what I mean? <coughs> it, James, it doesn't matter if you win if or he lose. If you was
1: betting money, which way would your money be be favoured? I, I would
0: say Davari and Dart are going to win this. There you go. Bold prediction. But pay for your point.
1: is going to get the pin though.
0: <laughs> yeah, Dar never wins.
1: It's the only way Dar gets on the Uh-oh. result.
0: Oh, Fox at ringside getting another Who? gift. Alicia Fox at ringside getting another gift. She seems happy with Noam Dar at the moment, but we shall see what happens in this match. And look at this Scottish supernova in complete control of Gentleman Jack.
1: Oh, but Jack doing a... Lovely, innovative handstand. Headlock instantaneously with no trouble whatsoever. I mean, Jack just outwrestles pretty much every opponent he comes against.
0: Dar trying to Irish rip Gallagher.
1: But Gallagher with his patented headstand and dropping the foot every time Dar comes near. And Noam's just getting frustrated. What can Dar do? Oh. oh! Both men go to attack Jack on either side of the ring ropes, but they just have a meeting of the minds. Dar goes tumbling to the outside, and Davari's in trouble. But as we say around and pulls off Swan <laughs> from the ring apron. Yeah, you know, he gets told off by the ref.
0: Well, but great tag team in there. It is the dream team. And now
1: Da's tagged in. But all he does is move Jack's legs to the side. Devari hits an elbow off the top and then Dar goes for the pin. Just I mean, Fox he's trying to steal one.
0: Davari trying to stop Jack from getting a tag
1: to Swan. But, gentlemen, Jack's trying to... Pulling Enzo Amore and he's just going for a tag. Well, I tell you, something though, um, watching it back to back
0: as well, it, it, they're doing it the other way around now. Rich Swan was the one who <laughs> was getting worked on last
1: week. Now it's Jack. Oh, and Dar managed to get tagged to Davari. But... Oh, but Swan comes in as well. Dar gets knocked off the apron and Davari's in trouble. Swan with the fury of kicks and then a double stomp on the back and a running frog. Oh, I was Somersault frog splash thing kind of going on there. (laughs) Huge
0: splash by Swan, but only getting a two. Two. And now both men back to their feet.
1: Irish rip. Davari catches himself on the rope. Oh, back elbow to Swan and knocks Gentleman Jack off the apron. Davari with the elbow. Oh, but runs into a foot. Oh, Oh, lovely step up in Seguri. Oh, blind tag low by Davari. Swan picks Davari off the top. Oh, Noam Dar sneaking up on Swan. Bang! Huge knockout kick. Dar, one, two. (laughs) Yeah! And Noam Dar has won on 205, beating a former Cruiserweight champion. All right, all right. He's he's 12 and four. 12 and four. Well, Dar Star won pretty much, didn't he? Yeah. Bit too short for me, though. Yeah. And uh, I don't think
0: it gave a chance for anyone, really, to shine. I think instead of trying to shoehorn uh, three matches into an hour, to you know they should have maybe just gone to give the main event a bit more time as well. Yeah, well, Dar got the microphone. Like he said, he was going to say to Fox that the gift tonight was uh, the victory, and then someone brought out a, uh, a big teddy bear, and Dar uh, pretended to scan.
1: So uh, Valentine's Day was almost exactly one month ago. almost exactly (laughs) being vague but specific (laughs) exactly yeah why is WWE continuing with the storyline of someone sending foxy gifts you have to wonder if management actually has a plan to reveal who has been sending the presents or if everyone has been done on the fly
0: yeah they go from a threat to Neville's title to back doing umbrella tricks and uh, we hope they stick with him and uh, random tag team matches can be fun sometimes, but it happen too often on 205 Live, and we've seen it the past couple of weeks as well. Well, they've
1: mate. got so much talent, they you know, need to kind of showcase it all, really. Exactly. As a- we say, going into a fatal six-way. Yeah, exactly. Fatal five-way to five-way. determine who will face Neville, and these five men, Dan, are? Austin Aries, Akira Tozawa, Tony nice TJ Perkins, and The... Brian Kendrick. And they all point to the WrestleMania side. Who's your favourite in this one, Dan?
0: Tazawa. Who's yours? I think Tony Nice. He's been impressive in recent weeks as well. I know Austin Aries is probably, you know, the predictable one, but I mean, Nice with victory here against Never. I think it'd be a great match the too.
1: Oh, you can see the tension starting. I mean, the bliding to the outside, drawing Tazawa out, and Austin Aries just perched in the corner, waiting for his opportunity. And
0: another interesting thing. Oh, and making good of that opportunity with a drop kick to Nice. One, two. Oh. oh,
1: Nearly snatched a quick win there.
0: Fucking hell. Is it elimination? It is elimination. That's the same as last time round. But incredibly, there was only one guy the same as last time round, Dan. Who is that one man? Perkins. It is Perkins, yeah. You had Gentleman Jack, Perkins, Cedric Alexander, <laughs> uh, Mustafa Ali, and Noam Dar. Who can forget Noam Dar? And now it's Perkins in a with Aries. i tell you what, we, you, NXT update
1: is later on in the program, but Perkins has had a busy bloody program tonight. And a lovely exchange of Aries, giving him a couple of drop kicks and oh, dabbing he like a prick.
0: hits a dab of doom.
1: Austin Aries applauding him, but a quick kick to the midsection changes momentum, delivering a lovely drop kick to the seated Perkins. Ooh. Oh. Oh, who's now in the corner and gets a big forearm. Aries what? going up top. Perkins looks in trouble. Oh. Delivers an elbow to the back of Perkins' head who rolls out to safety. And <laughs> yeah. again, another opponent mocking Perkins, doing a dab. He gets taken out by Kendrick, who gets met by Tozawa. <laughs> Ducks an attempt from Tozawa hitting him and Tozawa hits him with the right hand and... Ah! 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 <laughs> it, took ah, ah, ah it took you long enough to get into it. I was trying yeah. to get my words out. The
0: veteran Brian Kendrick there showing what he can do. And Tozawa with a big knockout
1: to... Tony Nese. Well, he tried. Ah, 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 in in his face. (laughs) And here goes Tozawa. Oh, Oh, looks to go flying, but gets caught by Kendrick, who's trying to teach Tozawa another lesson. Exactly. And that lesson is always watch your back. Austin Aries is going to go flying. Oh, takes out Nice. And again, another main event for Nice. Exactly. And it's with Aries. I don't want to say it's repetitive. I don't want to say it's repetitive. Oh, the double pin. Oh, one. Two. Ah, oh, but Nice and Tazawa both kick out. Uh, uh. Yeah, Tazawa were caught by Kendrick
0: and Aries with Nice, and now Kendrick and Aries are going to form a little team. Oh. Oh, and Kendrick throwing Aries to the outside, and now it's Perkins caught in the veterans' crosshairs.
1: Well, oh, these two have swords before. Uh, Perkins lost his cruise weight title to this very man. Both men going for another opportunity and a lovely flurry of kicks there from Perkins. Oh, lovely drop kick there. Taking out his former nemesis. Well, I can say it's not just
0: any opportunity as well, it's being be able to be on the card. Oh, oh WrestleMania, his niece, like an express train there. Destination Perkins. and he couldn't get the bit- <laughs> But can't get the job done and Nice. Can he get rid of Perkins now? Oh, going for a big slam.
1: Perkins in trouble, but Kick out. Oh. And now submission. I don't know if that's the uh That body scissors there from Nase, nice, we've seen that we've seen him hit that a few times. We have
0: indeed, but I don't know if it's the best move to do in this type of match where you Well, who's
1: going to want to save someone that they want to see eliminated? No, but
0: is in a vulnerable position now, isn't he? Uh, Tony Neese for maybe an attack from behind. I mean, you've got three other guys in there as we see WrestleMania
1: sign in the background. Yeah, but again, why would you want to inflict pain on someone who's inflicting pain on one of your other opponents? I, that's, that's... Surely you'd want to let bygones be bygones with them until they finish the move and then take out the weaker one? I suppose
0: you're right, but Perkins is full atlas of mission. I, I am.
1: Yeah, well, Perkins has thought out the submission anyway. As Cesar Cesaro's to the top. Oh, ducks over the top and a lovely spinning heel kick. Switching up into a step-up in Seguri. Oh! Goes through Nice's legs and it. delivers a German. But Brian Kendrick stops the count. Why would you do that for? Because Kendrick wants the victory himself. Oh. oh! But Nice managing to kick out. Oh and then oh. Tazawa hits Brian Kendrick with a lovely running knee. Yeah, Tazawa kicked out himself, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. oh, oh, roll through by A big kick to the chest of Kendrick and a lovely senton. And this could be it now. Going One, for the cover. Two. Oh, but Kendrick managing to get his shoulder up at two. 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 Kendrick on the apron. Oh big forearm sending him crashing below. And he's <laughs> firing himself up Tzawa. again. Ha! Ha ha! Gonna go flying oh head first literally head first into kendrick <laughs> and he's definitely feeling it now but perkins oh Cork screws his way over the top and takes out tozawa oh now Nice, oh very innovative of him sending himself sailing over the top rope there taking out both tozawa and perkins oh it was it was an awesome move but now here's austin aries Climbing up the top, he's going to take a different route down. Oh, oh. but he gets pushed <laughs> fucking hell. Lands chest first outside. I think it was unstable table. <laughs> he's like, no! They <laughs> just pulled it out of his way. <laughs> and Nice, he's got his sights set on taking out Ares. Oh my God, not the running. Knees. Oh, oh yeah. goes
0: crashing through the barricade and Ares is buried. Well, Ares is out. Can- yeah, can Nice capitalise on it? Or is he just going to leave him to... So is Austin out cold? Well, it's incredible to think every single man in this match is down. And
1: Tony's picking on Perkins. Well, it looks like he's just eliminated Aries. He's going to go for the knee. Oh, but gets caught by TJP. Goes for the detonation kick, but Nice with the backslide. Throws him into Kendrick, rolls through. But Perkins catches him with the armbar. Oh, he's got him now. Oh, (laughs) Nice taps.
0: Nice taps to the armbar. His first man eliminated one well, of the most impressive guys in the match
1: and gone like that. Well, that's a little bit of a surprise. I mean, fair play to TJ Perkins, I suppose. He needs a victory. <laughs> Tony Nice in with a big clothesline, taking out Perkins and gives him a kick for good measure. Tozawa coming in, though, to help out <laughs> his former face. A big boot taking out Nice and Kendrick from behind. Well, Tozawa, I don't know if he realised, oh. Nice weren't in a match. Plants to Zawa, who gets rolled up by Kendrick and quite easily eliminated from the match. I mean,
0: another lesson taught by Kendrick. I know, and it's not slice of bread number one, was it? Slice of bread.
1: Number two. Number two. And now two. Kendrick's going to go for that captain's hook on Perkins. Uh, but gives a big boot to Perkins. Slice of bread number two on him, but he gets deposited on top. Go either way, these two. Looks like Perkins on top. And then Kendrick's fighting back as well. In a very
0: precarious position. They are indeed. And now Cesaro and Nice left. So this is a triple threat match. But of course, Aries on the outside, broken and beaten. I think whoever gets this
1: full here will go forward to WrestleMania. Well, my pick was out. Well, mine went first. <laughs> so he was the first two blokes eliminated. And Austin Aries has made his way back into the ring. And Perkins has got Kendrick like a brain buster. Oh, oh and Aries, the power bomb on Perkins, taking both men out. And it looked like Kendrick did most of the
0: work for that move there, didn't he? But still impressive enough. Not a nice landing for
1: any of them, really. Well, I think Kendrick would kind of reverse that into a bit of a crossbody onto Perkins. <laughs> so from his last three, I'm going for double A.
0: But I think whoever gets to their feet first might have the advantage. Austin Aries and Perkins both using the ropes.
1: Oh, both looking a bit punch drunk, though. Just both staring at each other. But Kendrick's get to his feet as well. They look at each other. Oh, oh. too big right Well, Hands each. Perkins
0: and Aries not. Kendrick out the ring, and now it's these two. Oh my word.
1: A- Aries with a backslide on Perkins. Oh, I only getting the two.
0: <laughs> you don't see that enough, the old slap like that. Oh mm. now he's gonna
1: be brain buster time, is it? Oh. He's up. Oh, but Perkins manages to switch out, land on his feet, goes for a wheelbarrow, but Aries oh. grabs hold of Perkins' leg, but Perkins managing to kick out at the last second. Ah, oh, referee in the way, but Perkins gets him up. Set up for the detonation kick. A two men pinning TJ Perkins. <laughs> Austin Aries and Kendrick get the victory, but he gets the captain's hook locked in. He has been Perkins, can't believe he's been eliminated. Oh. oh! Gets a bit of deliverance there from Kendrick and foot stomp to the. Well, double drop kick to the head. Well, you could argue Kendrick did cost Perkins the opportunity there with the kick. Oh, but
0: Perkins
1: we this too far. Oh, but Austin Aries inadvertently hits Perkins. Sends him crashing off. Slice of bread number two. It hits it. One, two. Oh, but Aries managing to kick out.
0: Oh, and even the fans are appreciating this action, which is nice. But now Aries caught again. Captain's hook. Captain's hook. Kendrick has it locked in. Can Aries escape? Well, Aries struggling now to even breathe after I think he's been through this match. He's in serious trouble. Look at Kendrick. Crazy eyes as well. Crazy eyes. He's got crazy, he's got different oh, crazy
1: eyes. Aries manages to get up, though. Kendrick is refusing to release. <laughs> and Aries showing strength himself to manage to get up. Oh, Kendrick trying to roll it through, but Aries responds with a big right hand. Oh, you can see
0: the protections come off now. And a roaring elbow to the back of Kendrick's head. Two, three. three. And Ares with the victory. I mean... Can't say you don't deserve it now. No, I mean, exactly. He gets the opportunity. It's what we wanted. I know we've seen it before, but we said we want to see it again. And these five men in here gives Aries... Everybody had a, You know, we'll talk about the match in a second, but yeah, Aries gets the opportunity now. Go face Neville. It's a match we all want to see, and it's a good way of doing it. What did you think of this main event?
1: Yeah, you know, it's kept some storylines alive with Tazara and Kendrick. Uh, you know, I think it's... It might have inflamed something with... TJ Perkins with Aries inadvertently hitting him during the match-up. But, yeah, you know, an entertaining affair. And each of these five men brought their own unique brand of repertoire to the yeah. match. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think what we've seen tonight,
1: 205 can
0: rely on, uh, I would say, now 10 people. You know, you look at these five guys in the ring. You look at Neville. And then you've got uh, Dar. <laughs> so, no, no, listen, Dar, Mustafa Ali, Alec- make up that, and any of them could Alexander. be... Alex- well, it's we- we'll get onto to that now quickly, because we'll talk about it. Uh, injury news. Cedric Alexander has injured his right knee and been act- out of action for up to five months, Dan. Oh, so not Alexander then. <laughs> so not Alexander. Right. That is news Justin. yeah. Uh, he's been part of the Cruiserweight division, like I say, since the Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, his last match on television was the February 28th episode of 205 Live, the six-man tag team match, away for so long. But the good news is, Dan...
1: He gets away from Dart
0: and Fox. Exactly. So hopefully by the time he comes back, that'll all be forgotten. So, Dan, first bit of news. Mario Ronaldo was missing again this week from commentary. Last week it was due to travel issues. And this week, ill. Is there something going on behind the scenes, Dan? What's
1: Has the... he been taking performance-enhancing drugs? Well, is there a story about it? Have there been some <laughs> nudes leaked? <laughs> we don't know. But, I mean... If got a little bit more Has de- he been racist? Have you, have you got any more details for me? Uh, well, the first week coincided with the blizzard. That got Maro put under no sor- shortage of social media fire from wrestling announcers new and old. Some are speculating that this malady is more mental than physical.
0: So, there we go. And according to Wrestling Week's Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Mario suffers from depression, which is written about extensively throughout his career, of calling fights and two close friends reported that
1: he's okay but he's been out of contact with many years long associates uh he last posted on march the 13th the monday before smackdown episode that he missed and it's been that long since most of his contacts have heard from him well he once missed an Invicta
0: event over a bout with depression prior to coming to wwe there's no word on how the company's official feel about his absence but jbl offered some public comments that have since been deleted dan
1: At the top of the show, JBL and Tom Phillips explained that Mauro was out due to the blizzard hitting the northeastern US. And incidentally, that fourth man, David Utunga, was out filming a movie. Certain folks in the wrestling industry, namely former WWE and TNA announcers Josh Matthews and Taz, were openly critical of Mauro's absence. Taz in particular said, when you miss a show, in no order of preference, you get heat with the locker room. You get heat with your boss and you get heat with your broadcast colleagues. And it sounds like heat with the broadcast colleagues has indeed happened.
0: Exactly. JBL's made some angry tweets at Maro, which have been... But nothing ever truly gets removed from the internet. And uh, one message said, I made the show. Everyone made the show. Everyone. Maybe you shouldn't have bashed me if he wasn't going to show up.
1: Reddit made sure we also saved Layfield's... Reddit made sure we also saved Layfield's tweeting Taz's video comments at Maro. A great video trying to shock me. We could have talked about it, but you didn't show up for work. Everyone else did.
0: Interesting. And just one last little bit of update on that is Mario Nalo has tweeted the 24th of March, and he said, I'm deeply touched by your tweets of support. My doctor wants me to stay off social media for now, but I want to thank you. So it is a real shame what's happening to Manalo really, isn't it? Well,
1: you know, it is looking towards depression and, you know, as someone who's never suffered from it, I don't know, you know, I know people don't feel up to talking you know up to the up to much. so you know maybe just having some t- getting some counseling as he most probably is exactly yeah and when you're on such a
0: high profile job like this as well you know it's sometimes looked down upon the mental heal- illness or you know depression like this but people like to say do suffer from it and we hope it, you know hope have the best recovery and he was the best commentator on WWE TV last year as well so it's a shame he's missing the build-up towards WrestleMania who definitely deserves to be calling the action on the show of shows, doesn't he? Yeah, know? most definitely. So anyway, we move on to 205, and, and during Neville's address to the W Universe and the Cruiserweight division last week, he was interrupted by Mustafa Ali, who was on his way to the ring for a match. Feeling slighted and clearly worked up over his spat with Austin Aries, the King of Cruiserweights was ready to unload on Ali. Yeah,
1: so tonight's main event is Mustafa Ali versus Neville. Neville was interviewed at the start of the show saying he's going to teach Ali some respect and make Aries realise that he's the... Bow down to the king! <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely. And with uh, Aries' WrestleMania message tonight, it's going to be a busy show. But we start off with TJP, Dan.
1: Yes, and it is TJP versus Tony Nice, And Nice doesn't even shake TJ's hand at the start of the match. And uh, yeah, Nice with a bit of mat work to begin with.
0: Yeah, Perkins has been worked down the majority of this opening match, but now he's finally fought back with a net breaker. But uh, I like the sign of respect before the match when they shake each other's hands, and we're seeing this rivalry's been building up over the past couple of months. Now we've seen Nice. Well, you know the rivalry's
1: serious when they don't shake hands. At the <laughs> yeah, <day. laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah, but we've seen Nice uh, beating up Perkins in recent weeks, but Perkins has been on a roll, and we've seen a lot of TJ on this already. On this uh, WNR,
1: haven't we? Uh, yeah, we have. And, you know, he's certainly getting a, a lot of airtime, And, yeah, it is good to see. Because, you know, he is a quality wrestler. Yeah, without a doubt, you know. And he's impressive now, nipping up against Nice. Back elbow in the corner. Springboard crossbody. And Perkins is in full control. And can he take advantage of this? Get these down. Oh, Will Barrow bulldog there. Lovely from TJP. This could be it. Oh. He has got a very good repertoire. I he guess. has very good. And it's,
0: it's three or four bits of his wrestling that he's got as well. Not just good at technical. We see there with the high-flying stuff as well. TJ nearly gets a kicks out.
1: Uh.
0: Rolls to the outside, but not in a safe position now on the apron.
1: Oh, and Perkins gets hung up on the top and niece is back in control.
0: We've talked about Tony Neese before.
1: Really impressing. Oh. oh, leaps over the top rope, springboard off the second into a nice moonsault and going for the cover, but TJ Perkins kicking out.
0: Uh, like we say, built like a heavyweight, fights like a cruiserweight there. Can't keep Perkins down. Perkins, a former cruiserweight champion. This would be a big win for Tony Neese as he looks to advance up to a five live. And now
1: Neese looking to try and back suplex Perkins. Oh, Perkins with a nice flip out there and a Beautiful spinning heel kick there. Takes Nice down.
0: Yeah, they've got a good 10 or 11 wrestlers now on 205. We kind of know the roster, you know, with Nice, Star, Perkins, all these guys. You know, it's become a show that can be relied upon having good wrestling with the mix of matches as well. As Perkins
1: goes to the top. Oh, but Nice takes his feet out and Perkins crashes to the mat. Oh, and now he's in position now. For the running knees. For the running knees. Knee pads come down. Oh, but Perkins catches him, gets him on his shoulder, but Neese nice rips off the second turnbuckle. Oh, well, that is a good ringer with a bit of trouble, any means necessary. Oh, but Perkins has got the armbar locked in. He could be in serious trouble now. Tony Neese nice trying to fight out. Well,
0: Perkins beating many a man with this hold, and Neese, nice, like I said, got the slight power, advantage. Right? trying to use that to get out of this submission, but he's struggling at the moment.
1: Oh, picks up Perkins, but Perkins with the backslide goes for the cover. Oh, oh only a two.
0: Two. And he's trying to go for clothes. and i like, misses. Oh,
1: fucking hell.
0: Like a face. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that was. It's like a, a chest bust, like a
1: <laughs> reverse code breaker. Exactly, yeah.
0: But can't keep Perkins down. Perkins get the shoulder up. Uh, nice get the shoulder up at two. Two. He can't keep Neese down like that, but. This match has had a little bit of time now. I think we're near in the ten-minute mark. It's been good. Well, you can
1: see Perkins has got a lot of different ways to beat you. Exactly, and he hits that kind of apron six-one-nine there. He's going to try and springboard back in, telling Nice to get up to his feet. Bounces off the top, but Nice runs in and Perkins dodges it. Oh, Perkins trying to go for the detonation kick, but Nice. Oh, with that belly to back into the exposed metal turnbuckle. Oh, now he's in position. Oh, running Nice. Oh, my God. Tony nice Two. Three. There
0: you go. And at are for Nese. Nice. Picks up a very impressive victory at the former Cruiserweight Champion, but not a bad match, Dan.
1: No, it wasn't. Uh, you know, it's shown Nice's heelish tactics. I mean, exposed it. Perkins could have used the middle turnbuckle if he chose to, but... You know, it was Nice that capitalised on it and, yeah, getting the victory.
0: And I think it's the right decision as well. I think the Premier athlete needs a win, doesn't he, as opposed to Jenkins, who's been as good as he is, you know, will still be on 205. But I think with Nice, maybe they've got uh, future plans for him. We'll see what they do. But we move on after that match, and uh, we see Akira Tozawa coming out here for some action on 205 Live.
1: Well, after missing Raw because the Brian Kendrick was in possession of his passport, another lesson there by Kendrick. Yes, indeed, yeah. Uh, Akira Tozawa came to 205 Live ready to unleash his fury.
0: Yes, and we're going to see Tozawa now in action against a local competitor. That's what I, I actually looked at WWE.com, and that's
1: what they'd called him. <laughs> <laughs> we can see. Tazawa. Have you been impressed by Tazawa in recent weeks, Dan? I've been very impressed by Tazawa. Yeah. He's, you know, he's he's getting taught a lesson by Kendrick. But I think, you know, when they finally meet up, I think Tezawa's going to be victorious. Yeah. Or th- is Brian Kendrick going to have one more lesson to th- teach the? St- this is what's happening. That Kendrick's teaching
0: uh, Tazawa lessons and we're gonna have the blow off of this and Tazawa hopefully gets the win. But I think it's a good storyline for him to get featured here. I mean what do you think of his chances tonight in this match against this uh this local competitor down? Ah, uh, he's gonna wipe the floor with him.
1: <laughs> so the bell rings and he's running towards Tazawa. Oh <laughs> Tazawa dodges the clothesline attempt, gets him from behind, his German suplex into a pin. One Two, three, there you go. Tazawa picks up the victory here on Two O
0: Five Live.
1: One move, so one move, but that's how
0: that's how dangerous that snap German Bang. suplex is. Can beat most men.
1: Well, local like competitor. Yes.
0: and so now Tazawa's got the mic, and uh, where's the Brian Kendrick? Well, Tazawa's fired up. He wants Kendrick, and he wants him now. Kendrick, don't come
1: out. I think Tazawa's going to go get him.
0: Yeah, exactly that, as I say. I'll go to you if you won't come to me. There he goes to Zaza. We're going to go try and find Brian Kendrick.
1: Oh! He's getting attacked by a security guard. What's going on? He's got a passport, for God's sake. Security shouldn't be doing that to wrestlers. Wait a minute, Dan. That's no security. That is the Brian Kendrick. My God. Vicious assault on Throwing him up against a barricade. Oh, my word. Zawa can't fight it. And now... Teaching him another lesson, perhaps. Yeah, now he's on the apron. Oh! <laughs> slice of bread number two on the app. Al- James, that is only thin mat in there <laughs> over concrete. <laughs> so, exactly. What an impact. And Brian Kendrick
0: saying that his latest lesson, Dan. His appearances can be deceiving. And this feud will continue, but we go on now. And with less than two weeks until the ultimate thrill ride, Aries... <clears throat> Aries and Neville engage
1: in a heated verbal confrontation, Dan. Yes, Austin Aries took the spotlight on 205 Live to conduct an interview with himself. And the primary goal of A-Double's self-interview was to get under Neville's skin. A tactic that proved fruitful when the king of the cruiserweights interrupted his WrestleMania opponent. Once again, Aries and Neville exchanged verbal barbs as A-Double continued to infuriate Neville. Before the standoff could escalate to a physical confrontation, however, Aries announced that he would return to the commentary table for the WWE Cruiserweight Champion's upcoming match. Following his his heated exchange with Austin Aries, the Cruiserweight Champion battles Mustafa Ali in singles competition. It is
0: Ali versus Neville here. With Aries on commentary, of course. Aries and Neville got a date at WrestleMania, but can Ali upset the odds here tonight? And this young gun beat the king of the cruiserweights.
1: And early on, Neville getting that upper hand. I mean, he's he's been quite the competitor since making his mark on 205 Five Live. You know, as the king of cruiserweights.
0: Yeah, I mean, Neville has been on top form, hasn't he? You know, he's been he's uh, undefeated since returning to the cruiseweight division he said he was going to win the title We did and now he's the king weight so I mean does Ares stand a chance of WrestleMania Dan
1: well you know Aries has been out for a little while he's not had too much of a wrestling as he's you know he's not wrestled too much since his return you know he, he stands a bit of a chance but I think this is I think the title is going to remain around Neville's waist
0: yeah I think uh, Aries is a a good challenge. I think it should be a good match if they get long enough. That's my worry. Get 10 minutes to do it. Uh, well, it's
1: going to be at WrestleMania, isn't it? So, its I don't know. I think it's going to be cut short so some old wrestler could have an extended this, promotion. This, this is the mean?
0: problem, you know. I mean, we've been watching a lot of old WrestleManias. I watched... 27, I'm on to 28 now as well. And like you say, the uh, the King Michael Cole match in WrestleMania 27 was longer oh. than the CM Punk versus Randy Orton match as well. Which, this safe wrong there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Snooki had a longer match than fucking uh, Wade Barrett did. The WrestleMania, and it, like the Rocks shenanigans. And like you say, Hogan shenanigans at WrestleMania 21. Uh, and it's
1: just, uh, oh, I don't know. It does. it. I know it is like a big stage. You know, it is... A grand thing. But, you know, you look back at WrestleMania 1, 2 and 3. Yeah. You know, there was a stacked card. I know uh, there was a few gimmick matches, but you know, it's WrestleMania. You're allowed a few. You know, it was a more stacked card and tried fitting everyone in. Yeah. As Uh, opposed uh, to WrestleMania now, they're trying to fit more speaking segments Uh, in. uh, Exactly.
0: WrestleMania should be known as a great wrestling event as as anything else, you know. And when's the last time WrestleMania had a good main event? Like a, a, a top-notch main event, and when's the last time I had a, a mid-card match or an undercard match that really delivered as well? And you have to go back quite a fair way, you know, apart from the Undertaker street matches, to, to to find that. Well, that's at just you know one match in the yeah. whole WrestleMania. There's anyway back to the action here, and Neville has taken over Mustafa Ali. We I mean, tried a little bit of offense, but Neville's just so good at that, isn't he? You know, he knows what to do to
1: win. Yeah, and he is portraying a very good heel as well growing it into the role, become more and more comfortable. Oh! can okay, now, and he elevates Masaf Rally to at least 10 foot in the air and just lets him fall flat on his face. And if you're a cruiser, 8 10 foot feels like 20 foot. Exactly,
0: exactly yeah. The Ray Mysterio was falling that height.
1: God, and Ali in all sorts of trouble here and it's just been all Neville this match.
0: But Neville now, like I say, got the submission in on Ali right in front of Austin Aries. He knows exactly
1: what he's doing here. Neville's version of mind games you know torturing an opponent whilst looking in the eyes of his number one contender exactly but can Ali get anything out of this match at the moment Neville saying no Ali now trying to get some momentum in this match tossing Neville over the top and getting a nice spinning heel kick there can Ali take advantage of it oh springboarding Ooh. over the top rope and then doing a what is it like a back cross body and hitting the
0: mark there on Neville. Now, come on, Ali. Like I say, would be a huge upset. Would maybe put Ali into the total picture for WrestleMania as well. But maybe Ali's exerted too much energy in this match. Struggling
1: to get up to the ring apron. Mine. Ali back in the ring. Oh, Neville going to pop Ali up. But Ali responding with a nice drop kick. Nipping his way up. Going to the corner to try and... Give Neville a forearm, but Neville dodges out the way and Ali responds again with a using a top rope to swing his legs around to kick him and a nice neck breaker there going for the cover. He could get Neville down. Oh, Neville managing to kick out. Too close there for Neville.
0: He's not happy about that. Too close. What can Ali do now? Can he set up the reverse 450? Hopefully not. Hopefully he sets up the inverted 450. It's exactly the same. No, it's not. It is exactly the same. Oh, and Neville gets caught in the back elbow by
1: Ali on the second rope now. Oh, going for a tornado DDT but getting caught by Neville. Yeah. <laughs> Neville putting his finger up saying, nah na na, not today, mate. Oh, and hangs him on that top rope, crotches him up there.
0: Oh my balls. Well, just when it looked like Ali was having his way in this one, Neville turns the tables. I guess that's why he's the king of the cruiserweights.
1: Yeah, he's looking on as well. Neville's going up top. Ali's up top. And he's just staring at Ali's perched on the second. Neville's up top. But Ali manages to fight out. Springboard. Oh. <laughs> well, it's turned him inside out. He's beating oh. him. But Neville there somehow managing to kick out. Ah. Brilliant. Even the fans can believe that move.
0: Fucking hell. But now can Ali, Neville's in position. Inverted
1: 450 or a reverse 450 with... Oh, he's going up there, but Neville rolls out of the way. Oh, Ali jumping over the top of him. Oh! Getting caught by Neville, but managing to plant a beautiful... That's it. Oh <laughs> But Neville there, managing to lift his shoulder at two. <laughs> two...
0: And fair play, but I didn't think this match would be this good. And it is. These guys are pulling it
1: out at the moment. And now can Ali finish him from the top? Here we go. Ali's going to go flying. Oh. oh, but Neville rolling to safety under that bottom rope. I think Neville knew he wouldn't be able to kick out oh. of that move. And that's why he had to try and
0: get a well, hard Well, you play. know, Ali's
1: planted him with a few big moves. And I think that would have finished him off, really.
0: And now he's trying to get Neville back up to the top. But Neville responds with a big kick to Ali's head. And now Ali's in a precarious position. Ali, though, he's
1: been very impressive in this bout. But Neville now springing up to the top. Oh, he's not. Oh, my God. He's not going to go for his German from the top. Oh! Oh! Turns Ali inside out. And Ali lands face first as opposed to on his back. But nonetheless, very devastating by Neville there.
0: Fucking hell. Neville just staring. At the W Universe and at Austin Aries. And he's not finished. I think he could pin Ali now, but he's not going to.
1: Dragging him to the edge of the ring, but stepping outside to taunt the crowd. He don't want the victory. He wants to hurt Ali. And now he's got him on the apron. Oh, (laughs) swings him round like a baseball bat into the ring post there and knocking Ali for six.
0: I'll tell you so Ali is going to get my award for favourite wrestler taking punishment soon because
1: of the way he's been saying it. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I've seen that move done before. You know when Big Show picked up Raymond Mysterio? Oh, when he was on
1: the backboard. No, <laughs> yeah. like, he done that to Zach Gow- No, Brock Lesnar done that yeah. to Zach Gow. Yeah,
0: fucking hell. He could take a bait and a But Neville... Well, he's one of like a leg and an ass-kicking too, not he? But Neville dragging Ali's lifeless body in front of Austin Aries... And now throws it back in, could pin him at any time, but still doesn't want to. Neville's looking at Aries saying, you will bow down
1: to the king of the cruiserweights. Taunting Austin Aries, and he puts his submission on and looks in Aries' eyes as Mustafa Ali taps out. Well, the rings of Saturn there gets the job done, and now he's going straight after Aries. Aries
0: not backing down. Face-to-face confrontation between these two. And Aries not backing down either.
1: If anything, he's up for it, isn't he? Taking his jacket off. Neville's already been through the ringers here, though. So is it? would it be wise to face a fresh Austin Aries? I think
0: Neville's confidence as well, though. That's the problem, isn't it? You know, he thinks he can take on anybody. As he just puts his foot on Ali's face, raises his hand one more time, the Cruiserweight champion there. I mean, we see replay of the action. Dan, what do you think of that match?
1: Fucking brilliant match. Very good. You know, it had the time it needed and it... It, you know it, Mustafa Ali has definitely gone up a lot more in my estimation uh, and Neville you know he performed brilliantly as well you know he took a lot of punishment from the young upstart yeah and I think what's nice to see as well
0: with the 205 program yeah we had three matches but Zazaron was so quick and an angle as well on top of that wasn't it that we get 10-15 minute matches to begin and end with and I think yeah the Perkins East match is really good and I think this match was surprisingly
1: good as we still see Ali taking punishment on the replays I mean he's taken a lot of punishment during this (laughs) match but you know in all fairness to him he did dish out quite a lot of punishment as well
0: yeah it doesn't hurt him in defeat being so young as well he'll live to fight another day And like I say, Neville at the moment is unstoppable. Can Austin Aries do anything about it? And we'll find out at WrestleMania with one more Try Five Live to go. Okay, so new content for the WWE Network. And we have Ride Along, which has a new episode. It's tag teams in the club and the Golden Truth head up the 405 to the City of Angels for a fun-filled journey of hilarity and hijinks. I mean, it was all right. It wasn't that great. Actions now. We had three new collections. We had the Raw after WrestleMania. That had been shown on there. Dan, what's your
1: favorite Raw after WrestleMania, if you had to pick one? Yeah, and what would turn out to be his final address to the WWE universe, where the Ultimate Warrior gives a heartfelt and prolific speech about his life.
0: Yeah, and that was the night after WrestleMania 30, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, uh twenty fourteen. Yeah, uh so yeah, I mean yeah, that's a nice moment. I think my moment would be Brock Lesnar coming returning and uh F fiving John Cena. Uh which it was one of those moments that you wanted Brock Lesnar back after so long. And you know, and he does, and of course that was uh Raw nine eight four. That was the night after The Rock beat in uh, John Cena, that's twenty twelve. And we had the new SmackDown collection, didn't we?
1: They've had the addition of more than 150 hours of SmackDown spanning from 2010 to 2011. WWE Network is now the home to every classic blue brand episode ever. You can watch more than 900 episodes of the second longest running weekly episodic television show in history. Including the recent addition of 105 episodes featuring the frightening conflict between The Undertaker and Kane. Edge's emotional final address as world championship, world champion and more.
0: Yeah, and the other new collection as well that added in March was uh, HBK Mr. WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels, is
1: he Mr. WrestleMania, Dan? I mean, you know, he has been in some prolific matches, you know, going from the first ever ladder match yeah. at WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania. And against 10, yeah. Razor. I, d- I don't know, it's hard to say. Who, who would be your mister?
0: If you could say, right, here's my mr wrestlemania who would it be
1: probably the undertaker
0: yeah just because of you know his his wrestlemania career no i, I think that's fair say. i think in the overall terms of thing i think the undertaker would be definitely known as mr wrestlemania i think with sean michaels like we say it's more about um being on the show of shows and
1: putting a performance in dan isn't it yeah yeah don't get me wrong you know he's had some brilliant matches but, uh, you know, to f- what could be his greatest WrestleMania matches was against The Undertaker.
0: Like I say, you know, uh, Shawn Michaels was making his debut at WrestleMania 5 throughout the timeline up until his retirement at WrestleMania 26. Jericho had one good match at WrestleMania 19 with Shawn Michaels, didn't he? Yeah. Michaels had the triple threat match with Benoit. And Triple H WrestleMania WrestleMania. Is had a match against Cena as well? Yeah, WrestleMania 23. He had a match against Angle at WrestleMania 21. Fate, Mr. McMahon at WrestleMania 22, of course. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania 14 in WrestleMania 12 against Bret Hart is known one of those. He had a good match against Diesel at WrestleMania 11 as well. So you probably like say, Ric Flair's greatest match at 24. Yeah. So you know, Shawn Michaels has performed on the uh, on the on the big show, but I think The Undertaker overall. So we move on, and just the last thing about collections. They had the Shawn Michaels, Wrestle, Mr. WrestleMania one, and we discussed if it was the Untaker or Shawn Michaels. They've just released the Untaker streak on the uh, network as well, so you can watch all the Untaker's matches on there. So it's NXT update. And, Dan, when does the NXT update start?
1: Now!
0: So, yes, it is NXT episode 381, March 8th, 2017. Nakamura returns tonight. Yes. We're finally going to see Shinsuke. We've seen the video packages of him recovering since the heavy defeat by Bobby Roode. Uh, But we're going to... uh, What? It's true. We're going to see him in action tonight, see if
1: he's 100% or not. Well, we started with the perfect 10, Ty Dillinger, who is still over as fuck. The fans love him. Yep. Uh, you know, even though he's been on the losing end a this little is, bit, you this know, is the thing, isn't it? They Yeah, they with, still love him. With a cats
0: out, you've got to lose in all time and then the fans, you know, like a Ziggler, so to speak, yeah. fans give up on you. With Dennergy, he's still got that support and I think he's still got a big future ahead of him.
1: Yeah, and he's going one-on-one with the leader of Sanity, Eric Young. So we see the start of the
0: match and EY, uh, well, Eric Young sent Sanity to the back at the start of the match but they returned before the bell even rang. So, Kind of pointless that was. And what did they bring back with them, Dan?
1: Uh, well, they brought back a beat strong. Dillinger just completely forgot about the match to tend to his friend. And he was soon joined by No Way Jose. Uh, and Young stood in the ring and screamed as Dillinger did this.
0: Yeah, so like we say, we've seen No Way Jose and Roderick Strong teaming up with Dillinger recently for help the numbers out against Sanity. And now we're Young playing mind games, which we thought he would do, really, uh, against Dillinger.
1: Referees helped strong out Dillinger and Jose hit the ring and took out all of Sanity until the members' game finally did them in.
0: Yeah, Killian Dane and Alexander Wolfe laid out Jose with a double team move, and Young laid out Dillinger with the wheelbarrow net breaker. So, another angle we've seen a lot of angles between Sanity and uh. Ty Dillinger there's one getting
1: inducted into the Hall of Fame this year that's how many fucking
0: (laughs) angles there are Uh, uh, indeed Uh, but we're still seeing the storyline progressing like we saw from the takeover just before the Royal Rumble leading up to WrestleMania with the numbers and and Eric Young really getting underneath Ty Dillinger's skin isn't he you know making it personal is that something you're looking forward to the Eric Young Ty Dillinger match you know this feud is this something that excites you Dan
1: it does a bit yeah but you know it is I don't know it's like sanity I'm not too struck on them yet they've They've not hit the cord with me.
0: Dillinger's probably not the best reward for Sanity. It should be titles and gold. But maybe Dillinger does play an important role for Sanity. We we just don't know, Dan, do we? This whole whole thing about it. Up next, we had Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. And they did a video earlier. What, like pages? (laughs) No, no, not like pages. They did a video earlier today where they looked for the perfect place to put their award for breakout style of the year. Of course, they won it on the NXT kickoff. And they walked buy the trophy for the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic and stated they needed some sort of display that was similar.
1: Yeah, and then they came across Ember Moon while I was out doing this and they took trash through a win try tried to go after him. Yeah, so we're going to see, we see that Ember Moon
0: getting involved with Peyton Royce and Billy Kane now. they've been The Australians have been uh, top form recently, or oh, been featured heavily on NXT, shall we say, not in top form because they've not been very good. And then we see a video package for a debuting wrestler, which was Alistair Black.
1: Yes, uh, he was known as Tommy End. He, and he was surrounded by candles and basically is... Yeah, but we've seen him before, haven't we? Uh, we have seen him, yes. He was at the UK tournaments and he went against Neville. The first match, that, the first of proper match we're going to see tonight, Dan, is... It is uh, Andrade Cien Almos, who is my 311 boy, going against Ho-Ho Lun, which was your... Iceland. He was indeed, he was
0: my Iceland and uh he CN is the only man on XT with a pyro as well, which was good. He was distracted by the fans though, not the fireworks, chanting for Lund. and almost got rolled up for the
1: pin in ten seconds, and that's where we joined the action. And I turn it down a little bit, C N. Cien. CN's ter- turn turned the table now on Iceland and I think he's pissed off for uh, nearly being made to look like a tit.
0: But uh with thirty two people in the C W C tournament to see my guy actually get a match in NXT is quite good. I know you're going to say to me, "We've seen all of them now," but it doesn't matter. Ho Ho Lun is here, and that's why I picked him for because I like him. I, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like him. If only Zach Sab- Sabre Junior. could
0: uh, Oh my word! Yeah, yes.
1: Did you? There was a
0: story the other day. Zach Sabre Junior. set himself alight. See that on the Independent yeah. Show. I thought that's what my man. That's what my man. And it is seeing in full control and. Yeah, I mean, Ho Ho looked good for that 10 seconds, but at the moment. He's not looking good. No, but CN coming off a a loss at TakeOver. We haven't seen a lot
1: of him recently.
0: Can CN still get over on NXT? You
1: can't say he hasn't improved since his recent turn. So, you know, it's. He's still not managed to convince me. I don't know, it's just. CN there. With his Hammerlock DDT, plants Ho Ho Lun. So, my guy beat your guy. He did indeed, Dan. And uh, well done, CN. <laughs> you know, you beat a
0: guy who didn't even make it out the second round of the CWC. <laughs> yeah,
1: you beat a cruiserweight. Well done. Yeah. Well done, mate. fucking proud of yourself.
0: Yeah. Uh, we move on. And the next match.
1: The next match is Ember Moon versus Billy Kay. And, you know, the Aussie girl, her, her partner went against her last week. Didn't manage to overcome. Will this one be able to beat the undefeated Stunning Diva? Oh, we'll see what happens. I mean, like we say, this match was set up
0: during the Kate and Royce shenanigans earlier that like we saw. And uh, this will apparently go a long way to naming the new number one contender. And if Ember Moon's not the number one contender take over, I don't know what's fucking wrong with that.
1: Yeah, starting off the match, Moon was on fire early and probably would have won quickly. But Royce, which allowed K to take over.
0: Yeah, and like you see
1: with... <laughs> That is, Yeah, Kay trying to get help from her partner Royce on the outside, holding her hands, and Ember Moon just drags the pair of them into the ring.
0: When when we say slight distraction, you know what I mean? Getting pulled into the ring. That's
1: a pretty good distraction, actually, you know? Ember Moon diverts her attention, and she's uh, feeling the wrath of Billy Kay. Yeah, and Ember Moon might be in trouble. They've been on the
0: losing few weeks as well in tag matches, I know, but still... She's, uh, she's building herself slowly. But, I mean, like I say, if Billy Kay wins this, she might face Oscar at TakeOver. And what a match that could be, Dan. Eat Defeat by Billy Kay. Can't keep Ember Moon down. A kick out. Uh. And Ember's struggling a little bit here. And Billy Kay, a lot tougher than we thought she was. And, like I say, they've been featured heavily now for the past few months on NXT TV as well. They have indeed. So, uh, you know, they're obviously trying to plan something for him. Peyton Royce, for me, I like. I think she's a better worker than Billy Kay. I don't know what you think.
1: It is difficult. They're, You know, they're both very similar. I think it does work with them together as well, you know, because they're both wrestlers. It's not focused on just one. It's focused on the pair of them. You know, it's yeah. and I think it's probably the first legitimate women's tag team that we've seen. Yeah, no, that's an excellent point. Yeah, they do work
0: really well together. Uh, and in the match, Billy Kate's taken over on
1: Ember Moon. She has taken over a bit too much on Ember Moon, though. But as I say, that Ember Moon (laughs) returns with a couple of punches and a few kicks followed by a step-up in Seguri. Yeah, that'll do it. (laughs) Go on, Ember. She's just turned to the dark side of the moon now. (laughs) A running kick there to the side of Kay's head. Might go dark, like you said. We might see an eclipse tonight. But Ember's offence... It really is something to watch as well. And she comes in with a running knee. She fights like a man, you know, no yeah. disrespect to the other women, but she does fight like a man.
0: It will be a very good
1: matchup if she was to face Oscar because, like you say, they both fight like men. But oh, Emma... and Peyton Royce up on the ring apron there to try and distract Moon from her signature move. Oh. Boom! <laughs> Doesn't stop it getting hit, though. Well, One, two, three, and she hits the eclipse for the victory. Yeah, and
0: that may be the sunset on Billy Kay and Paint Royce's hopes of facing Oscar at TakeOver.
1: But Ember Moon here looking strong. And uh, What do you think of that match? You know, it's Ember Moon was very dominant. She could have won the match within seconds. But now, you know, with a bit of distraction, as normally happens with the tag team of, you know, Royce and Kay. But, you know, eventually Ember Moon overcomes and wins. You know, it's... You wouldn't expect anything else.
0: No, exactly, yeah. I mean, very Goldberg-like match in a weird way where she was on top, got beaten down a little bit, you know, and then made a big comeback, and it was all over about four minutes anyway. So harmless enough stuff. Uh, We move on from that, and uh, we
1: see TJ Perkins. And uh, why why is TJ Perkins here? What did he say, Dan? TJ Perkins said he goes where the competition is, and he's looking forward to facing Shinsuke Nakamura tonight. Mentioning that they train together in Japan, you know, so they know each other quite well. Should be a good match. It's a very interesting matchup. You know, like I say, Perkins, former
0: Cruiserweight champion, coming down to NXT to face Nakamura. Two faces as well, fighting off.
1: So, uh, Ben, up next. Up next, uh, the match between the Revival and the the Eadie brothers never got started. Uh, The Revival interfered in the tag team title match between DIY and the Authors of Pain last week, as we saw. Laying out both teams. Uh, this is a second appearance of Gabriel and Uriel Ely. Uh, it would have been their second match, except the offers of pain run out, beat them down, and the revival ran away as they do in their typical heelish behaviour. And uh, they gave one of the Elys the last chapter. Yeah, so the offers of pain
0: coming out, and <laughs> we talk about Goldberg coming, destroying, leaving. Uh, a arrival getting under the skins, baby, but backstage, Dan.
1: Uh yeah, and William Regal informed Ember Moon that we will finally get the match that we both want to see and I'm sure people we'll wanna see. And that is for the women's championship uh NXT TakeOver Orlando. Oh yes, Ember Moon Oscar. Undefeated both of them.
0: Something's gotta give. It is the women's equivalent of Andre versus Hogan. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is Takeover is gonna be fucking huge. Yes, well, next week, Bobby Roos defends his NXT Championship against Cassius Ono. About fucking time. Well, it's his first defence, and like we say, to prepare us for this encounter, we get a pre-taped promo from both men. So you do Ono, I'll do Bobby Roos, Dan.
1: Cassius Ono talked about how weird and how different it is being back after four years. I mean, you know, some of the yeah. long-lived viewers might recognise him from before. Um The promo was taped at the Performance Centre and he noted that when he was here before, this was just a giant warehouse. Uh, And he mentioned that wrestling was the first thing he was good at and the first thing he excelled at. The Performance Centre was the first place he ever had doubt. Uh, He's never been NXT champion and the doubt will never be put to rest until he wins the title. Uh, he said it would be sweet to win the title and defend it, uh, take over Orlando. Ah, uh, it would be sweet, wouldn't it? Yeah, but unfortunately, it's not a dream; it's reality. And Bobby Roode's promo was
0: cut via satellite from his home because the champion is at home. We see how lush surroundings of him. I mean, multi-billionaire, of course, you know, lives in. And he said he didn't care about Cassius Ono, so, a lot like me. He said he was going to mould NXT into his own vision, but Ono oh, is he he's trying to ruin it, and he is. Rude wants to shape NXT in the way he sees fit and doesn't want the NXT champion to be a long-haired hippie hobo from the 70s. Anybody watching, get your hair cut and have a shave because we don't need hobos or hippies watching us. The future of NXT is on Rude's shoulders and he'll be damned if Ono comes in and ruins it. Uh, both men put out, put over how important this is going to be going into TakeOver as well. The biggest TakeOver of the year as champion. So, that's what we say, next week we have... Bobby Roode, the glorious one in
1: action, but the man who he beat will be in action in the main event tonight, Dan. So at this point, right? Balance is fairly in the middle. Right, it's even balanced. WrestleMania on one side, NXT takeover Orlando on the other. Which way is it? Which way's it hanging?
0: Or, wh- wh- which one's which the... one
1: which one are you more looking forward to? Me, I'm looking yeah. forward
0: to takeover. Yeah. I can't wait for NXT takeover. Honestly, it's gonna be I, I love it. After the last one, it's it's my favourite time. I mean, rest, fuck WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to watch it anymore. I'm going to watch NXT. So anyway. <laughs> and it's T. So yes, like we said, the man who lost to Bobby Roode at TakeOver is in action now, Dan. And who is that man? That man,
1: Shinsuke fucking Nakamura.
0: TJP's just come out here as well, waiting for Nakamura. Ah.
1: Showing that his legs are well and good now. Ready to capture his NXT title. Well, we'll see what
0: happens down at TakeOver. You know, I mean, Nakamura will face either Ono or Bobby
1: Roode. Probably Ono. But if he's lucky, Roode. Well, no matter what, Roode's... Roode is like the Christian of heavyweight champions. Fuck you.
0: Nakamura's like Daniel Bryan. Fans love him, but he keeps getting fucking injured. Because Bobby Roode took him out of TakeOver. And Dan, guess what? He'll do it again. So it doesn't matter what happens. And Perkins is a tough opponent with that TJP clutch. You get Nakamura in that leg. Tell
1: you, Dan. As you heard from the CWC tournament, I have huge respect for TJ Perkins. And as you can tell by the T-shirt I have, I'm a huge fan of Shinsuke Nakamura. So this is a good dream match for me. So who are you going for? Nakamura. <laughs> You fucking traitor! You're number one, and you're like, no, fuck him. Shinsuke wasn't in that tournament. If Shinsuke was in
0: that tournament, he would. Yeah, Shinsuke would. Shinsuke would have won the WWE UK tournament if he was in
1: it. Oh my word! Oh, TJ trying to show his quickness off.
0: But next is quick. And you, well, the WWE must have heard that you wanted more TJ Perkins. Not only he's on 205 now, they've made him in the main event of NXT against Nakamura, for goodness sake. There's only few men that can go toe-to-toe with Nakamura. For you, what's the better match? Perkins, Nakamura, or the title next week with Rude and Ono? This match.
1: Because, you know, TJ Perkins, there was a reason why I went for him in the CWC tournament. And, you know, he has proven that he is a good fighter. And Nakamura, he is the king of strong style. So, you know, it is. I think it should work well.
0: It's a really interesting matchup, isn't it? You know, with these two guys. And Nakamura, is he playing mind games with Perkins? Will that work, Dan? And, you know, Perkins is cool as a cucumber. Which Undertaker is afraid of? And we see the dabster, and Nakamura managing to nip out of it. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, and look at Nakamura now leapfrogging Perkins. Oh, but gets caught with another head scissors takedown, sends Nakamura to the outside of the ring. Is Perkins going to go flying? A lovely nip up by Perkins as well. Springboard, oh. but Nakamura moves out of the way, hits uh, Perkins with a kick straight on the beak, hangs him over the side, and runs in with a big knee. Nakamura? <laughs> Nakamura looks like he's <laughs> convulsing. <laughs> yeah. Nakamura looks okay, I suppose. You know, I'm not. I'm, we'll what Bobby Roode be worried.
0: Bobby Roode should be worried. He sh- He shouldn't think that uh, it's, it's going to be an easy victory against Nakamura. It will be a victory, but it won't be an easy one. This is the thing. He's, he's got to work hard to get that. Oh, my God. We're back after the break. Look like Nakamura's going for the Shining Wizard. Oh, and Perkins going for the leg. Must have a bullseye on that leg. Well, I'd say the submission hole Perkins does. And the, the injury that he sustained as well. Nakamura's not
1: too clever at the moment getting an air. But is that why he's going against Perkins? You know, someone who does focus on the legs.
0: No, exactly. Yeah, making sure his leg is actually, you know, in good working order. I mean, you know, Bobby Roode is gonna, or whoever wins, Bob, I'm gonna say it's Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode will focus on that leg. You know what I mean? There is no doubt in my mind that will be the the majority of them. And Nakamura can, like you say, withstand it. Nakamura's lost his title twice. You know, and not many people have done that and are still around in NXT as well. So
1: no, I don't know, win It, for the it is time, quite. But. Strongly rumored that he is going to be making the move soon,
0: but it wouldn't surprise me if Nakamura did win. Be- because recently they've announced that Nakamura will be on NXT dates soon in July. Yeah. So if he's doing that, then you think maybe, like we said, we don't know. The Smojo one, we thought we'd come at WrestleMania, at, at Royal Rumble and Rumble, they left it. With Nakamura, we expected him to go up. They might leave it till the draft. Like I say, the draft will be in July, wouldn't it? So yeah. they might, they might do it that way. So
1: Nakamura could conceivably win. Oh, Perkins there with a flurry of punches and kicks and a nice running uh, running drop kick taking Nakamura down. A 6-1-9 kick. He hits it. Nakamura could be troubling. I mean, a victory for Perkins here might get him a, a title shot. Oh. oh, springboard DDT plants Nakamura. Two. Oh, Nakamura managing to kick out. Oh, yeah, I'll never be surprised on an NXT title change
0: as much as I was when Joe beat Nakamura at Survivor Series. Perkins there looking like he's going
1: to go for his detonation kick. But Nakamura there with an armbar locked in. Transition, looked like he had a back trying to go for a triangle. Perkins rolls over though, bridges out. Oh! Gets a two count. A lot like the referee's hand hit the mat three times. It's another... Th- oh, my word! <laughs> Spinning heel kick there. Knocks a taste right out of TJ. Referees counts is another one of these things
0: because sometimes you... you, you when he dives down, that is one, isn't it? And then he goes two, three, whereas other times he dives down and it's one, two, three. I mean, yeah. come on, have some consistency, referees. The amount of stuff you're missing in the ring, let alone the uh, way you count.
1: And it's not as if they're involved in storylines.
0: No, exactly. They're, they're forgettable people. Just do your job right.
1: Bring back Charles Robinson. <laughs> he calls it right. Yeah, Nakamura now with a kicks to Perkins. I mean, Perkins had a little flurry there, but... Advantage Nakamura straight away. Well, this is signature Nakamura now setting him up on the top rope. Goes for the big knee. Perkins moves out of the way and Nakamura hits a top turnbuckle, goes up top oh. and goes down low on Nakamura's lee with a double kick takedown. Yeah, you don't see a high-low drop kick. I mean, it's no. <laughs> literally high. Off the top and then straight to the knee. Yeah. Oh. And then a swinging knee breaker. Going to whack in that TJP clutch and Nakamura might be in trouble.
0: No defeat for Nakamura here would... Uh,
1: oh, but catches him in the triangle choke.
0: He could be in trouble. I was about to say if Nakamura loses here, then Rude will have easy pickings, I feel, at takeover.
1: Rolls through for the armbar, but Perkins managing to fight out. He's got a lot of spirit, this bloke. Oh, that's very nice, the transitioning between heartbreakers. Yeah, TJ Perkins nearly had it in, but now it's back to Nakamura. Oh, but Perkins there. Is he trying to lock in a Boston Crab there, but with Nakamura's leg locked inside his other? So half Boston.
0: Well, I haven't seen these kind of moves between submissions since Benoit and Jericho. I mean, Nakamura struggling to get to the bottom rope, and Perkins knows this.
1: Oh, drags him back to the middle, but Nakamura <laughs> rolls through, rolls up Perkins. Oh. oh! But Perkins managing to get up at two. Two. Well, the fans watching this,
0: but this is a really oh, good match. TJP Clutch locked in. Yeah, middle of the ring. Nakamura's got nowhere to go. We know the knee's bad. James can't go any higher. I don't like this. I know. I, I know. There's
1: more. no other note. And he's stuck there. Nowhere he can go. Can he try and drag himself and Perkins to the bottom rope? Oh. He's got to alleviate that pressure on his leg. It must be killing him.
0: Well, Nakamura somehow, like I said, managing to break the deadly submission there. Get into the ropes. And look at Nakamura's face. Perkins inviting him back. I mean, Perkins isn't giving up without a fight. I mean, isn't it? And he is, and he knows what to target as well. His offense has been spot on here tonight with the kicks. A uh, kick to Nakamura's leg,
1: but the second time he went <laughs> there and delivers a couple of knees. You don't want to get caught with Nakamura combination. Oh, and a knee to the midsection. Kind of like a scissors kick <laughs> to the back of Perkins' head. <laughs> we didn't need the elevation. Oh! Fucking hell. And a big knee to <laughs> Perkins' ribs, driving all the air out of his body. Yeah, he's checking the knee. I think mean, he checked Perkins' face as well. Oh, but Perkins still managing to fight out. Kicks Nakamura in the midsection. Nakamura goes down. Perkins goes up top, but Nakamura sweeps the leg. He's hanging up top. Oh. oh. Runs in with a big knee to the midsection. And now this could be the end. Is he setting it up, Dan? Call it. Oh, oh no. no. Perkins in with the wheelbarrow. Oh. oh. But a one-legged code breaker. <laughs> And now he's got an exploded suplex. Oh. Turns Perkins inside out. <laughs> And Nakamura now is a crowd to it, yeah. And now Nakamura, it's time. Boom. Kinshasa, straight across the face. Good night, TJP.
0: Kinshasa!
1: Kinshasa. (laughs) And the
0: victory something we haven't seen in a long time. Not since before TakeOver as well. I mean, but Nakamura does win a match, then. And he is the number one contender. Are you impressed with Nakamura? Do you think he's... uh, think he's fully fit? He
1: done really well. I was actually very impressed with TJP as well. He fought one hell of a half a match, you know. Credit to both men where it was due to put on hell of a performance. And, you know, it is one of the best matches I've seen on NXT this year.
0: Yeah, no, it's a really, really good match. It surprised me as well. Like you say, the, the, the trading, the holds, the way they worked, really good chemistry. But Nakamura, what's his chances then, Dan? I mean take TakeOver, like, we talked about who was the face. Well, you
1: know, he, he, he has been seen as more human after losing to, you know, someone the likes of Bobby Roode. He is beatable, and, you know, it's, I don't know, it Did kind he... of takes away a bit of his spark, you know, after yeah. him losing to Samoa Joe, but what Samoa Joe has gone on to do now, you know, he is a dominant force. And... When Nakamura eventually does make the move up, I think, you know, he'll be good for a title. Yeah, do you
0: think we're coming to the end of the road of Nakamura's journey with NXT now leading up to TakeOver? Yeah. yeah. We do see William Regal ending the episode by saying Nakamura will face the winner of Ono versus Bobby Roode at TakeOver. But like I would say, who will win the NXT title match? Will it be Bobby Roode? When do we find out, Dan? Now! <laughs> so NXT, the 15th of March, episode three, eight. Two, first off, the Edie Twins call out NXT Tag Team Champions the authors of pain for a match. And we saw the Edie Brothers last week, also known as the Edie Twins, and uh, they're identical twin brothers, Dan, and they're currently signed to the WWE, believe it or not. And that's all the information. I looked on the Wikipedia
1: page. That is it.
0: So have not had a lot. And what happened in the match, Dan?
1: Well, it was a quick squash match, and they just basically hit the last chapter to aop do the double powerbomb spot that led to the end of the match and then paul ellering cuts the promo yeah and he says he... revival have guts yeah but they are in book ellering says the revival says they are the best but he created the algorithm and the offers of pain are soon to be his dynasty
0: yeah, but then Gagano and Chumper interrupt, and Chumper says he has no idea what algorithm means. He's not the only one, mate. And Johnny says he doesn't even... Well, have. algorithm, it's a seriously complex... <laughs> no doubt. Just... So, uh, Chumper says "Revival hadn't saved them; they would have won the belts, then they deserve a fair rematch.
1: Which is true, because like we say, we asked why the Revival cost DIY yes. the match, didn't we? But, the Revival comes out, obviously, you know, they heard their name, they've got to come out. Uh, and they say that they sat on the sidelines at TakeOver Orlando and watched Authors of Pain take their titles. There are three things you don't do in sports. You don't bre- bench Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. You don't pull Michael Jordan off in the fourth. <laughs> don't keep Revival on the sidelines while the division falls apart.
0: Yeah, that, that's true, isn't it? You know, I mean, Revival had been the backbone of the NXT Tag Team division for many
1: a year. They have, and then Dawson tells Ellering it's time for a reality check. They are the best tag team ever. The NXT general manager William Regal comes out and books a triple threat elimination match for Orlando in three weeks' time. So for
0: the first time ever, we are going to see a three-way tag team match for all the titles, Revival, Authors of Pain, DIY. That is going to be a cracking match as well, Dan, isn't it?
1: It's going to be a brilliant match, yes. And it's an elimination match, which is my favourite kind of triple threat matches.
0: The NXT card is shaping up. Like we say, tag team title match been announced. We know Nakamura faces the winner of the main event tonight. And, of course, the huge women's championship match, Oscar versus Ember Moon. I mean, we see in the video, she is a fucking killer. It is Oscar's division. She could do what she wants when she... But she could hold... She could literally, and i use this word, literally hold all three women's titles at the same time. And you wouldn't have a problem with it. No. Going to be such a big match-up. Oscar ember moon the two powerhouses in the women's division fighting off and the way they're projecting uh oscar at the moment is is brilliant as well uh next
1: match though we do have a women's match up next dan yes we do and it is a very angry nikki cross <laughs> yes going against macy estrella yeah if she's related to uh amando uh, uh, estrada <laughs> oh is that estrada
0: Macy, like I say, making one of her rare
1: appearances in NXT. Tried to say goodbye, <laughs> and she choked. She, she tried to walk away, and she stumbled. Yeah. Seriously, though, cross-destroyed, Macy. Yeah. Five spinning neck breakers. One, two, three, job done. You don't see that many moves taken in a row, and this girl took many shots to the face. Oh, no way, Jose. Ty Dillinger come out and attack Sanity from behind, though.
0: No way. Well, after last week's attack...
1: Now Ty Dillinger and No Way, like you say, taking out Sanity. What's Nicky Cross doing? Jumping on Ty's back, <laughs> digging her nails oh. into his eyes and gets cross-bodied by Killian. Oh,
0: fucking hell, he's taken out, but No Way Jose's a big man. Oh, so that's Big Damo, isn't it? Yeah, and he's... Oh, no, it is Killian Dane. Oh. That's his next <laughs> name, so yeah, you got Killian. it. Oh, but Alexander Flair with a big German suplex to No Way Jose. It looked like Jose had been ejected from a moving automobile. <laughs> Derek Young coming in now, directing traffic. Alexander Wolf, Nicky Cross holding Ty Dillinger as Eric Young's got no way.
1: He's not going to put him in a net breaker, is he? Oh, hits that and then punches Ty Dillinger in the face. Well, getting
0: personal. This is what you did, Ty. Everybody around you gets hurt. And sanity standing over Ty Dillinger. Another big show of power by this group. And we move on from this. And we see video from last week with Billy Kay. And she was actually injured in the Masses Ember when she got hit by that clip, Dan. Yes, it looks to be her
1: neck and
0: those sort of things are career enders. Yeah. I mean, just look at Edge. Well, Edge, Steve Austin. I mean, the, the thing is, even if you do come back, then you've got a short shelf life as well. So we hope she can recover from that. And like we say, I mean, they are not been the best, but they've been a constant on NXT and that is a shame to see. We're at the Performance Centre. We look to get an update on Kay's injury.
1: But in the background, Dan, what do we see? We see Hetsien bullying Ho-Ho-Lun. I mean, the man that he beat last week... And yeah, he's just bullying him, being nasty, bang yeah. out of order. He
0: is. He was pushing him up against the fucking locker and saying, "Oh, you are a dickhead." But who came to save him?
1: Only Larkin. Only, only who? It's only Larkin. <laughs> only <Lorcan>. Larkin. <laughs> no, he he turns up and he says, "Try that on me." Cn smirks and walks away. No, he didn't. He smiled and then walked away. Uh, yeah, so it looks like we're going to see
0: only Larkin standing up. Um, only interviewed. Uh, only was interviewed afterwards and he said. He can't stand bullies. Do you know what I can't stand? What? Sitting down. So up next, Mr <sighs> NXT defends his glorious NXT championship versus Cassius Ono. So it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for the man. And we see comments beforehand. Ono was asked how he feels, and he says this is success and failure, and he's got to succeed here tonight. Well, he said what Dan you said as well
1: that Bobby uh, that Cassius Ono doesn't deserve a title shot. No, I didn't say he doesn't deserve it. I said he hasn't had a match to be number one contender. I mean, there's other wrestlers on there. Yeah, but you agree with Bobby Roode. That's the the top and bottom of it, ladies
0: and gentlemen. Cassie Sono in the ring. And now we're waiting. We're waiting a man, Dan. Oh, no. Are you ready for this? you ready for this? I get one a year. I get one a month.
1: That gloriousness there, Dan. He's a champion. He's my champion. He's NXT's champion. Don't you think the belt looks really stupid on the outside of the yeah, robe, Dan? No, he? I
0: agree with that, yeah. He didn't have it, no, a couple of weeks ago he had it underneath the belt. But it doesn't matter because he's he's glorious, so Shut up, Nigel McGuinness. Let me let me let me fucking drink it in, baby.
1: Backstage, Nakamura looking on. At uh, getting his title back.
0: NXT title on the line. Big match fill here on NXT. The glorious one defence for the first time. Like I said, Nakamura looking backstage, hoping, praying that Ono can somehow get a victory. Just somehow, just surprise
1: Bobby Roode. James won't have to go through that again. You will be saying Ono oh, twice at the end of this match once to tell me who the winner is, and once your response to Bobby Roode losing. No, Bobby Roode is the man in NXT. Mr. NXT is
0: what I'm calling him, and I'm going to go with it. And he goes against someone who hasn't been here in four long years. It's a big night for Cassius Ono.
1: What are the keys to victory here for either man?
0: Well, for Cassius Ono. The thing about his offense, James, is it is really innovative. Yes, exactly. And if he doesn't know what he's going to do, how is Bobby Roode going to know what he's going to do? You know, the the big hard-hitting strikes as well. You know, his his initials aren't KO for no reason. Plus, surprisingly agile, for quite a big guy.
1: No, Bobby Roode, he he has to just stick to his wily tactics, you know, ducking out the ring, trying to get as much separation, trying to play mind games. You know, the bloke can wrestle, don't get me wrong, but, you know, he his mind games play a big part in his offense as well. Yeah, without a doubt. But who's your favorite in this match? Who, who do you think
0: is going to win this one?
1: Uh, I think Bobby Roode's going to win it.
0: Do you think he'll win it clean? No. Do you think he needs a clean title defence, or do you think that's just the way the Rude character works?
1: This is his first defence of the title.
0: Yeah, but we've seen, you know, on the way to the championship match, what Rude's done to get the victories. And like I say, any means necessary tonight, doesn't have to get the win, could be counted out, disqualified. So, But the thing about uh, Cassius is that his shape as well, the reason he left four years ago was because, you know, he wasn't the. What the WWE look for, you know, but I think now with Samoa Joe and other wrestlers like that, Kevin Owens, in fact, might give him a chance. He is a veteran now; I think he's about thirty-seven years old. It's a bit big, he? He, he's a bit bigger, though. He is a bit; not in the best of shape, shall we say? But a fantastic. Hence why he's wearing a vest? Yeah, but a fantastic uh, wrestler. And like we uh, like I said, the the previous fights he used to have with CM Punk on the independent scene are, are legendary now, you know. We see Ono there with a big scissors kicking around. round. trying to get out of the way, get outside, get a breather, but
1: Ono's not letting... Him... No, he's not letting breathe. You know, he hit a high back body drop there and he's eliminated him from the Rumble just now. And, you know, Ono, he's, he's been out for four years, but it doesn't look like he's got much ring rust. No, I mean, like I
0: say, he's been uh, wrestling around the independents, but it's a step up, isn't it? We'll see as the match goes on. You know, he, he's he can go in the ring but as the elite level Rude is as well in a match of this caliber you're going to tire easier aren't you you know do you it's... know
1: that um, the network are doing things to keep you interested in this match by telling you that wrestlemania is only 80 days away
0: <laughs> they always have adverts in NXT matches we just skip them normally but we are back for the NXT title match and look at that
1: oh bobby roods regain control and a big clothesline to the back of ono's head swiftly after he'd kicked him in the face I mean that was a
0: JBL like warrior to the back of the head there I think nearly knocking out wasn't Cassis. quite from
1: hell I'd say it was you know just a couple of layers below Earth, I think, not
0: from hell I think Bobby Roode's too good looking to go to hell Do you know that I think he looks like an angel <laughs> H- <laughs> okay that's too gay right, okay, right I'm gonna pull it back a little bit
1: Bobby Roode there, <laughs> the devious tactics that I said about in the beginning, you know, he's holding on to the top rope and allowing him more pressure on Ono's head with his foot.
0: Exactly, getting the full extent of the counts as well, you know, Roode knows how to take all the shortcuts as it was and still get away with it, you know, even the hair pulls and stuff like this. But Bobby Roode is NXT champion and he did beat Nakamura and the important thing to say is that Nakamura is one of the toughest guys and one of the best he NXT champions Ah. Huh? He thought him injured. No, but he is one of the... He, still, Nakamura is... This is a compliment to Nakamura. It, Nakamura is one of the best guys out there at the moment. No, he is said. the best guy out there at the moment. No, I'm, I'm talking it, even in WWE. One of the best. Yeah. Uh, one of the greatest NXT champions of all time. And Bobby Roode managed to beat him. So, Kassi has got a long way to go. You know, Nakamura's looking on. And at the moment, he's got to be... In his bonnet.
1: <laughs> he's got to be impressed by Bobby Roode, though, is not he, in this match? You know, it's just Bobby Roode being devious, isn't it? It's I have to say I'm impressed with his character. Yeah. The yeah, portrayal that it. he plays.
0: He is an arsehole, you love that about him as he comes off you the love second that about road, him. Comes off the second row as a Well, don't you like the the kind of cocky... uh, Rude, the thing about Bobby Rude that I like as well is the fact he's cocky, he's arrogant. It's the fact that you think
1: you could change him,
0: isn't it, James? You think you could change him. You think you could make him settle down, (laughs) trap him with a baby,
1: and you think you could change him. I could. He
0: always backs it up. He says he's going to beat Nakamura for the NC title. He does. He says now he's going to beat Cassius Ohno, I believe him and he says at TakeOver, he's going to beat Nakamura again, I believe that you know what I mean, that's what Rude, Rude hasn't let me down yet.
1: They've got Cassius Ohno because there are no better challengers for the title, I mean not just to go against Bobby Rude, but I mean people that are worthy of uh, going for the title
0: I, I, I think that's the case at the moment in NXT, yes, you know All the
1: top guys are currently at the top
0: yeah, they've moved them up too fast. So then you've got this kind of lack of development. They're they're bringing back, they're bringing in guys like Ono and Eric Young, who are well into their late thirties, who are there just to try and maybe help the young guys. You know, Ono's job but is isn't put this similar?
1: Over. Like you know, um, Shinsuke slowly working his way into you know the match that was between Balor and Owens. Yes, yeah. You know, and this is another. Uh, Ono's kind of ushering his way into Nakamura and Rude's battle. Yeah,
0: that's that's, that's a great point as well. You managed to continue the feud on whilst having other guys involved. But for me,
1: the next didn't this happen around the same time last year?
0: Yeah, and this is the thing, but you don't want NXT to start becoming a bit more predictable, you want to change it up. I think the next good guy they should look at and seriously go with is Ty Dillinger. They shouldn't bring him up to the main roster just to have that quick pop. Well, think, do you think they should bring him up as former NXT champion? Yes, I think, if because with Dillinger they, did, they do this, they, they bring someone up to the main roster, they use him for a couple of months, you know, they, the crowd likes him. But like, even Enzo big Cass to a lesser extent and then after a while, like. He's just, it's, they do nothing with him, and then you get bored of them. Whereas with Ty and NXT...
1: Yeah, but with Kevin Owens, I mean, like, you I know, see. they put the title on him. He's part yeah. of Triple H's up-and-coming and stable. I think
0: Owens is a different type of animal with Dillinger. I think no one gave Dinniger a chance. Even, even I, you know, with Dinniger's well, look you know, with
1: or he won a match to become. I, I, one think, I think with Dinagey, you can do something like the, the kind of the Daniel Bryan
0: thing of having the guy, you know, gets Bobby Rude. If Dinagey shouldn't be in the ring with Rude or whoever its it is, it wouldn't have a chance against him. of finally doing that, you know, I think that would be a perfect bit of storytelling. But anyway, back to the match here. Cassie finally making a little comeback on owner uh, on Rude with the kicks. It's interesting what they do because we didn't uh, give a chance to the women's division. And they've done Saint William Moon yeah. thing, haven't they? And even the tag team division that's got interesting with the three teams. Bobby Roode sends Ono to the outside as we go to a nap break. And as we come back, Roode has got Ono in a deadly submission.
1: Well, you know it's just been all Roode working on Ono, and you've seen like a couple of free times there. Nakamura watching the match intently, you know, destined to find out his opponent for takeover. Yeah. Oh, it look like Bobby Roode's gonna go for a suplex there. Cassius Ono turned it around and kind of reversed it, <laughs> inverted him and dropped Bobby Roode to the mat. Well, was Very a... innovative by Ono, exactly like you said.
0: Crazy offence there. And now what can Ono do? Oh, my word.
1: Ono went for the forearm. Rude blocked it. Oh, but Cassius now taking over some big right hands. Bobby off the top rope and, like you know, in a slingshot manoeuvre and gives him a big running drop kick oh. and a nip up from the quite big Ono. I'd
0: see that belly protruding over his tights a little bit, but I'm not going to have a go at you for your physique. He should wear man. a
1: looser top. Oh! Tornado kick. One, two. Oh. oh! And by the skin of his teeth, James, Bobby Roode managing to lift his shoulder. Oh! well. And you don't rip your glorious T-shirt off in disgust. <laughs> that Hogan in the end. Oh, no! Bobby! Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I don't. Oh no, I don't even think about. Rude's. Oh, running sent on from Ono, but Rude got his knees up. That's it. Oh, oh. code breaker on Ono. Oh One, my God. Two. got it. Oh. but Cassius on. managing to kick out. Oh,
0: but hitting like you say the backstabber on Ono.
1: Bobby Rude back to his feet. Scouted Ono. Oh, and a big clothesline in the corner. Pulls him out, goes for another clothesline, but oh no, kick in the hand. Oh, and a hell. big kick to the face. Cassius with a flip over somersault. Oh. Only getting a two though. Oh, two. What's that
0: move called? That's called a fuck Bobby Roode up and nearly win the NXT title, you bastard. Good oh, night. my God. Ono going for the roaring elbow. And Bobby Roode catches him with the spine buster. That's going to keep Ono out. Oh. oh, but Cassius managing to kick out at two. Two. Come on, Rude, Put him away now. You know what move Rude loves to use? And that is the glorious DDT. Of course, the one move that won him the NXT title as well. Can
1: he hit it here? There we go. Rude calling for it. He's going to hit it. Oh, but Ono had it scouted turns his armour inside out and then gives him a big elbow to the face fucking hell but luckily enough Rude lands on the outside otherwise he could have been getting pinned for free James I think you're right about that and he would have been kissing that glorious title goodbye but then again Rude he knows
0: where the ring is doesn't he so manages to fall to the outside maybe showing a bit of smarts
1: there as he's thrown back Oh, running sent on that! should would actually finish the glorious one off. One, two. Oh, fucking hell! But Bobby Rude managing to get his shoulder up, and the referees, James, he was that close to losing his title. I oh, know. Oh no! He's pulling his <laughs> elbow pad off. Referee should check. That's unfair. Taking the protection off it. Exposed elbow. Lex Luger has he got a metal plate? Oh, oh. hangs up Rude, but Rude ducks it.
0: That's it, Bobby. Oh. Catches Ono on a top rope. He's got him in position for the DDT.
1: Glorious. Oh. Cover that man, Bobby. And he uses his head to turn Ono over. Hooks the One, leg. One, two, three. There you
0: go. Of many title defences for our NXT champion, he Bobby He looks spent Ruth.
1: after going against an overweight man with long hair and a beard. <laughs> Imagine what he's going to be like after going against a fit and healthy... Shinsuke Nakamura, James. but is Nakamura? He's going to be losing his title. Is That's Nakamura hundred percent fit though? As we go to take over? No, he's not. no he's, he's not. He's about one hundred and twenty percent. He may be about 130. That, that can't happen,
0: by Dad, you can only, Can he have 130? You're just being silly. You don't know what he's been through. That's someone I know who's been through a lot. Who is the man in NXT, Bobby Roode? Like you say, first title defense tonight, and he now knows that he's got a date with destiny. It will be Roode Nakamura two at NXT Takeover, and Dan, it's going to be one of those nights again. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm going to be wearing my Bobby Roode t-shirt. <laughs> Uh, you sold out. <laughs> you sold out. But if we look, I mean, we'll go back to the action. What did you think of that match?
1: Uh, it wasn't a bad match. Um, you know, it was quite a slow moving match, though. There was no pace to it, there was no finesse. As glorious as Bobby Roode is, he's, I don't know, he's not got that much of a repertoire to him. A few signature moves the DDT
0: Spine Buster. Uh, Like you say, but it gets the job done. With Ono, I would have liked to see a little bit more faster pace, a little bit more pick-me-up at the last five minutes of the match or so. Ono hitting a bit more offence. You know, he came close a couple of times, but I don't think anybody really had any doubt that Bobby Roode would return to face Nakamura. But now that is the next big question, and we are only two weeks away now from TakeOver because we're just about to watch the third instalment of NXT. Tyler Bates... The news is he's going to be at WrestleMania Access, the UK tournament guys. A couple of them are going to have the, the matches there. But why is he not involved at WrestleMania if he's meant to be a WWE champion? You know, it's just, I don't know.
1: That would be good to have it slipped on the car somewhere.
0: Like the first kickoff match. And then it's just two-hour, fucking six-hour show. Like a ten-minute match. Tyler Bay versus fucking someone. Honestly, WrestleMania's fucking last year. How did I, we cope last year? We, we forgot. We forgot about everything.
1: Well, was that when I forgot that I worked really late? Yeah, and then you, I was you, like, you oh, had a renace on. Yeah, and I was like, bang, and it just turned but out But what do you me. remember
0: from last year's WrestleMania?
1: <sighs> Shane going off the top of a cage and then going for it. I think the Shane uh, Undertaker match.
0: So I, I, I honestly I, didn't even remember that. I, I, honestly, I haven't re-seen it. No, I haven't. The Reigns Triple H main event, I didn't see. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't watched again. I, I blanked that main event. The Rock with a flamethrower. with oh, Ch- yeah. Him and John he Cena that, teamed up set against that the Whites. They? Yeah, they, they, yeah, they teamed up for like a quick match. I don't fucking. It was a forgettable one. Anyway,
1: so, that's for. A yeah,
0: but no, it's like. Just finish oh, sorry, that Sorry, just to get on tape. It's just, yeah, like WrestleMania 27. I'm watching that and it's like the matches should be good and it's just. It's forgettable. The best thing in WrestleMania 27. The best thing I watched out of an hour and a half last night backstage with a rock who came out and did 15 minutes at the start which is boring as fuck backstage and he's saying is there anybody i'm gonna walk he turns around and austin's there oh
2: that, yeah that's yeah, yeah
0: that's the best moment it was 27 yeah 27 was punk orton with punk oh yeah um ms well interesting fact you say we just watched wrestlemania 21 where the only wrestlemania where two world titles changed hands the john cena and Batista winning. Right. WrestleMania 27, to my knowledge, the only WrestleMania where neither world title changed hands because Edge defended against Del Rio and Miz beat Cena thanks to the Rock's interference in the main event. You had done take a Triple H for the first, well, the second match slash first match of
1: their <laughs> WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, because they'd faced each other years before. Yeah, yeah, so, Like you said, Dan, I am chatting shit. NXT is a brand whose glory closely aligns with the WWE <laughs> network. The glory days of their weekly episodic series were an early selling point for the streaming service. Arrival was the first live event on the network. But NXT existed before WWE Network, and the company is making sure you can dig into those episodes by uploading them to the service as April 2017's classic editions.
0: Yeah, so we're going to, this is April's collections that they're going to add to it, and we'll be talking about that like, we wanted NXT the old shows and shows from 2012 to 2013, the era after the brand stopped being a full reality show focused on being a developmental flagship. So doing Daniel Bryan and people out were doing uh, competitions every week. It went to a proper show. And they were broadcast internationally and on the Hulu service. I first saw it on Sky Sports when NXT was there. And they featured a phasing out of all the FCW, the Florida Championship Wrestling, regional promotion, which served as the WWE's training ground. Titles for the NXT Championships and the rise of performers like... Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, Neville, Seth Rollins and more. And include Reigns' debut, Rollins winning the tournament to become the first NXT champ and fodder on the team, just like Hanako Camacho and Michael McGillicutty Michael versus Seth, Bo Dallas and Tyson Kidd. But we start off now with episode 383 of NXT, the 22nd of March, our third show we're going to watch. And the first match is, Dan?
1: Uh... Almost the three eleven boy going against on, only Larkin. Yeah, and how was it set up? This match was set up last week when when Almas was bullying Ho Ho Lun and Larkin made the save for the little guy. These two have wrestled multiple times with Almas with, with CN winning on almost every occasion. Will that continue tonight?
0: And it looks like now CN has taken control of Larkin. We've seen these two wrestle in Japan, which is quite a good match, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, these two have. Come together a few times and, you know, they're starting to get a feel for each other. So they're starting to work a bit better than they would have done when they first come together.
0: Yeah, and uh, we're going to see if Oni can uh, upset the today. CN, Of course,
1: his feature at last takeover just got dumped out of the ring there. And Lorcan there looking like he's going to go up to the top. Oh, no, he just goes on top of the steel stairs instead. Oh! oh. Tries to dive headfirst into CM, but CM reverses it into a power slam there onto the thin mats. And, of course, we're a couple of weeks away from TakeOver as well, so
0: victory for either of these men will be huge. just want to finish off that, the latest network content because we're filming this a week before WrestleMania is scheduled, so next weekend we'll be uh, finishing these news off. And they've just uh, said that there's going to be, I think it's, this, this is a technical term, a shitload of content happening this week, Dan. I've got a list here. Uh, Monday, March 27th, of course, you've got the Raw Live uh, and then afterwards, you've got the WWE 24 immediately following Raw, which celebrates the hottest Raw of the year the night after WrestleMania. So, WWE 24 season, that one I like. They say on SmackDown, Luke Harper will meet Bray Wyatt uh, at 205 Live, of course, after that. Talking Smack as well. And then Kurt Angle, oh, it's true, it's true. The Corey Graves sitting down with Kurt Angle, the documentary we saw a little bit just gone yeah. by on uh, Bring It to the Table. Wednesday, we've got NXT again, our last episode, of course. And then a Bring It to the Table special on Thursday from the site of WrestleMania as well. Then, of course, Friday, got the Hall of Fame ceremony, which is happening. Um, Kurt Angle being the, the showcase of that one. Then, of course, Saturday, TakeOver... Uh, WrestleMania on the Sunday, and then Raw on Monday night after WrestleMania with a live Raw talk happening after the Raw show. And then you've
1: got SmackDown on Tuesday.
0: You've got SmackDown on Tuesday, and then you've got, like, say, two or five live NXT. So we've got a lot of stuff. Our cut off is going to be WrestleMania weekend, so we are going to be watching all these shows. But we're, we've watched everything so far in March, and there's not been a lot of new content added. It's not been as much as last no. month, has it? No, you know, it's... I think they've, they've been saving it now until, like let's say, this week's going to have so, so much new content with it. I think they've just kind of left it a couple of weeks and gone, right, now let's give them something to fucking watch. And of the, the network, the Dominar podcast is going to be right on the network's case as well, watching everything it has to offer this week. Uh, but back to this at the moment in time with NXT,
1: with CN, has got a sleeper on Amy Lork and it's kind of worn him down now. Lorcan there, managing to fight out a bit, but CN stopping him in his tracks, and I don't know, CN's just been steamrolling his way through Locking as as of late, so it would go to no surprise if he beats him tonight. does all but only now making a big comeback. A couple of big close lines there, stopping CN in his tracks.
0: Oh, That's only there with a huge net breaker, but can't keep CN down. Oh, <laughs> only Locking there with the uppercut, sending CN to the outside, and as I gotta say, CN's in a tough position here. He's in a bit of a weird position in NXT because I think he's too good for, like, lower cards. Mid-card, is would work well. But I don't know if he is the true main eventer yet. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. difficult the type of opponent he's going against. Well, they're
1: slowly starting to build him up, a bit, I yeah.
0: think. And
1: only to the top. Oh! oh fucking hell. Takes out CN and... He's certainly changed the momentum of this match. Most definitely. And Sien, again,
0: is a guy who's appeared at the last three or four takeovers. You know, so he has got a position on the card. I think they're certainly trying to build him up a bit. Yeah. And Only very impressive here as well. Can he get Sien in the ring, try and capitalise on the three eleven boy?
1: Only showing a little bit more in this match as well. I know he's got great uppercuts. Going for a second attempt. Oh, he's just driving his whole back into Sien. Third time. Oh. oh. He's oh. got a great repertoire, hasn't he, this Oni? I thought I'd say <laughs> that's the old running into him now. You let me down, Oni. He could have at least changed it up, throwing a stinger splash there exactly, or something. Yeah. A big boat to finish I, it off.
0: I think Lawkins hurt himself as much as he hurt Cien. But Lodi get behind him now. Oh, and only going for again in the corner. <laughs>
1: oh, and throwing his whole body to Cien, number six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now he's got Cien. Oh, oh turns him inside out with a belly to back there. And now can he beat the three eleven boy Two. Oh, oh, but CN
0: managing to kick out. Ah, and we've not been let down this month as well by match quality. Another a match in NXT at CN only. Uh, we know they've got good chemistry, but this is turned into a, uh, a very entertaining match.
1: Yeah, you know, and as they have thrown a few gems at us recently, I think you know with the two five live, definitely it's yeah, you mate, know people yeah. are starting to feel. One another out, and they're start. You know, the nerves are starting to go away because it's been a few months now since they started, so uh, they're settling into their own little rhythm. Yeah, most definitely. And CN managing to escape that suplex attempt by only oh dumps him on the top, big slap across the chest there.
0: When we talk about different styles as well, you know, we know CN can fly, but I think his, uh, his chops and his elbows and his kicks, another good bit of his offense. This man, CN now,
1: only's oh, in the corner. Is he going to go for the knees? Oh, Ooh. only comes out to meet him. Boot. Oh! But CN turns him inside out with a big clothesline. <laughs> that two. That could be it. Oh! Only a two.
0: Two. And CN didn't hook the leg then. That might have been his only. Uh, well, I don't think I need to point anything out because he's got only in the corner now after the forearms. Oh, oh,
1: and a big
0: running knee smash. Oh, hammerlock DDT there, boy. Your favourite shoes, DDTs. I don't know. CN just hit. His. Boom. And hey.
1: that's it for the three eleven boy. Yeah, very impressive, though. Like, Cn and uh, a great match, Dan. Yeah, you know he's he's come out on the upper hand two weeks in a row now. So, bullies do prosper.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you bully someone, as long as you can back up your words, you'll be all right. Yeah. We move on, down. We see DIY.
1: Yes, DIY cut a promo about traveling the world together. They wrestled because they loved it, and this is what they always wanted to do. They said this year was fate that Johnny Gagano and Tommaso Ciampa, who never teamed before, ended up getting signed by WWE and eventually becoming NXT Tag Team Champions. They dedicated the upcoming match to all the fans that helped make them who they are.
0: Yeah, and like I say, DIY, we've talked about it. It's really organic, isn't it, with them? Uh, It feels good. You were saying maybe they've been close to a
1: call-up, Dan? Yeah, you know, I think they deserve it. You know, there's been a lot of movement in both Raw and SmackDown on the tag team division. So I think they could, you know, end up going into the mix there.
0: Yeah, no, well, I, don't, I think DIY, you know, especially tag team division as it is at the moment, Raw Smackdown desperately needs more teams. I think DIY would do well. Again, like, I don't want to see them wasted on the main roster. At the moment, they've got uh, this, this run in NXT that's done really well. And we know Kagana, Champa are good talents as well, you know. So yeah, I think the future's bright for them if they treat them right. Yeah. And then we get another video package for Alistair Black. Uh, we had another video on Billy Kayden.
1: Two weeks ago, she was injured by the eclipse from Ember Moon, which is one of our favourite moves yes, in the NXT. Not sure if this is becoming a running joke or what, but instead of updating us on K, we get a tweet from Liv Morgan predicting a win by Ember Moon at Takeover.
0: So Liv Morgan thinks Ember Moon's going to win at Takeover. We don't know what Billy Kay and Peyton Royce are doing at the moment, but the women's champion Oscar is in action next.
1: Yes, and she's going against Priscilla. Zaniga.
0: Yeah, and uh, Oscar's been undefeated for 17 months and has been champion for just under a year.
1: I don't think Scylla's going to be ending the undefeated
0: (laughs) No, Oscar was so unconcerned, she cut a promo before the match saying, Ember Moon, this is your head. What does she mean by that, Dan?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And she hits local female competitor with a spinning heel kick and just stamps on her head. I don't think she's going to be putting up much of a fight against Oscar in this match. I love Oscar. Yeah, I
0: love this cockiness she's got being a good guy as well. Because, like we talk about, you're backing up what you can do. And Oscar, not only is she the toughest woman, but she fucking knows she is, you know? She's even letting Priscilla (laughs) have her, which... You you just got to respect that, you know? It's just like, come on, what you have got? Oscar just holding Priscilla's head at the moment.
1: Oh. oh, Priscilla breaking that and giving Oscar a slap. I don't think she should have done that, and she's just realised <laughs> she shouldn't have done that. No. With a smile on Oscar's face, she likes it. Priscilla there trying to run away, but but but. Wow, there we
0: go. Yeah, trying to do that to Oscar, and now Oscar with a kicks. Fucking hell! So is Oscar kind of like a hill Oscar, I, I guess she's playing it about with the confidence that she has in herself. Who could uh, who could bet against her? Who could dislike her? You know, Do you she
1: l- does seem like she's becoming a cocky hill?
0: And she did this against Bailey, though, as well. Showed how tough she was, and now she's picked up Zunga. Oh, oh.
1: turns her <laughs> inside out there with a belly to back, and she's still not finished. Oh my! Kicks us straight across the head and. Local female competitor there. Oh, didn't get... Oh, <laughs> Oscar pulls her up by her hair. Uh, is she not finished yet? Priscilla might have got a shoulder up. We
0: n- we'll never know. <laughs> I don't Oscar... think she's
1: conscious at this moment.
0: Fucking hell, Oscar.
1: With some brutal knees there.
0: Definitely a hill.
1: Oh, my God.
0: But th- we know what th- this is what Oscar can do as well. This is the scary thing. I mean, Ember Moon. I I don't think you stand a chance, love, to Do be Do you fair. not
1: think she's going to be Oscar's toughest opponent yet, though? No, I don't think she's going
0: to be any problems. I, I, I think Oscar at the moment, with the Oscar lock in, you, she,
1: you can't touch her. And she's tapping out. Priscilla had no chance. And she's still tapping out, and Oscar's got the Oscar lock locked in. I is mean, Ember Moon going to come out and help save local female competitors? Well, we don't
0: know. I mean, if Ember Moon is the Terminator, then Oscar's the T one thousand. You know, and you're not <laughs> you're not going to stop it. You just Oscar's going to run through you. And now we see Oscar with a promo in Japanese. There's going to be no eclipse at Takeover, but it's a match we're really looking forward to as we move on and up. Next, Dan.
1: Up next, The Revival cut a promo about how they are better than all the best teams in wrestling history. Ultimately, they fight for money and don't do flips, but they are the only team to lay out the Authors of Pain.
0: So, they make a good point, and do you back the Revival uh, in this match with DIY and
1: Authors of Pain involved, Dan? Do you think they're that good? Authors of Pain, like, you know, they both team up, take out Authors of Pain and then it's left between DIY and Revival, then I think the Revival could take it.
0: Yeah, uh, but I do feel the Revival are more scared of DIY than the Authors of Pain for some strange reason. I don't know what it is, but we can't underestimate Authors of Pain either. It's one of those matches that could go either way, you know? Yeah. Uh, and next week, we will have a calm versus Johnny Gagano versus Dash Wilder in a triple threat match just one week from TakeOver. Uh, up next, we get a lengthy video package building up Bobby Roode versus Nakamura. Now, we don't have to show you the video package because Dan, you, and myself uh, will build up this match better than anything else. Promo included a photo of Roode and Team Canada in TNA with Scott Demore in the background and the video thoroughly recapped both men's years since NXT. And if you want a full recap of what each man has been up to in NXT, go to our that we've done the previous year and you'll have everything there yes. to, to tell you.
1: Up next, Ty Dillinger, No Way Jose and Roderick Strong cut a promo about their six-man tag against Sanity tonight. They said this is the first time Sanity doesn't have the numbers advantage. No, it's not. They literally had a six-man tag a month ago. Yeah, literally. And we watched it on here as well. Yes. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I'm not going to have a go at um, them. Well, I don't know. Is Nikki Cross going to be there? Well,
0: if she is, I bet she won't be happy. Uh, but we're going to find out what happens in the main event. Heavy Machinery are redebuting next week as well. We saw them uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Tucker Knight and Otis Dozovic, yeah. they'll be redebuing next week. And now we see uh, Andrea DiMarco interviewing Cassius Ono regarding his loss and uh while well, he was leaving the arena but suddenly Dan Ali Samsung has appeared and started singing
1: so last week we're showing what happened with Cassius Ono
0: and GPD yeah so GPD shows up and Ono says basically
1: Dan you don't think I belong here right we'll have a uh, a loser leaves and next week
0: and he needs an arse kick as well, Saint. So you agree with us?
1: He does, yes. <laughs> he, he certainly, certainly does need that.
0: So this could be the end of uh, GPD here on NXT going against um, Cassius oh, No, I mean, who are you backing in
1: that match, Dan? Um... <laughs> It's a 50-50 chance whether he comes over to SmackDown or he goes over to Raw. This
0: is the thing. You get your dream. This is a dream match in some way Could you get rid of GPD on NXT.
1: But then I'd like to see him get taken take a beating by most of the SmackDown. Monster. This is the thing. If he debuts on
0: SmackDown and Raw, he's not going to be strong enough to last anyway, is he? So, you know, I think it's a, it's a real win-win. As we move on to the main event now, and it is Sanity versus Ty Dillinger, Roderick Strong and No Way Jose. And this was a rematch we got a month ago. So we see Sanity coming out at a very long entrance. Now we've just seen Roderick Strong and now No Way Jose. And he's not really in a dancing mood, is he?
1: No, he's serious now. I mean, they haven't got the numbers advantage, James. <laughs> no, they haven't. And we're waiting for just one man. You talk about numbers. We're waiting for the perfect 10 yes James and you've been behind this man from the get-go <laughs> yes but you didn't predict him coming out of number I 10 in I the Royal didn't. Rumble but again another
0: guy that I've backed and I, I wish all the best for and the perfect 10 now has been treated as the main guy in this feud and on XT now he's literally one of the you know second
1: or third in command as it was and he's getting his boys in the ring and here we go oh dragging sanity to the outside they're going to get this match started on the outside before the bell even goes. Well, Alexander Wolf thrown into the apron by Strong there. Of course, you've got Killian Dane, the big man.
0: Big demo. Who's the three at the moment are trying to take on. And Roderick Strong's in there with Killian Dane to begin. Is, is Roderick the...
1: strong enough to go against Killian? It is not a very good strategy for them, now, James. No, well, I, exactly. I know the big man in first. He's going to be. He's going to be. Uh... Oh, no, but he's taking him to Sanity's corner, I think. This is where you don't want to be if you're Roderick Strong.
0: No, and the numbers will be against you here at Young. Going to tell his men what to do. And Nikki Cross is at ringside as well. And she sees to be joining the action.
1: Alexander <laughs> Wolf in there now with the uppercuts to Roderick Strong. Oh, and- but Strong getting him into the faces corner. Ty there uh, getting a quick tag in. Come on, Ty. That's it. Oh, big knee and a perfect 10 looking over at Eric Young. Will he eventually join Sanity, I James? I
0: hope not. I hope not. But you never know with NXT. You know, that would that would change it all then, wouldn't it? But the numbers, like we say, are on the faces side tonight at the moment. And they've been working on uh, Alexander Wolfe and Ty Dillinger having his way. Very impressive. Roderick Strong, what's your thoughts on him recently?
1: I, d- I don't know. He's. I've not really seen too much of him to be impressed. You know, he's no. been involved a bit part in matches. It's... I don't know. I think he's just there as a filler man, I suppose. Well, they
0: said that he he said he wanted the NXT title, but at the moment, like I say, being involved in this type of uh, thing here, being tied in, and just friend. But
1: at the moment, being impressive, knocking Wolf to the outside and taking out the remaining two members of Sanity. He's gonna go flying! Oh, oh takes out <laughs> Young and Wolf. <laughs> well, Young
0: Wolf taken down then by Strong, flying over the top. As we go to an ad break, we're back, and no way, Jose's in there. Of a cover on Wolf. and
1: I do like No Way, don't get me wrong. I don't know, he kind of had a serious turn and then he's kind of lost it, but now he's going serious again. Is he fun then serious when he needs to be? Yeah, I
0: think that's the best thing to be, isn't it? You know, just like me, you can turn serious when you want to, not to be messed with. There's no way Jose, big man
1: as well, as you we said, but I don't think Eric Young's made much of an impact since joining.
0: No, and, I would say he, and his goal is to get Ty Dillinger. Don't get me wrong, I love Ty Dillinger. And as we say that, Eric Young's in there, Ty gets a tag in and Eric wants none of that. And but,
1: Killian there, he's been on the outside for a while. I think he blew his wad in the first two minutes <laughs> of this trying, match. Trying to get his breath back. <laughs> and and don't get me wrong, uh, you know, tights on the rest of his fine.
0: With Killian Dane. I don't know if that's the best attire he, he could have. Then again, that's part of his gimmick, isn't it? You know, so... Big demo. Big demo. As No Way Jose is in now with Alexander Wolf and Sanity. A little bit trouble in this match. Oh, and
1: No Way Jose trying to have his way with Alexander Wolf. Eric Young trying to distract oh, him. Oh, but Nikki Cross grabbing No Way's leg, distracting him long enough. No Wolf to get a big kick.
0: And we know Nikki Cross is crazy. And she's dancing around happy. Her interference paid off there.
1: Waiting for the referee to turn around. That's very experienced of the Wolf there. Uh,
0: And then tagging in Killian. Uh-oh. And now the two biggest men in the match. He's got his breath back. No way. He's looking for a tag for Ty, but Dane stops him. Killian is killing him. He is. He's stomping a mud hole in him and uh, walking it dry. I do like Nicky Cross on the outside. (laughs) That's
1: Killian Dane with the elbows on no way. Oh, big running elbow there. And he put all of his weight onto him. Big man. Jose's in trouble and he's looking to take out... Ty Dillinger. Oh, and Sanity now working well as a unit. Killian holding No Way in the corner and Wolf just coming in with a big elbow.
0: I I say Eric Young's got the experience, he knows how to run a group as well. You know, so he's he's making this into a weld old machine. I mean Alexander Wolf I could give or take him, but Killian Dane is someone that I like and like you say, Nikki Cross at Ring Size entertaining. So I don't think the group's bad. And at the moment they've got the problems with Ty.
1: She reminds me of a modern-day Luna Vashawn. <laughs>
0: yeah, that kind of... You actually think she is crazy. That's what's good about yeah. her. And a double close on there. You, you like that move, don't you, James? I do,
1: indeed. No way Jose got a little bit of separation, but, but Eric Young... Alexander Wolfe getting the tag before Jose could recover. Yeah. Jose over, a big back body drop on Eric Young. Yeah, tags in strong. Eric Young tip-ties energy off the apron, so yeah, strong got the tag in
0: instead. So, still, we haven't seen Ty versus Young, but I don't think Strong needs that.
1: Big right and left for Young. Uh, Killian. Oh. oh. Well, we know he's mastered the backbreaker, and he's got Young. Oh. oh, and takes Wolf down with another backbreaker. <laughs> I don't know, he ain't been too bad in this match. He hasn't. Oh, my God. A huge... big running knee. Yeah, it's huge to Young, and now Young. Oh, turns him inside out. <laughs> Going to need some help. Oh, Killian coming in with a running sense on. Oh, but Ty Dillinger, now he's going after the big man. Oh, Wolf trying to beat up Dillinger from behind. Oh, but no way Jose in and all six men are in this match. Oh, referee's calling for the bell. He's called it. Oh, come on, ref. Oh, come on, ref. Look, nothing's going on here. Oh, and strong front to the outside by Dane. Ah, I swear you don't want to be. No, but no way. Jose having his way with uh, Alexander Wolfe. Oh, spearing him through the ropes. Both men go crashing to the mat below. Oh! Dang, uh, strong, but strong sidesteps throws him straight into the ring post. So luck. four men are down the ringside
0: and it's just Eric Young and Ty Dillinger left. And this is what we want. Stomping a mud hole down. Ty Dillinger. Walking it in draw.
1: And now he's going to go for the tiebreaker on Eric Young. Oh, Nikki crossing though. Jumps on the back <laughs> of Dillinger. Oh, wait a minute.
0: Who's, Who's this? That?
1: She looks as crazy as fucking cross. This girl is called Heidi
0: Lovelace, Dan. Heidi Lovelace. Yeah, the fans, uh, uh, the commentators played it off as we don't know uh, who she is.
1: A Wolf and Jose in the ring. Oh, a pop-up right hand and Jose sends Wolf to the outside. Killian in now, getting worked over by Ty and... Um, no way. Oh, but Killian grabbing both Ty and Jose by the throat. But both men chop him off. Strong in the corner. Oh! Oh. Big run out Dane. Big right hand there from No Way Jose. And a lovely super kick there from Ty Dillinger sending Dane to the outside. And now it's a fair fight. Four on four. And there you go. And this mystery stranger has
0: come out here who we know... And, yes. And Nikki Cross looks happy about it. That's what I like. She's there with Sanity. And I like your style, yeah, woman. Like this fight here. Well, Sanity sent scurrying, but it's four on four. And Heidi Lovelace makes her debut in NXT. We're going to
1: find out more about her next week. But that is NXT. What do you think of NXT for this week? Wow, well, you know, it was very interesting. A few good matches. You know, it still leaves it all unopened. And you know, maybe they'll have a bit of confrontation at Takeover.
0: Yeah, I mean it'll be interesting to see what they do as we move on now. So a little bit of news down now. We're gonna go on to our news section that we do every month, uh, looking at the latest uh latest comes and goes basically on the WWE, in the WWE and about the WWE. And we start off with something very, very interesting. Um WWE and Sinclair Broadcast Group have recently talked about the potential buyout of Ring of Honor. These are the rumours that are going around at the moment. Uh, Dan, what does the report say?
1: Uh, According to the report, WWE and SBG met in private, and several sources say the two have been in talks since January about the move, which moves for a possible takeover described as slowly progressing. If the WWE were to take over the promotion... A full takeover, including a weekly Ring of Honor TV show on WWE Network, would be included. But it was not mentioned if the full active roster would continue with a promotion under the WWE umbrella.
0: So, would that be a good thing, though? Would you want to see a Ring of Honor TV every week on WWE Network, Dan?
1: Um, It's just like WWE buying out your competitors, really, isn't it? And, you know, having their fan base sign up to the network. So, it's... They're going to spend money, but they're going to make a lot of money if they do buy it out. And, you know, having Ring of Honor and all their fan base going over.
0: Yeah, most I, most the time.
1: I'd hope they keep it as it is. And, you know, I've never seen it, but, you know, I wouldn't want them to change too much. And, you know, still talent for Raw or SmackDown, you know, I'd like them to keep it as is. And, but this is a thing
0: WWE done for years for Ring of Honor is take their talent. You look at Cesaro, Owens. Brian, Punk, you know, dating back all through them as well. Sami Zayn, all these people that have come up through. AJ Styles, of course, uh, have gone through Ring of Honor, so I think it would make sense. But it's it's not an actual deal in place. And in recent sources as well are saying... That on CBS, the guys come out and said, this is, just room- uh, this is a rumour It's deal's actually going to take place. But, rumour has it. But my thing with rumours, Dan, is that it will smoke without fire. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. even though they say it could not happen, there's uh, no doubt in my mind that meeting did happen between Vincent Mann, or WWE representatives, and Ring of Honor. And this is coming off the heels of WWE offering the Hardys contracts. Now, we talked about the Hardy boys last month. They have offered them WWE contracts, yeah. which can only be a good thing, but the latest snag is the broken character, of broken Matt Hardy, if he can use it, or if it is TNA's, or Impact Wrestling, as it was now. If it's their deal, that might hold it up a little bit. Hardy's a deal, not anybody else in the broken stable. Yeah. Um, we move on. Right, Dan, next. Uh <laughs> So that's a little bit of business. Right, let's talk about Paige. <laughs> yes.
1: It, it's time right, now. Right, God, and how many times?
0: Right, some people may have heard of what happened, but for those who didn't, Dan, fill me in.
1: Uh, WWE superstar Paige has apparently been the victim. It's not apparent. I mean, she it's has. a fact, yeah. She has been the victim of a widespread online hack profile celebrities. Explicit photos of the former WWE Divas champion first surfaced on social media. The photos are believed to be from a sex tape she made with her then-boyfriend, former WWE general manager, Brad Maddox. This has also leaked online in an update. The latest videos which leaked online features Paige, Xavier Woods, as you know of yes, the new day, new day, and Maddox having a freeway, a uh, uh, devil's freeway as it were, but <laughs> yeah. a freeway nonetheless. <laughs> it was only getting <laughs> a wobbly H. Yeah. Uh, Paige issued the following statement on the leaks. Personal and private photos of mine were stolen. And unfortunately, they were shared publicly without my consent. This is believed to be the same hack that also targeted Emma Watson and Amanda Seyfried, uh, who had personal photos stolen and posted online from their iCloud. They are believed to be a dozen other celebrities involved in the hacking scandal. To list. Uh, so, so first off, um,
0: I, I'm going to get onto to my bit in a minute. There's a bit written down. But Dan, personally, what do you think of all this? I like it. <laughs> Now, now, I didn't want to. I had to go watch the video just for this bit of the show. I, I know, I've got no interest well, in it. Well, yeah, you know? we,
1: we only looked at these <laughs> images and videos for the show. For,
0: for, for, the, for the W&R podcast. as We did it for you guys
1: at home. We didn't want to watch it. But no reaction. Is it a good or bad thing? That What's happened to Paige? I don't know. They said that no publicity is bad publicity. And, you know, she's not the first, well, you know... Back in the day, it was an honour to be a payboy cover, Matt. you know, a cover yes. woman. Yes, you're right, In, yeah. as in the WWE division, so yes. why not be a porn star now? Well,
0: yeah, exactly. Very interesting. So, first off, like for me, why do Paige or any other celebrities put their pictures on iCloud or keep them on their phone? Now, so they can be hacked... And leaked. Well, this is my thinking about him. Why can't you just save it to a USB or a hard drive? Is that you know? what you do? Exactly. Put them <laughs> on there and then they're safe on there. For people to leave them on there, it's just stupidity. You know the iCloud gets hacked. It's not a good place to have. If you've got enough money, you, you're sensible with it. If you don't want these to be seen, you know. But for me, I've never taken
1: pictures like that. Dan? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I've done pictures, videos. Of, have, yeah. you li- have you literally done pictures? Yeah. If you If you add me as a friend at Vince McDan WWE... <laughs> Send me an inbox. You know, yeah, you, you'll yeah, get a surprise. You get a
0: surprise. No, but have you sent, have, has a girl sent you naughty pictures? Yeah. Have, Do you want to see some? No, have you sent a girl a naughty picture? And videos. Okay. And uh, videos? Yeah. But what if they were to go on Facebook? What would your reaction be to it?
1: I'm quite proud of what I got, so I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, put it up. Well, this
0: is the thing, but. Age as well, it's like it's almost like she wants attention as well. You know, she's a very young girl. She came in there. She's had a lot of uh, boyfriends now. Well, that's, that's not, I'm not having a go at her for that. Bad Monarchs, Woods, you know, about it. But, really you know, she,
1: you, you can see that she's obviously not using it to further her career because she's not really gone too far in well, her career. Well, we're, we're going to talk about that. But first, let's
0: see what the parents think. The mother of WWE star Paige had come out in support of her daughter.
1: Uh, Sarah Knight took to Twitter on Friday to defend her suit. Hey, uh, Dan. Uh, she said, people get hacked. Unfortunately, my daughter had pics and videos shared from years ago. My husband and I support her 100%. No fault of her own. I bet i have said them.
0: Yes, yeah, so that happened on 17th of March. Paige Checking prepared. her dad's light.
1: Yeah. Pa- <laughs> well, <laughs> He's watching well, videos. Uh, no, Paige confirmed her
0: own Twitter account that the photos and videos were real. Now, if I was Paige, I'd play devil's advocate. I'd be like, no, they're fake. And yeah, you know how many people would be disinterested by fake videos <laughs> of so Paige? Yeah. They wouldn't have bothered. She was suspended 60 days in October 2016 for a second violation of the company's talent wellness policy. And after defending herself online, the W Note, she tested positive for an illegal substance, not a perception drug. Ooh. And yes, sir. Um, the two time W's champion also been out with a neck injury since June 2016. That's what we'd not
1: seen her. That's why we'd not seen her. But what did her dad say, da- uh, Dad? He released a statement this week concerning the mental health of his daughter after she was hacked. My last say on the scandal surrounding my daughter, I have, spoke, I have just spoken to her over Facebook. I am worried for her to have worse. For fuck's sake, world, get a grip. She has not killed anyone, robbed anyone. She was having sex in a private situation between consenting adults. <laughs> adults. Free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then has been betrayed by some low lives. As her dad, I urge people to back off. As I say, I am very worried for her. It will be no good backing her when she... Backing her when it's too late, like many other celebrities who have left us.
0: So this is the thing that's basically
1: saying, back off, otherwise my daughter would kill herself. Yeah,
0: that's basically and it's saying like, yeah, the page is fine though. You know, she's fine, but um, <laughs> but it is interesting comments that dad has said. Uh, I mean, video, one of the videos as well, because when we're going to see Oscar with the, the NXT Women's Title later, we're going to know what happened to that as well. I mean, I don't want to give too much details, yes. but right. So the fallout then. So Paige, David Woods, and form uh, and Brad Mannix had sex on camera. You already know that. The question is, will WWE do anything about that? A day reported backstage words on the company's plans on today. They said the basic plans are they're not going to do anything to anybody. And the overall feeling backstage is that Page and Woods uh, are not unique in having explicit materials of themselves recorded. Hulk Hogan. The difference is that they were victims of a hack. Releasing them would be wrong thing to do, and so there are no plans to do so. It seems that it would take a sponsor's pressure for WWE to a- take actual uh, to take action against either S- the people involved. So
1: can I just say, oh. the New Day, they're a very kid-friendly faction. Yes. And say a young kid wanted to see videos of Xavier Woods
0: in action. So if the company were to take action, like we were saying, it would necessitate a consistent policy against sex tapes, which would mean they would never be able to bring back <laughs> Hogan. And the WWE have also invested significant funding into the... Gone. Seth Rollins. Yeah, well, as as well, exactly, well, yeah. Yeah. well, WWE invested a significant funding into the Rock-produced Page biopic, and they certainly want to see a return on that investment. And from a legal standpoint, their hands are tied for firing Page while she's undergoing rehab after surgery-related in-ring injuries. So now the WWE is simply waiting for the situation to blow Over. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then we wondered after all that, so we heard they're not going to do anything about it, but we did wonder if the WWE or Xavier Woods would reference it on Raw, and it turns out the answer to both of these questions were yes. The New Day made a pre taped appearance during Raw, and Big E coyly asked Xavier if there was something you want to tell us about, and what did Woods say? WrestleMania! Yeah, and the trio went on with a planned segment. So, I mean, final thoughts on this, because we talked about it now. It's now time for my final <laughs> Exactly, thought. yeah. So we've got all the information. Uh, at the end of the day, Dan, what's your feeling? Do you think the WWE are doing the right thing and not doing anything about
1: it? You as, as, you know, full? As it's mentioned, they've got the biopic. It'd be silly to cut that, you know, you know. And again, they'd have to never bring back Hogan. They'd have to do something with Xavier Woods. You know, everyone involved in any sex tape that has been leaked or so, you know, half their roster are probably going to have to go. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've, we've seen so much, haven't we? Having
1: a massive erection.
0: Exactly. You know, we were talking about that a couple of weeks ago. So anybody who listened to this now going, oh, you're having a right go page or whatever it is. Go back to what we said about Tom or Todd Phillips. I'm not having a go a page. No,
1: I, you, I, you, I want you... her to leak more. Yeah. <laughs> I want all the divas take note. No. Dan,
0: we're just going to uh, finish on page now, quickly. Hey, a few people I have. <laughs> uh, so we've just, we're coming up to the last week. Of course, our cutoff is the 31st of March, the last day of the month, as we always do. We've been talking about this news story. It broke three weeks ago. Uh, Dan, we've just got the last kind of statements now from each of the, uh, well, some of the parties um, involved.
1: Yeah, well, Alberto Del Rio, who is currently engaged to Paige, or currently with Paige, Uh, He revealed on Instagram today that he will be marrying Paige on Wednesday. He also noted that they are being harassed by a company and still are, and suggested that they were trying to destroy them.
0: So, is Del Rio actually saying that maybe WWE caused
1: a bit of this by having the. uh, Well, do you think WWE are behind the leaking of the (laughs) images of Paige, like, you know, a very kid friendly company, you know, that is going nowadays? Uh, I, 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 Well,
0: if they are, then I hope to see some of the action on WWE Network. <laughs> that would be... yeah, That would you know. have to change. Well, they a... <laughs> might buy out like the
1: China one and
0: have a WWE... Oh,
1: yeah!
2: <gasps> That's
0: a great idea. WWE porn stars. That's what you need to do. Exactly. China in there. Sean Walkman. X-Pac, of course. Candice Michelle could come back. She's done a few in her time. Let, let Sunny. Me tell you that. <laughs> Sunny,
1: of course, yes. Uh, Well, he wrote... It doesn't matter uh, how many times you try to break us, it's not going to happen. We were harassed by a company, we still are, because you don't fool me, motherfuckers. I know I was, I know you was trying to destroy us, destroy my baby. She's better, stronger than all of you pieces of poop emoji, <laughs> uh, basically shit. Uh, we are getting married Wednesday. Have a nice day and go for yourself, haters. Wow,
0: so strong comments there by Del. Uh, are you with Del Rio there, backing his woman? You know, his wife. Um, Would you marry her afterwards? Yeah, yeah. Every
1: yeah. girl's got a pass. Yeah, you you're hardly going to get yourself a virgin now, are you?
0: Well, no, but you know, we live in hope. Yeah, so I mean, that's what Del Rio said, and and Paige's final comment, She released a statement, didn't she? Uh,
1: yeah. She she said, I, "I had days where I wanted to physically harm myself, not only for what millions was telling me." but because my family and my husband were suffering the same fate. My husband.
0: Yeah, and this came out after she married.
1: Yeah, after they was married, obviously. uh, Was suffering the same fate from the internet because of my mistake. It made me and Alberto wonder how people who aren't as mentally as strong as us can handle this. How many people have to suffer because of the internet and the cowards behind the keyboard. Or how many men and women have fell into the same trap as me and made those mistakes. That's why we are taking this massive negative and making some kind of positive. We want to bring those people to justice and also take down the ones who are trolls with a, l- with a better lack of term. Oh, with wow. lack of a better term. So
0: she sounds like a fucking part of the Justice League now. And all those uh, people behind the keyboards that she's having a go at, of course, pay for her to have the lifestyle she does have, of course, alongside Alberto De Rio as
1: well. Continue, yeah. Dan. Uh, yeah, she goes on to say, I made a big mistake, huge. I put trust in the hands of someone that took advantage of a young girl years ago. James, you know <laughs> what that's like, taking advantage of young girls. Uh, it was my mistake and I'll always take responsibility. But the one thing that was the hardest was thinking my husband is going to leave me. My family will disown me. But I'm blessed beyond words to have a friend that's stuck by me because they know who I am. They know I'm not a bad person and they, and they held my hands through hell. Because, as my husband says, you may feel like the devil is throwing you into a storm, but remember, they don't think we have feelings or that we don't suffer. Not only was I a victim of viral humiliation, but a victim of cyberbullying.
0: So, very strong comments there by both Del and Paige, but I mean, to be fair, what did we expect after I think that? I mean, they've had so many shots at them this past (laughs) couple of weeks, so you know, they move on. But then again, I don't know if Paige can come back to the WWE at the Tenable. The only thing linking them together, as we've talked about, is, of course, the movie that WWE are making about Paige's life featuring The Rock. So, at the moment, you know, money talks more than anything else. So, uh, latest news, WWE announced it has released Jack Swagger, Dan. Uh, yes. Now, during the March 1st edition of the Charles Sonning podcast, Swagger said he'd asked WWE from, to release him. Uh, and then a couple of uh, weeks later, WWE had, and WWE... Yeah, Swagger's WWE career is a case of wasted potential, much like other mid cast stars such as Wade Barrett, Damien Sandow, Cody Rhodes. But at least
1: he was champion for a little while.
0: Oh, Jack Swagger was world champion. Right about that, Dan.
1: Most famously, most famously known for nearly getting run over by Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. <laughs> Watch that a couple of nights <laughs> yeah when he was doing the push-ups
0: well not only that but swagger former ecw champion of course like to say world headweight champion when he won money in a bank cashing on the chris jericho uh losing it to famous a couple of months later they tried it again didn't they a, th- a three or four years afterwards with del rio versus swagger at wrestlemania didn't really work i mean what are your thoughts on jack swagger dan
1: you know he has been about for a little while now i've He's, I think he's tried many different ways around it. You know, we the people, All-American American, you know, trying to fill in Kurt Angle shoes yeah, maybe yeah, in yeah. that point. I think he's bounced around too much to find a gimmick. You know, maybe it's not his fault. Maybe it's the WWE creative's fault. You know, like they did with Cody Rhodes pushed him to one side you know
0: this is the thing they kind of they they get caught in mid card and then they just you know doing the same thing over and over again And i think for swagger it might be good we release now impact wrestling's there chance in japan the independent scene if you do want to come back to WWE one day build up on your, your reputation a little bit and then you might get given another chance the future's there more news
1: yes well let's just call it a theory Although for some, it's literally just a joke. Floating around among WWE fans that the way Raw is setting up Rollins' match with Triple H is a rib on Daniel Bryan. Do you think it is?
0: Well, this is interesting. For those unfamiliar with the angle, Seth's long been planning to have a big showdown with Triple H. Rollins injured his his knee with Samoa Joe attacking him. So to explain a street fight type situation, not just ignore the fact that lots of fans know Seth was recently legitimately hurt, the game offered them a hold harmless agreement to sign next Monday.
1: Yes, and if the architect agrees, they'll have their match. And Rollins can't kayfabe legal actions against WWE if Trips cripples him.
0: And it's exactly the sort of document Brian, who was forced into retirement when Tess revealed continuing to wrestle with result in permanent brain damage, would probably sign if he meant he could still mix it up in the ring. In fact, just a couple of weeks ago, he hinted he would wrestle when his W contract is up during the segment on Talking Smack.
1: Well, who knows if it's a rib or an idea creative was inspired to write by DB's real-life situation or a complete coinkydink. Brian has noticed, and yesterday he felt compelled to let us know he noticed once again on Twitter.
0: Yeah, and again during the closing moments of Talking Smack with Renee Young, when Brian said, Hey, how about that hold harmless agreement from last night? Huh? That would be interesting. Uh, sure is going to be interesting. <laughs> Dan played Vanee Young in that little segment there. Ryback, uh, yeah, he
1: loves to make big claims on his podcast, and it's hard to tell what's true and what's just the big guy. Do you, did you hear about um, Colt Cabana versus Ryback? I no, think no. it is a CM Punk figure on a pole match they're having, or uh, like a couple no, of. We'll, we'll we'll talk more about yeah. that. But anyway, because, yes. Because
0: we got right back a couple of things he said, but we'll do that on Saturday with a catch-up. Yeah, sorry. Back to the match. Trying to get noticed for some notice for his show. Yeah, from WWE bringing Goldberg back to replace him. <laughs> <laughs> Can yeah. you believe he said that, you know, like yeah. that literally he said that. The latest claim is he's the one that come up with a Shields famed triple bar- power
1: bomb. They use as a finishing move that propelled them to the top of the card. What do you say, Dan? Uh they needed a move, I remember, to put me down <laughs> early to put me down early on. I think this was the first pay per view in bef- Indianapolis. Uh the triple threat match with me, John Cena, and CM Punk. And I'd been powerbombing a lot of guys up until that point in different variations of powerbombs. And I said to them, why don't you do a triple powerbomb? Because they wanted the move they could all three could just do. Is Ryback attaching
0: himself to this huge moment in WWE history that he ran parallel for a a time? Or was he one who came up with the idea of the move that could believably take down a wrestler to that point had been pretty
1: unstoppable? At this point, in the constant storytelling, either
0: is believable.
1: Uh yes this is just one wrestling fan's opinion but Ryback is probably laying claim to his most to this most no uh <coughs> Ryback is probably laying claim to this mostly because CM Punk has previously taken credit for inspiring the creation of the Shield in fact maybe if we all just tell Ryback it was actually Punk who came up with the idea of the triple powerbomb we can finally move things along to the legal con- logical conclusion of their feud and let them have a terrible MMA match against each other to settle things
0: once and for all. We The big guy at the moment is keeping us entertained with crazy comments. Um, right, interesting note now, the WWE said goodbye to the Joe Louis Arena in Detroit, Michigan. It hosted the final Monday Night Raw before being demolished this year. Throughout its history, the Joe Louis Arena has hosted seven WWE pay-per-views, Survivor Series in ninety-one and ninety-nine. Most famously was Steve Austin getting run over. in 2005. That one. And 2005, of course. Vengeance 2002, uh, Raw Rumble 2009, Over the Limit 2010, and Night Champions 2013.
1: Uh, it's also hosted four episode, fourteen episodes of Monday Night Raw, thirteen episodes of SmackDown, and throughout the years, the arena has seen its fair share of WWE craziness. Joe Louis Arena saw Stone Cold Steve Austin driving a Zamboni through the backstage area and out to the ring. Austin and Rock fighting all the way outside, ending with Austin throwing Rock over a bridge. The Undertaker's first WWE title win at Survivor Series, Kurt Angle's pay-per-view debut, Shane McMahon's return last year, and many, many more.
0: Yeah, exactly. In total, WWE have been going back to the Joe Louis Arena for over 30 years, holding its first show there in December 1984, and eventually staging more than 100 events there. So we salute you, uh, Joe Louis Arena, and you will be missed, but I'm sure there'll be another big arena there anyway. So we move on
1: to the next bit of news which is Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Yes. um, uh, WWE chairman Vince McMahon was unhurt following a car accident on Tuesday. And this is not at an angle no, or anything no, like that. Yeah. You know, he's not getting his car lifted up by a forklift no. truck.
0: TMZ, uh, TMZ did report this and they spoke to the local enforcement sources who confirmed McMahon was driving a black Bentley and another vehicle was involved in the crash. Do you know what a black Bentley is, James? No, it's a car.
1: It is a very posh car. Good.
0: So authorities were unable to discern the cause of the accident, which a source told was minor and that everyone is okay.
1: Uh, While McMahon remains in charge of WWE, his appearances on WWE program have become fewer and further between. The 71-year-old last showed up at payback to announce his daughter, Stephanie, and he would take over as commissioner of Raw and his son, Shane, would be in charge of SmackDown Live.
0: So as he collided with Toyota Camry, fuck knows what that is, while McMahon's Bentley sustained some damage in the accident. It was deemed minor and everyone was okay. But TMZ has released the following 911 call audio from The Instant and it sounded like this Jesus Christ, car damage hit my car! That is exclusive audio from The Instant. So we move on and Shane and, uh, talk about McMahon's, Shane and Styles, the table botch from last last week. I've said that's watch, but we've already watched it. It was incredibly stupid, Dan, wasn't it?
1: It was silly, yes. Um, (laughs) He completely missed it. Credit to AJ Styles. You know, he still sold it like he'd been injured, so... We've seen worse botches, come on. But
0: as Corey Gray said earlier, we have seen worse botches, but as Corey Gray said as well, AJ's got his work cut out for him if he wants a good match. I was going to call the table spot at WrestleMania, but Shane has done it two weeks beforehand. So we'll see what they do at Mania. I'm sure Shane will take an elbow off the top of the stage or something like that. But speaking of SmackDown Live, um oh no shit wait a minute so yeah i just want to talk i just want to show you this quickly dan i know you hate the miz but the miz is doing excellent stuff at the moment you uh, know nikki bella versus maurice and, and miz match at you could call it a Match at uh, wrestlemania but i know not many people were looking forward to it but the miz has been promoting the shit out of it tyler breeze dressing up as one of the Bellas on smackdown as well which is great but this is the miz on talking smack
1: but isn't this what John Cena was doing to The Rock before well, their upcoming WrestleMania showdown? Exactly.
0: The Miz now, the roles are reversed and The Miz has become The Cena and Cena has yeah, become The Rock. Yeah, but since then,
1: hasn't Cena said that he takes back everything he yes. said about The Rock trying to leave two lives and, you know, pursuing his TV commitments and movies and that? I, I think The Miz and Cena, I think their problems are... I, I think There m- is quite a bit of personal yes. problem to it. Yeah, I mean... And I think The Miz's resentment of John Cena and of Daniel Bryan is... Genuine.
0: Yes, and I think it brings out the best in Miz when he's given this stage to say what he it's wants.
1: basically like what I used to do to Jared. Yeah, but, yeah. I used to rib him constantly when we was recording and it was, 90% of it was actually genuine. The so, yeah. <laughs> further that I went was... It was just shits stick. and giggles. But yeah. the Miz
0: saying that, you know, he, he says Cena stole, uh, Miz stole stuff, you stole finishes off Tommy Dreamer, you stole girlfriends off Dolph Ziggler, which, you know...
1: Yeah, but again, you know... He didn't steal the five-knuckle shuffle off anyone.
0: Definitely Team Miz when it comes to this. and Miz has been one of the best things on SmackDown since the draft. You can't disagree with that. And anybody, it's a 20-minute program, 25-minute program. Just tune in. You don't have to do it straight after SmackDown as the week goes because usually you do get a gem in there You know, once every couple of weeks because you, you can say what you want. Uh, and talking of SmackDown, speaking of SmackDown Live, Dan, W announced to the live crowd after SmackDown that the next show in the connect in Connecticut will be the return of the Bad Blood pay per view.
1: Yes, uh, it will be a Raw exclusive show, and it will take place on July the ninth at the Excel Center in Hartford, Connecticut. This marks the first WWE pay per view to take place at the Excel since two thousand four. Is it? It was Vengeance oh. in two thousand four. Get in, there. and the first uh, Bad Blood pay per view took place on October fifth. And marked the first ever, which saw Shawn Michaels defeat The Undertaker after Kane made his debut and interfered. What year was that? Uh, 97. Yeah, it was indeed. And there were two more Bad Blood pay-per-views in... 2003 and 2004. Yes. Which were both Raw exclusive shows. Yes, yeah, so and they bring back the Raw exclusive shows. Well, as noted, WWE last week announced the return of the Bad Blood pay-per-view. It will be a Raw exclusive show and it will take place July the 9th at the XL Centre in Hartford, Connecticut. And WWE announced at tonight's Raw that the 2017 Battleground pay-per-view will take place in Philadelphia and it will be a Smackdown pay-per-view and will take place on July the 23rd at the Wells Fargo Centre. It is the last pay-per-view before SummerSlam on August 20th.
0: So now we have our plan booked people this is a problem as well, with WrestleMania you're coming to the, the climax as it was.
1: <laughs> Paige knows <what's> about coming <laughs> to the climax. Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> you know, but we are coming to like the end of what feels like the WWE year and people after WrestleMania might, you know, forget the product, not tune in again, turn away, you know, they might lose network subscribers. We're letting everybody know that not only is it not ending that we've got the WR one hundred coming up in May the fourth but May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. You've now have got the road to SummerSlam. Not the road to SummerSlam, but we're on the
1: way to SummerSlam with our big SummerSlam party. And, of course, NXT TakeOver, which also happens at one of the big four, which is probably more of all than SummerSlam itself. Exactly.
0: So and that's what everybody can look forward to now. So we're booked here to August anyway, no matter what well happens. happens. Stay tuned in, folks. <laughs> yeah. uh, so now we move on. So now it's um, death time. Um on the WNR podcast, everybody here will be missed, but uh, a couple of announcements. WWE announced that former star outlaw Ron Bass passed away at the age of 68.
1: Uh, a legend of the company, Bass, who became associated with the sound of a bullwhip when he entered the ring, <laughs> participated in the inaugural Survivor Series and Royal Rumble events.
0: Uh, WWE's official release noted that Bass became a prominent figure in the sport in 1987, which is around the time the company started to take off. I came from the time of regional territories and small-time promotions, Bass said in 2007. I had heard of so many of these superstars before, but I never shared a ring with them. I looked around and saw all these huge stars working for one company. It was just a magical feeling. This was the start of the WWE's rise.
1: WWE legend, Hulk Hogan, expresses condolence on Twitter. RIP brother, Ron Brass. He got in the ring with me for some of my first matches. Now I realise how gracious he was to take that on. Only love for you, HH.
0: Once Bass's wrestling career came to an end, he earned his bachelor's degree from the Arkansas State University and started working as a sales representative for a construction supply company in Florida.
1: More sad news, and JR posted on his own website saying his wife had suffered a catastrophic brain injury that included multiple skull fractures. The incident occurred while Jan Ross was riding her Vespa near the couple's home in Oklahoma. She wasn't wearing a helmet at the time. Jim added that she was struck from behind by an automobile, heel driven by a young man of 17. The accident was about 30 miles from their home.
0: Even in writing, they asked saying, I will fully admit that there have been no experience in my life that could have prepared me for this life-changing week. To see one's life partner and love of one's life being kept alive via life support equipment is tragically heartbreaking. Just want to reference that, uh, about four years ago now, my dad's partner, uh, basically the same thing happened to her. She, she was found after like, um, life support. And my dad said it was the worst three days ever. And, uh, you know, things didn't work well, out.
1: recently happened to my auntie as well. Exactly. Uh,
0: you know, and, and these things happen. And it's just, it's... It's 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 tragic as well, and we try to make light of certain situations and stuff. But we understand, you know, we're fans of Jr. as well, uh, uh, and it was horrible. And and then we got the other update, didn't we, Dan?
1: Uh, yes, WWE Hall of Fame commentator Jim Ross tweeted that his wife Jan was gone Wednesday night after a priest read her, her last rights So you know she's she's been classed as dead yeah, now. You know she, she's, she's gone she had her rights read in a blog update posted to his website. Jim said Jan suffered multiple skull fractures and a catastrophic brain injury after being hit from behind while riding her Vespa home from the gym. She was not wearing a helmet at the time. I fully admit that there's been no experience in my life that could have prepared me for this life changing week.
0: Mm. And I think the thing is as well is that the uh, people can say with this, you know, she should be wearing a helmet and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that's understandable, but it happened. I mean, uh, of certain situations where it just happened suddenly, there's nothing you can do, but this is exactly the same kind yeah. of situation, so there will be no jokes on that, and it's horrible for JR. I've had uh, an idea last night, and it might sound corny and cheesy. But I think WWE should extend their hand to Jim Ross. And if he wants to call WrestleMania or the match, then you let him come in and have an appearance there and do it like that. Even if it's just the untaker versus Roman Reigns match or a match on the card, I think that'd be a really nice gesture to do. Whether they do that or not, I mean, that's another thing, isn't it? But yeah, Yeah. a bit of sad news there. But uh, that is all the news at the moment. Like I say, we've got a huge week coming ahead of us and we move on to NXT. Uh, So then we move on and it is now, we've just entered as it was, WrestleMania week, Dan, and what a huge week. we have been talking about this, you know, the build-up towards WrestleMania. Of course, we're releasing this on Saturday, so you've had most of this action now. We're just building up towards the two huge events we've had on Monday. Of course, we had, but after Monday Night Raw on Monday was the WWE 24 series. Now, you know how much I love the WWE 24 series, Dan, but I'll only be quick because they mainly focus on Enzo and Big casts. Uh, making Be their debut, yes, making their debut after the night after WrestleMania. WWE really built this up as a kind of, oh, this is what all fans go to see. You know, uh, this is a huge event, which maybe is true. AJ Styles, of course, making his first appearance the night after WrestleMania. And notable nights after, notable
1: nights after. Dan, can you list any maybe? Uh, Paige's debut in 2014. Yes,
0: Who can forget we just Paige and yeah. Uh, making a debut, beating AJ Lee for the women's title. Uh, not title. only
1: that, but the Goldberg debut in 2003.
0: Yes, 2003, when he came out and speared The Rock. Uh, other ones as well. Of course, who could forget Lesnar's F5 or Michael Cole, yeah. 2015. They actually showed that as a moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, Neville, 2015, making his debut again. I don't want to hear that barrel scraping, but,
1: you know. Yeah, but, you know, again, after a quiet... 2015 and 16, he's starting to pick pick up some steam and he's found his feet in as King of the Cruiserweights. Yes,
0: and uh, of course, who could forget in 1998 as well, huge roar where not only we had the formation of DX, it was also uh, The Rock became leader of the nation and of course, Dan, the Austin era begins. Yeah, it did. Uh, Lesnar in 2012 returning and F5ing John Cena.
1: Yeah, and talking of Cena, you had The Rock and Cena in 2011.
0: Yes, you did. The Once in a Lifetime. that happened to follow in WrestleMania as well. Yep. Uh, we had the Rollins. Uh, well, there was a few talking heads. Miz and Goldberg were some of the talking heads with yep. Rollins. And he said that Ziggler cashing in in 2013 was the, the best moment because the pop was so huge. Uh,
1: but sometimes the crowd is the star. And, you know, in the main event, you know, after WrestleMania. The Yes Chance in 2012, I mean, they just completely took over. Yeah, in 2014 was after WrestleMania. yeah. Oh, sorry, 2014 after WrestleMania. yeah. And in 2012, even before he became champ.
0: After the 32nd loss to Sheamus, uh, yeah. the, the Yes Chance took over. And like you say, for two years straight, uh, the fans were solidly behind Daniel Well, Bryan. even
1: still to this day, every time he comes out, the whole arena just erupts in Yes Chance. Yes, yes, without <laughs> yes.
0: a doubt uh Maurice return as well yeah. this year they were looking at no this is what some of the things they were concentrating on the program so three hours to go and the thing i like about it because you see a lot of background enzo cast running through the entrance from entranceway down to the ring what they were going to say how they were going to interact everything was there pat pats and the road agents you had baron corbin just watching on as well uh, and it was really weird to see like such an inside look to the uh to the like the making of raw as it was uh, and, of course, we had the backstory. I put nine minutes, but I know you don't want to watch any of it. Enzo was found by Triple H on YouTube, made a star in NXT. Uh, Cass was not fired yet. He said, yeah, someone come up to me and said, the only reason is because you're seven-foot tall, yeah. which is something you've been saying now for oh, nearly two all years.
1: Along, yeah. <laughs> Ever since I made that, <laughs> yeah. Uh
0: So, And also, we see Ganderson, and they come to sign their WWE contract. Uh, Everybody was yeah. quite nice, Dan, weren't they?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it was... It sees, sees them all in a different light. And, you know, Styles said they're like family. Yes,
0: and <laughs> Styles was very happy to see him. I should say that every WWE guy who signs has to go round, has to shake every member of talents and the working people, uh, and the staff there. They have to shake their hands. So if you don't, there's a big sign of respect. Certain wrestlers have done it in the past. I don't know. I'm not going to name any names, but... Carlito and Miz, and they've been in a lot of trouble. Uh, yeah. But anyway, after Cass and Enzo did make their debut, Triple H was there with them backstage.
1: Yeah, and Cass cried. Yeah, I mean, can we see the different side? He's very emotional, very very wrong with yeah. himself. And Enzo's mum, I'm sure she was proud of her son. She was in the crowd. He, Enzo said he did it for her. and And the interesting
0: thing about Enzo... Was how different he does look when he first teamed with Big Cass. He had like flat down hair, just like a normal schmuck, and now he just looks like well, something else, doesn't he? But anyway, we move on to the the main event, which of course was Dad. Do you remember the main event of Raw last year? Uh, AJ must have been in it. He was. He was, at that point. he was huge uh, versus Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, and the returning Cesaro from injury as so well. So this
1: is is this is before the old Y two KO. Yes, before all that uh,
0: started, yeah. Well, full of draft as well, you know, and Cesaro was shown to be quite a big star to return. Again, I was a bit disappointed by last year's Raw because I don't think you had that kind of, the major superstars debuting, anything like that. Yeah. So, talking about WrestleMania week, on Tuesday, we had Talking Smack, which is always enjoyable. John Cena was a guest and a couple of things to say to The Miz. And also, we had 205 live, which we're going to watch now. Which is our last 205 that we are watching. Of course, we first started watching episode 15, March 7th was the first episode of 205, and now episode 18. And tonight's big main event is Akira Tozawa versus Lee Brian Kendrick match. Are you looking forward to seeing Dan?
1: Yeah, you know, Akira finally gets his hands on Brian Kendrick after you know, all the lessons he's been taught and Kendrick's been getting the upper hand. So I think Akira Tassar was very embarrassed by what he's gone through and, yeah, wants to get a bit of retribution.
0: Yeah, it's a match I'll be looking forward to seeing as well and it'll be good tonight. We opened with footage from last night's Raw where Austin Aries and the New Day ran down Neville. What? In a car? Uh, Dasher interviewed Neville who said Austin Aries made a crucial error last night. Exactly the same way we started last week. <laughs> yes. So Neville said that everyone wants to see his reign as King of the Cruiserweights end on Sunday. So tonight he's going to give people what they want. A two oh five live without
1: Neville. Davari going against Rich Swan, I mean they've had a bit of a bit of a set two recently, you know, going backwards and forwards between the two. Uh, Swan was in control early until Davari lifted him up and slammed him on the outside onto a table. Swan rallied back, hit a Mishinoku driver for a near fall. Davari then shoved Swan into the ref and came back with a neck breaker. He then hit a frog splash for another close near fall. Swan took out Davari from the top right with Hurricane Rana, then pinned him after the Phoenix splash. It was a solid match, but nothing to rot home about.
0: No, but that Phoenix Splash is an absolutely lovely move, you know what I mean, especially with Swan hitting that. Tom or Todd Phillips noted after the match that Davari was a replacement for Noam Dar, who is out due to injury. It's a damn shame. Alicia Fox was backstage being interviewed about Dar's recovery. Sorry. Alicia Fox was backstage being interviewed about Dar's recovery when Swan said it was a shame he couldn't face Star. A package then came in, and it was perfume. Fox sprayed it on herself. Easy, Dan. Yeah. Then, when no one was looking, except the camera in front of her,
1: ate it. Safra Ali was backstage warming up when Drew Gulak walked up to him and said that his in-ring ability will put him on the map. But it is the right way. But is it the right way? Ali I, said, yeah, I, it's worth it. I thought
0: you were asking me a question.
1: <laughs> but is it the right way?
0: I don't, I don't know. It's interesting. Mustafa Ali, we've seen his reverse 450 recently, haven't we? What, the inverted 450? Don't start this again. Uh, it, that was 15 minutes in the last one. <laughs> well, Gulak last week wanted to change on 205, didn't he? And I think it makes sense for him to be asking them.
1: Yeah, and then they run a video package for the Cruiserweight title match for WrestleMania. Cruiserweight title on the lineup WrestleMania. When was the last time it was defended at WrestleMania? What year? Fucking hell. Um, 2006. 2006? Yes. Wow, that's that's an
0: interesting little fact. So we are going to see a Cruiserweight title match, even though it has been confirmed it is on the kickoff. But hopefully it does get a few minutes more. But talk about matches. Uh, Yeah, so it is Mustafa Ali versus Brandon Scott. Now, we haven't seen Brandon Scott on 205 Live.
1: Is he a local competitor? He <laughs> seems
0: to be. We have a lot more local competitors this week. We see at the start of the match, Mustafa Rudy coming out here with Brandon Scott. Here we go. Gayest handshake ever
1: I've put. Uh, this was mostly a showcase for Ali, who looked good while the match lasted. Gulak observed the match through the monitor backstage. Scott had a brief comeback, but missed a punch off the top rope. Ali pinned him with the inverted 450 splash. Uh, Next was the main event, and it is Brian Kendrick versus Akira Tozawa.
0: Knockout kick by Tozawa, sending Kendrick to the outside.
1: Ha, ha, ha. Charles Robinson in charge of the match. Boom. Well, Charles in charge. Oh. Oh, Tozawa flying through the second rope there with a headbutt. Throws Kendrick back into the ring. He's going to try and finish his tormentor off early. Finish him.
0: Like I say, Kendrick's been handing out the lessons of oh. late. Oh, fucking hell.
1: That big on.
0: Well, that is he. Went and sent him right down, didn't he? Yeah, that was shit. Like I so say, we look forward to this match. Tozawa started like a man on fire here.
1: Oh, Tozawa going for the big kick, but Kendrick dodged and then put his hands up to block himself. Tozawa didn't strike and... Kendrick lowered his guard, got hit with a big right hand from Tozawa, goes for the cover and only a two count.
0: Two.
1: But Kendrick looks to be in all kinds of trouble. Well, he's just gone to the apron there, the veteran, Brian Kendrick, who just worked on Tozawa's arm. Oh, but he used the ring ropes to his advantage, got Tozawa in the captain's hook, and he could have the amazing Tozawa in trouble.
0: Well, it could be over so quickly as well.
1: But Tozawa fighting out, can he go for that German suplex that's beaten so many men? He dived through the second rope with a big suicide dive, head first into Kendrick, taking him out, trying to get the crowd behind him. Well, for the second time, Tozawa putting his body on the line. Oh, throwing him chest first into the barricade. Tozawa saying no. This is what's for you, Kendrick. second time to Kendrick. And he's pissed off that he's been embarrassed by him of recent weeks. And this
0: is what it is. Kendrick is embarrassing
1: Zawa saying he's not really with it. Oh, oh but a truck toehold sends Tozawa face first into the steel ramp. Kendrick just, <laughs> just nearly kicked from... Tozawa's head off. I mean, he's been in co- full control since the truck toehold onto the steel ramp on the outside. I mean, just working down Tozawa, maybe teaching him yet another lesson. Exactly. I mean, he's to- teaching...
0: Lessons, and that big boot might just knock Zara's head into place where he actually does want to be the protege. I don't know if the offer still stands, but like you said, Kendrick trying to pinch Zara,
1: he's showing his toughness by keep kicking out. Ah, uh, well, you know he, he he is actually treating him like he's his protege. You know, it's teaching him lessons that he doesn't know he needs teaching. Kendrick's submission
0: skills coming into play here as well trying to keep Tazara at bay, and it's more a kind of, this is what I can do to you, as opposed to beating him as well, you know?
1: Well, you know, he's trying to punish him. He's trying to teach him lessons. Oh, did show Kendrick disrespect. Well, you know, he said he didn't want to learn from him. He doesn't have to learn from him if he doesn't want to. You know, it's he, Brian Kendrick should learn that he can't force people to do things against their will. Big bicycle kick in the corner there by Tazara on Kendrick. A lovely combination there by Tazara, missing the spinning heel kick, but going between Kendrick's legs. Oh, getting set up for the slice of bread number two. Kendrick hits it. That's it. Oh, Oh. but Tazara managing to kick out. Oh, and Kendrick can't believe it. And neither
0: can I. Tozawa's showing the heart to get the shoulder up. And Brian Kendrick now. Oh, well, there's only one move left. uh, If the slice of bread number two doesn't work, it's going to be the captain's hook, which he's got it now cinched in the middle of the ring. Oh my god, Tazawa's
1: shield comes out as well. Robinson taken out of the way. Can Tazawa get to the ropes? Oh, trying to crawl his way across, and so he manages to get there. Gets his hand to the bottom rope and separates the toe.
0: two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kendrick just kicks to the ribs as well. He's not left Tazawa alone. Not a moment to breathe as well.
1: Perches Tazawa on top in a very precarious position. These two, do you reckon they should. Do you reckon they deserve a WrestleMania match? Oh, I think uh, it's
0: interesting Evan. haven't. I'm surprised there's not like a multi-cruiserweight match on at WrestleMania, you know. But I think the future's bright for Tozawa. Maybe not Kendrick. And it looks like Brian Kendrick is going
1: for the slice of bread number two, but Tozawa fighting out. Oh, going for that brutal German suplex from the top. But Kendrick trying to respond with some big elbows, and Tozawa's not letting go. I think he's kicked
0: the turnbuckle pad ooh, off yeah, as well.
1: The top turnbuckle pad. Well, the top turnbuckle's exposed. And. Oh. Tazar falls back in the ring, but managed to respond with a kick to Kendrick's back. Oh, and now was on fire. Oh, goes stern and first in that top, into the top turnbuckle. Gets right up by Kendrick for the three. Oh, well, Hill Tactics gets Kendrick the win here, but a bit anticlimactic that finish there, wasn't it? Well, you know, it is lesson number nine. And Kendrick said that is everything that can be used as a weapon.
0: Well, that is true, exactly. The ring is there, and Kendrick, veteran like, I don't think this feud is over. Dan, what do you nah, think? Nah, I think
1: there's, well, there may be a few more lessons that Kendrick can teach Tazawa. School is not out yet for Akira as we move on on 205. Akira. Akira. <laughs> Neville arrived to the ring to do some talking five days away from WrestleMania and the the ultimate thrill. Sorry. I've talked
0: over you, but it's the ultimate
1: thrill ride. Go on.
0: (laughs) Continue.
1: Oh yeah. Five, Five days from the ultimate thrill ride. That is WrestleMania. Now instead of cheering for him, the fans would rather cheer for a commentary clown. He showed footage of a world without Neville on 205 live. The screen was blank. Neville said, that's right. Without him, 205 live is nothing. WrestleMania is not about you, it's about Neville and having Neville's moment.
0: Austin Aries has arrived here, and he said that right here is the difference between you and me. So Aries said Neville wanted to point the finger at the WWE Universe simply to feed his own ego. He'd never say Neville isn't amazing, but Aries is just that much better. He has jokes for days, but if he didn't use jokes, he'd just be as angry as Neville.
1: He continued, saying that for years we've had to prove everyone wrong. We've had to take because no one handed anything to us. Uh, we have a big ego and chips on our shoulders. The thing we have in common is more than anything else is that we are main attractions. Neville jumped him mid-sentence and threw him face first to the floor. Neville went to leave but paused and he came back to finish things. Ares instead smacked Neville with the microphone and the show ended. Final thoughts? So, uh, the final thoughts...
0: I think the Aries Neville match will be good at WrestleMania. Not sure about this feud yet. I know I understand what each of them are saying, but it, oh, Aries has got a bigger ego as Neville has, so it doesn't really work there. Do you, know do what you I think mean?
1: it's quite a like Healy thinkers? You know, yeah, Aries where he's more of a cocky heel, more of a. Get the job done, Hill. Go and smash the fuck out of everyone. Yeah, I,
0: I can see him teaming up more than I can feuding. I think it will be a good match. But this Aries, I don't think is the right match with Neville. I think it worked the other way around. If Neville was face and, you know, you had the, the heel Hill in there, I think that would be great. Don't get me wrong. But I'm still looking forward to it. I am disappointed he's on the kickoff. But mm. I do think they're going to have it a little bit longer as well. But what have you thought of 205 these past four weeks, Dan?
1: Yeah, you know, it been interesting. Again, it's still quite early into the show. This, is, what, episode 18, 19? Yeah, so, you know, it's. They're still developing characters, developing storylines. Uh, you know, it's still in its early stages. And the way it's progressing now, it is progressing really well. You've got some brilliant matches going on. It's, some things are starting to get a little bit stale already, but, you know, hopefully they're kinks at their line out. And, yeah, you know, the only way is up for the Cruiserweights. Yeah. Uh,. We'll compare
0: 205 with NXT as we always do every month at the end of this episode as well. But like I say, 205, don't want to get stuck in a rut, do they? With WrestleMania afterwards, I want to see a kind of more freshness to it as well, you know? Because like we say, with Neville starting the show being interviewed the past three weeks and the same tag team match happening twice as well, it's almost like you just need to see one out of the four to... Get the whole picture of what's yeah. that's going on. Anyway, but then, like, you know? you
1: know, you've obviously got the sanity angle as well and yeah. the way that's going with Ty Joe. I know, I
0: know. But it, with with NXT, you have the NXT champion in Bobby Roode. So, you know what I mean? Like Also on Monday, after W24, we had Kurt Angle. Oh, it's true. It's true. With Corey Gray, sit down with Kurt Angle. Only 20 minutes long, but we're going to talk about it now. Kurt Angle, it's true. It's true. How did it start?
1: Well, it started off with Corey Graves asking him a couple of questions, you know, about why he left 11 years ago. Uh, You know, what was going through his mind, why he had to leave and that, you know, and he was asking some personal details of the uh, Main Event Hall of Fame inductee.
0: Yes, Uh, he said he won so many world titles because he went away, he'd been away for 11 years, like you say, could have been a 20-time World well, you know, was champion. that a
1: little dig at John Cena, the man who started his career against Kirk Angel? Well, it's interesting. Comments, if Angleson, says
0: anything else. We've already seen quite a few video clips, I'm guessing. Video clips. <laughs> 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 How old <do> are <laughs> you, On your cassette player. Cassette player, damn it. Um, we've seen a lot of highlights of his career, so I guess the interview's not that long. We sit for in the... Uh, well, we saw five minutes of it in Bring It to the Table, and we're just going to watch the rest of it now. And, this, yeah, he's asked why... Why he left?
1: Do you think he could have been a 20-time champion?
0: Not a 20-time World Everett
1: champion, no. Do you he reckon would've... he could have rivaled Ric Flair?
0: Woo! No, he could have rivaled Orton or Edge. He would have been a reliable guy to put the title on if they wanted to you know, have him lose to the next guy or something like if that.
1: If he had been around for the past 11 years, do you think he would have got a bit boring? No, do you think it's good that he spent time away and then come back because it makes it more anticipated and more wanted and, you know, it is it it makes it... F- feel a lot better, even yeah. though he, is, he has aged a bit, but, you know, he still seems well, like he's in peak condition. It's interesting
0: you say that, because another Hall of Fame, or another Hall of Fame inductor, as it was, Jim Cornette, said, with modern-day wrestlers and other wrestlers, if you don't go away, how can I miss you? Because this is an important thing with a wrestler. I mean, like with Jericho Sprudick, the absence Jericho does, doesn't he? And then comes back and then tries a little bit something else for the character. I think Angle could have done that. It's interesting that as well, Vincent Mann's favourite wrestler. Was Kurt Angle? I mean, Vince man really liked Angle, and they say why Angle left WWE. I mean, it's no
1: real surprise, is it, Dan? You know, uh, no, you know, he uh, yeah. he was addicted to painkillers. You know, he was going through a terrible time in himself, and I think you know it it would have killed him if he stayed. No disrespect to him, but you know, he could have gone down the line that so many yeah, exactly, others exactly,
0: exactly. You know, and uh, he, he still suffered from a short while ago as well. You know, Angle still in a lot of pain and still had a lot of problems as well. As he's talking through, it's kind of like uh, explaining now what happened also after he left WWE with his wife. You know, he's got a new wife now, but his old wife, Cap did leave him for Jeff Jarrett. That's not a storyline. That's actually reality. Uh, they actually played on it in TNA as well. Uh, TNA did a, do a documentary. I don't like promoting it, the rival organisation, Dan. Boom. But called Cut Angle Champion, where we got like a, a look at what he had been up to. But, I would like to say, being away from WWE for so long, must have been a
1: bit of a shock for Angle. I mean, did you ever think he was going to come back? It was, you know, it was a wrestler that he was still about saying, so, you know, there was still a possibility that he'd come back, but can he come back properly, being like the condition that he's in, you know, would he be medically cleared? I mean, they're a lot, lot stricter nowadays yes. with the likes of Edge, Daniel Bryan and that, you know, and they have to be 100% sure before they're you to wrestle. Yeah, exactly,
0: and the reports are as well that Angle has failed a couple of medicals that WWE set him, so... It would, that would be a stumbling block if he was to come back. And f- throughout, that's the kind of reason he left as well with the wellness policy coming in. Cat uh, Angle's always be dodged by this, like you say, with a broken neck. And the way he does wrestle as well, and that's why he switched up what we saw on the Hall of Fame special with the kind of wrestling match he had with Randy Orton, that style, trying to save himself, you know?
1: But, you know, he he come back and he was welcomed back with open arms from Vince and Triple H. You know, they gave him a big hug. And it was like a, a prodigal son coming home. This, Yeah, exactly. That's what Angle just said that. You know,
0: seeing his father again, had such a great relationship as well. Yeah, Kurt Angle says one of
1: his favorite matches is against Michaels, WrestleMania 21 match we watched it on Mystery Mania. We well, did indeed, Jesse. He didn't find out the mania until it was there, but it was a very pleasant surprise, a brilliant WrestleMania fact, full of a lot of future former world champions. Exactly. And you can go back and listen to that
0: on the WNR podcast. You can indeed, yes. One of the few matches we've watched twice. Maybe one of the only matches we watched twice.
1: Well, you know, it was certainly worth it.
0: Like you said, Dan, facing Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 19, Angle says Lesnar is the best athlete he has ever faced. So he's basically saying Marcus is the best wrestler and Lesnar was the best athlete.
1: Well, he's obviously not gone against Roman Reigns yet, has he? No.
0: <laughs> I think Lesnar has deteriorated, though, as a wrestler in recent years. I think his style back then in this time 2003 as opposed to now was much better
1: yeah and do you think he relies basically on his throwing and his suplexes and you know his lines yeah exactly
0: which i I don't really
1: like and of course now dan we seeing john cena you know a man who won 16 world championships he's booked him for a really high profile intergender tag team match at <laughs> wrestlemania and you know it all started against kurt angle Exactly, like I say, inducted him into the Hall of Fame. And John Cena said he's got ruthless aggression, slapped Angle around the face, but Angle took him to school. He did. And a moment, another moment we've seen on the our podcast as well. You go back to July last year, we watched this one of our network updates. And do you think Angle helped the career of John Cena, Dan? <laughs> you no, know, it was a stepping stone. It was a roadblock for John Cena. You know, Who would have thought that he would go on to become what he became? You know, it's, You couldn't have predicted it.
0: Oh, gonna see some of his funny fucking... It's funny playing segment. the guitar and yeah. coming out with the
1: milk and, yeah. What is your favourite Kurt Angle funny moment? <laughs> the milk float. When he comes out and squirts everyone with milk. Oh, and look what moment Angle has picked. Comes <laughs> out, there's an Angle and, you know, Austin come out with a alcohol truck, squirted everyone with booze. Kurt Angle <laughs> weren't like that, you know, he... He he, he likes to squirt the white stuff. Yeah, no. Kurt Angle did. He's coming out. Who's got got milk? Angle did. Throws a couple of pints in there and then squirts everyone with his milk hose. Look how wet Deborah is. I mean, Deborah's completely soaking wet. And uh, this is my one of my favourite. Would have put the hat
0: on. This is fucking brilliant. What a bank. <laughs> look at way the Austin is so serious. <laughs> <laughs> look at way Austin's laughing. He got to hold it in. He does look special. (coughs) Uh, (laughs) For fuck's sake! The funniest bits. I know, bringing a scooter out to the Undertaker. (laughs) in a helmet. (laughs) The ref beatboxing in the background. (laughs) And seeing her getting battle wrapped by none other than Mister (laughs) Angle. He looks like Mark Wahlberg in WWE. He was only in WWE for seven years. Seven years. And he's been away for 11.
1: 11 years. Exactly.
0: Do you think he'll make another four years to match 11?
1: Maybe. Right.
0: Do you he'll be wrestling? Without it. I've, I feel if he does come back, I do feel. Really? No, if he if he comes back, if he comes back as general manager. He'll have a match against Shane. Well, not match. Called it there.
1: Called it. I wouldn't see, it. I wouldn't want to see him it. against Shane
0: again. General I would, manager, general manager. I would want to see a young up-and-coming guy challenging Angle as like Raw General Manager match at SummerSlam. Samoa Joe. <laughs> Joe versus Angle SummerSlam.
1: That's uh, TNA.
0: Yeah, exactly. But what well, match though? So, now anyway, he wants to be known as the greatest. Anything else about Kurt Angle, Dan? We just watched a
1: documentary. What do you think about that Kurt
0: Angle documentary?
1: I thought it was brilliant. You know, it didn't just show his in-ring ability, which he had tons of. It showed his His ability to have a laugh and, you know, not take life too seriously as he was with the owner and the future COO of the company wearing cowboy hats. Yes. (laughs) Um, You know, uh, sorry, um, with the owner of the company and Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, with a small cowboy hat, all the funny moments when he was through the Attitude Era, you know, the Ruthless Aggression Era he was part of, and, you know, he was a wrestler that definitely wouldn't be out of place
0: today. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. And this is a credit to Kurt Angle because not many people can play so many different roles. He can't really a comedy character and then be taken seriously. But, of course, during that time where he was wearing cowboy hats, he was feuding with the likes of Austin, Undertaker, Triple H and winning the majority of the matches as well. So and this is credit to him. This is why we're going to continue watching Kurt Angle. We've got a Kurt Angle special coming up just at the end of April. So then, of course, when we had NXT, our last episode of NXT for WrestleMania week, and when does when do we watch NXT Dan? Now, <laughs> so we're going to talk about we've just seen her debut on NXT, coming out here and helping out nowhere, Jose, Ty, Dillinger, and Roderick Strong, but the woman known as Heidi Lovelace is now officially in NXT. Unofficially, she's been working house shows for the company for a while. And her WWE trademark name, Ruby Riot, has been online for weeks. The company's formally introducing Ruby to the fans with a promo where she lets us know who she is and why she's fighting sanity. And specifically, Cross. And we even get a taste of her catchphrase. Dan, what did Ruby Riot
1: say? I come from a community of punk rockers, anarchists, rebels... A group of people who come together usually in celebration of music. But sometimes to fight the good fight. To stand up for something they believe in with everything that they have. But sanity. Sanity has been wreaking havoc over NXT for the last few months. And not stand up for what they believe in or for a cause just because they can. Now I've decided to join forces with Ty Dillinger, No Way Jose and Roderick Strong. Not because we have a lot of similarities because we're all kids who dance to the beat of our own drum, who've never conformed, who've never conformed to anything that society wants us to be. We are here to stand up for NXT, and I'm here to show Nikki Cross what crazy really looks like. And when we win, we riot.
0: <laughs> so we get a catchphrase. Uh, interesting character coming in, like you said, she did look as crazy as Nikki, didn't she?
1: Um, yeah, you know it's. Is it another character we really want to see though, or is it going to be these two women vying for a place in Sanity? You know, maybe she wants to be the new leader of Sanity, take it in a new direction, mm,
0: or maybe she's a replacement for Oscar eventually as well. You know, putting their uh, there a feud across for the women's title in the future. You could see that, and it has Crazies. been a- well, it has been announced that at the takeover on Saturday, the fifth match now is Sanity, which is Alexander Wolfe. Killian Dane, Nikki Cross,
1: and their leader Eric Young, going against the team of uh, Ty Dillinger, Roderick Strong, um, No Way Jose, and of course Nikki Lovelace, Ruby Riot. Boring. We've <laughs> that, seen it before.
0: Wow. Well, I, I I think it would be an interesting match. Uh, I I feel I do feel it should have been Dillinger versus Young one on one as opposed to this match. I don't know what you think, Dan.
1: Yeah, I think Dillinger one on one, you know, to finally put an end to this horrible rivalry and feud. You know, it's just to put the final nail in the coffin. Winner take all or tie join uh, sanity. Yeah, you know, because, I mean? because this is
0: a problem now, is it means that this feud will continue as well. So we'll see what happens as we go on to NXT. It's WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania week, Dan, and we've just had Tuesday. We move on to Wednesday, and of course, it is NXT. This week's episode kicked off with a preview of the Triple Threat Elimination Match this Saturday for the NXT Tag Team Championships. All three men had partners and Paul Ellering for a cam at ringside and for the most part they stood by and watched this match. I think the Revival have got Authors of Pain's number. And I think that's why they want them in a one-on-one situation as well. Because, you know, with DIY, they know they, they lost the titles to them. At the moment, we've seen the Revival outsmarting Authors of Pain, haven't we, you know?
1: Well, yeah, you know, they've they've been uh, hitting and running, so to speak. And, you know, it is clever of them, but it's a triple threat match. and We see the match start and it
0: is, yeah, Reza. Reza's in there with Gagano and Dash Wilder. And it looks like Gagano and Wilder are going to team up. Or oh, Gagano spins Dash down and clotheslines him. And now it's turned into a one-on-one match. Now they've got rid of Reza. Wilder gets kicked in the head there by Johnny Gagano. Can Dash Wilder get back into
1: this one? What's Gagano going to do? Oh! Gets taken out by Reza. Comes in to clean up. Goes for Wilder, but he ducks out the way. Oh! Goes to the safety of his partner.
0: Yeah, Scott Dawson out there making sure his guy is okay. And a calm, just checking at ringside as well. Does he need to get involved? Yeah, Chumper on the rear side as well, giving Garner some advice. And would it look like Revival were walking away, Dan? Well, no count-out. <gasps> I tell you what, so this is the last chance we're going to talk about it. Well, because we're nearly there now, aren't we? But what are your thoughts on this, this takeover, Dan? You know, what were you thinking?
1: Could go either way, really, couldn't it? It looks very interesting, yeah. Um, I don't think Oscar's going to lose her title. I think there will be a new champion. And, and as means- for the NXT Championship, that there is a match that could go either way. I'm not, <laughs> not denying her. But if, you know, neither man is 100%, then obviously the favour is against them. All uh, right, let me
0: let me help you because obviously I got the perfect score the last NXT TakeOver. So I've been looking up a little bit, fact-checking. The, la- yourself. the last time a title didn't change hands at NXT TakeOver was NXT London. That was when Bailey retained against Nia Jax, Finn Balor beat Samoa Joe, Revival beat Cass. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, is this Saturday going to be exactly the same thing or will there be a title change? I say now, I think there will be a title change. There will be one title change. I think there hands. will be. Which one, though, for me... It's it's a juggling act. I I
1: don't think there is going to be three changing hands. No, I think it could be one or two. (sighs) Two, I
0: don't think two. I I think definitely there there is definitely. I think the. I
1: think think yeah, fuck it.
0: There's definitely be one title change. I think for the WrestleMania crowd, there will be one title change. One. I think the other two matches are quite easy to predict anyway, but it's the three titles.
1: Uh, yeah, I would say Authors of Pain definitely looks set to win this one and Oscar looks set to win hers. You know, them two, they don't look like they're going to change hands. So as as you are saying, James, the one title, you know, there's only one title left really, isn't there? Yes, and Razar looks like he's going to be running right through Johnny Gagano. He's got him up for a torture rack of some sorts and he's stretching the DIY member out across his shoulders. He is indeed, Dan. You called it there. Gagano's in serious
0: trouble. No sign of revival. And Chompa trying to get his man back in it.
1: It basically turned into a singles match. Well, you know, as the revival say, they fight when they want to. And, they, you know, they want to get one of, one of them to be worn down for the match. They can just quickly take out off as a pain, you know, and it's an easy target for them. Uh, Gagano comes off the top there, gets caught by Reza, and now both men trading blows. It looks like Gagano's having the best of this. Oh, yeah, he managed to duck Reza's onslaught, but tries taking him out of a high cross body. Well, no, it's a big forearm, and Reza doesn't seem to be losing his feet.
0: He doesn't, but Gagano trying to gain momentum thrown to the outside, but hangs on the apron.
1: Oh, but Razar comes in through the middle rope, spears his opponent and goes for the cover, but only gets the two. Oh, two.
0: But Gagana, they show this strength to be able to take the big man
1: down. Certainly. You know, he's managing to stand toe to toe with the undefeated.
0: The undefeated, yeah.
1: Undefeated AOP. I it... mean, two, he- two champions. In the division undefeated. Is Bobby Roode undefeated uh, as Yes, well?
0: three undefeated champions. <laughs> Bobby Roode hasn't been...
1: Yeah, but he's run away if he's
0: going to... No, doesn't matter. Bobby Roode, Oscar and Authors of Pain undefeated. Will it change on Saturday? That's what NXT... Take
1: I get this feeling here of excitement, Dan. Will it change on Saturday? Oh, big boot takes out Gagana. I don't think the Authors of Pain are going to be laying down to anyone.
0: Well... Like I said, Gagano laid out there. And can he make mincemeat of Gagano? Like I say, you injured DIY now. Now That's a basic tag team match.
1: Gets him up on his shoulder. Oh, but Gagano manages to slide down the back. Lovely super kick, but only rocks Razar. Goes for a second, drops into one knee. Gagano finally gets some momentum. What's he going to hit now? Oh, a third super kick, and that one hit the mark. Two. Oh, oh but a calm saving his partner and I think it's destruction. Hashtag DIY. But like you said,
0: no disqualification or count out, so now Chumper and calm fighting the ringside.
1: Oh but Chompa manages to sidestep Akam's onslaught and throws him into the steps, oh. doesn't see Rosaru knocks him off the side of the ring apron and Chompa's in trouble lake. <laughs> well, yeah, like I say, Chumper laid out. Can Gagano take advantage of this situation? Oh, step up in to go. Well, his opponent back for six. Oh, he's going to go try that springboard DDT, but it gets cool. Oh, snake eyes. Fucking hell. He threw him like a javelin there. And the uh, corner was a javelin catcher. Goes up for a big powerbomb. Cross slams Gagano down. Mazar oh. going for the pin. Oh. oh come out and grabbed Rezar's leg and that's Oh Wilder goes for the cover. <laughs> gets the victory and revival steal it just like that. Not like that, Dan. Just like that.
0: Just like that. And revival there, showing exactly what they're all about.
1: Right, they didn't do anything that was not in the rule, but James, did they? No no, no, honestly. They they No, they no count outs, like you said. Probably
0: sat down, waiting for their moment to pounce.
1: Well, over Isn't on 2i5 Live, we've got the Brian Kendrick teaching lessons and on NXT, we've got the Revival teaching lessons. I mean, you know, always have eyes in the back of your head and don't get distracted too easily.
0: Oh, that is true. But will it come to pass that TakeOver Revival will become NXT Tag Team Champions again? Or can DIY or indeed offers of Pain... Be able to recover and talk about big tag teams down the next match. Well, we have got
1: Jonathan or Targan or Targan. We got Jonathan O and Mike Marshall going against heavy machinery. And this was the re debut of Otis Dozovic and Tucker Knight. I mentioned that they would be a better version of the authors of Pain when they last wrestled during the Dusty Classic.
0: Yeah, you did. you stand and by that?
1: I stand by that claim, James. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's
0: good because uh, in this match we're going to see big Tucker Knight and Otis Dozovic. Tucker Knight is a taller of the two. And of course, he's got TK on his boots. But like I say, match up well for all of the Bay. Maybe future opponent Dan. Uh, yeah, potentially, you know, they are heavy machinery. Orlegan's in there at the moment. Like I said. And he's getting caught with a bear hug by Dozovic.
1: Oh, oh my And he gets thrown to Tucker Knight. Uh, to uh, Dozovic, sorry. Those of catches his opponent and applies the same bear hug on his opponent.
0: You make it sound so exciting.
1: <laughs> and then he got a backslide <laughs> after being pulled up by his neck, thrown into the corner to tag his partner, Mike Marshall in. But instead of coming in, he gets thrown in. Just and a tag so. to his partner there. Both men down in the position that uh, Mojo Rawley gets in with big shoulder barges. Yes. Well, Tucker Night and Dozovic going to make easy work. And Mike Marshall now. Oh, oh, both men dropping the headbutt onto his chest, and that must have broken a couple of ribs. oh. Octagon's in there now, but he's in big trouble. Well, he's caught between two rocks and two hard places, oh. and gets <laughs> caught between their bellies. What are you going to do now? We're going to run at each other. Oh, oh. and a. Big belly high five there from the two big men. Well, they might be
0: getting behind machinery now, and they look very impressive and Tucker Knight is waiting for even
1: Marshall Ortigon to recover. Checking out Owen Hart's old singlets.
0: Enough is enough, Dan, and it's time <laughs> for a change. Right? I am not a nugget.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mike Marshall in there now. Oh, but as I say that. <laughs> yeah, Tucker Knight got a bit too cocky now, both of his opponents in local competitors. Yeah. Oh. But Tucker Knight runs through the pair and manages to tag in Um Ortiz Dozovic. Yeah, and the big Dozovic
0: bulldozer-riching his opponents there. Oh, and a big
1: clothesline to MM, m <clears throat> Mike Marshall <laughs> and one for Jonathan Ortogon. Oh. Drops a big elbow on his opponent there. I'm telling you that, though, I won't mind the Ortogon autograph. That's to. Randy Ortegun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, no. Clothesline by Dozovic. Oh. <laughs> Belly-to-belly release suplex there. Uh-oh. The skinny man's in trouble. A- Two. No. Oh, no. Oh, Mike Marshall in to save his opponent there. What chance does Mike Marshall think he's got in his face? Slim to none. <laughs> oh. Gets eliminated from the rumble.
0: And now Dozovic on the
1: run. Blind oh. tag. Oh, Dozovic catches him, Tucker Knight in, both men belly slamming, then Dozovic suplexes Tucker Knight on top of his opponent there, and that's got to be it for J.O. and M.M. Well, fuck me, Dan. Uh, big tag
0: team, big future maybe, what do you think? Well, they you? certainly ran through their local competitors. They did indeed. We've seen a lot of jobbers on tonight's show. Maybe Autogun does have a big future, you know. Just change like you said, change the name to Randy. But up next, Dan. Backstage we got back we got age next stage? What backstage we have a contract signing, Dan, between Oscar and Ember Moon because what does NXT love more <laughs> than contract signings? Oscar laughed when William Regal said Ember Moon was a challenger.
1: Moon said Oscar changed and let success get to her head. She said Oscar's fate was to be the greatest champion in NXT history and Moon's fate was to beat her. What did Oscar say, James? Oscar said that Moon wasn't ready, with Moon replying that she
0: has been ready for a long time. Oscar laughed and walked away. And what did Regal do,
1: Dan? He wished Moon the best of luck. We have an Alistair Black update, James. And the last video package for said Alistair Black, it aired. I don't know if we mentioned last week, but we should
0: do. We talk about Alistair Black. He will be going to get seen takeover. Next!
1: We get a video package for Bobby Roode against Shinsuke fucking Nakamura. Well, what else can be said
0: about this matchup of Bobby Roode, who obsessively was watching his match with Nakamura at Takeover? Said he took NXT from an underground promotion to a worldwide phenomenon, and that is absolutely true. Dan, do you know that?
1: bullshit the video showed
0: everything Rude has done as champion which included him celebrating as champion both at home
1: <laughs> <and> <laughs> that is all he has done with the fucking championship celebrate at home and at the NXT arena he's done fuck all else with it look he had, he had the title for defense for sake last week we'll see what happened anyway what did Nakamura say Nakamura said that Rude does not run NXT, the fans do. Fate has led both men here and Nakamura said he will win the title this Saturday night.
0: Paul Ellering cut a promo on behalf of the authors of Pain. He said DOI believe in fairy tale
1: endings and welcome them to the yellow brick road to hell. He said the Revival were dreamers if they think they can be AOP we got our third straight promo with mention of fate. As Ellering said, it was their fate to win.
0: Yeah, so it was Bobby Roode's fate to win, and it was Ember Moon's fate to win as well. So it means a lot to everybody. And this Saturday, like we say, we've got the card now. Dan, do just run through the NXT TakeOver card? that's taken place in a mere couple of hours from when everybody's listened to this.
1: Well, we have got Bobby Roode going against Shinsuke fucking Namora for Shinsuke's NXT Championship. We've got Oscar's 364-day-long title run, and it's on the line against Ember Moon and her undefeated streak as well. Um, we've got The Authors of Pain versus DIY versus The Revival in a triple threat elimination match for the tag team titles. We've got Alistair Black going against the 311 boys CN, and we've got Sanity against Ty Dillinger, No Way Jose, Roderick Strong, and Ruby Riott in an eight-person tag. Now we've got Rude versus Nakamura 2, and also, mm. we've got Oscar versus Ember
0: Moon, which we're still not sure which way it could go. Orbs of Pain versus DIY and the Revival. So I think the card has improved, and it will be difficult to say. Uh, uh, I'm looking forward to all the three main events, and I'm looking forward. To, I love NXT Takeover, but we are back to NXT. In the last match
1: before Takeover, Dan, is this match very close to you? It's very close to my heart, yes. And it is uh, a loser leaves NXT match and it is Elias Sampson versus Cassius Ono and of course Elias Sampson better known as the GPD guitar playing douche. And we've come up
0: with that and I can't believe they're not using it yet do you know that I really can't it's it's unbelievable but is this the end of him Dan will you be upset?
1: I wouldn't be upset no and I hope it is the end of him but then again you know if they're leaving NXT one place they normally go and Hopefully that's to Raw. Yes, because then you won't have to watch him, which will be good. <laughs> good. i watch Smackdown anyway. too poor to afford <laughs> Send me money. Do a GoFundMe page. Yeah, GoFundMe. Help Dan out. Help out Vince McMahon.
0: So we've started in the early going and Samson trying to wear Ono oh, down with some side headlocks. Ono's oh,
1: not having any in that though. Dan's fighting out now. Yes, he is indeed. And a couple of big shoulder blocks. Knox his opponent down and a running cent on there. He looks in serious trouble. He does indeed. Were you impressed by Cassius Ono, what you saw of him against Bobby Roode? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, He wasn't as great as he was built up. And I think there probably wasn't any other option to go against either, though. Yeah, no, you're right. Oh, it looked
0: like Ono was going to go flying to the outside. He still might. And he does. jumps down but a
1: baseball slide right into Elias Samson. Rick Flair, like, knife-edge chop there to Samson. Ono's in full control. Now, both men on the apron. Oh, Oh, but Samson coming back, throwing Cassius Ono into the corner post and Rono rolling uncomfortably down the stairs. Rono Ono. Hitting those stairs, that impact could jar the hip. Ono could be... What's his name? I don't even know his name. Elias Samson there (laughs) grabbing the arm and getting him in a crossface. I mean, uh... Oh, but Ono trying to fight out of this crossface attempt now. But, uh... A lot Samson rolling through and keeping the move locked in. Oh, Samson taking out Cassius Ono with a hell attempt there, but Ono managing to kick out. Uh-huh. Are you surprised that GPD's been in control of Ono this easily? Uh, no, I was, as I said, Cassius has not really impressed me. He's just an overweight has-been, if you ask me. Oh, and he's yet no. to prove me any different. Oh, come on. If you were to meet Cassius, would your opinion change? Oh, no. <laughs> Um, well, it depends if he beats the GPD or not. Yeah. Really. If he <laughs> beats him, it will certainly go up in my estimation. <laughs> oh, but at the moment, Samson in control. But as I say that, that's happened a few times. Well, Cassius Ono catches the leg of Samson. Oh, delivers a big knee to Samson's jaw, and the GPD looks like he's struggling to stay on his feet. Oh, Ono needs to hit a big offensive move. Oh. oh, and the spinning big boot there from Cassius Ono goes for the cover, and... ah. Oh. Oh. Samson managing to kick out. Oh. Come on, Cassius! <laughs> oh, no, they're like a cyclone,
0: wasn't he? taken out Elias. Can't put him down... Being in the next team means a world to each man, even though Ohno's not been there for four years. It means a world to them to have that opportunity.
1: It does indeed, yes. And, you know, is it another potential... Number one contenders match, even though the loser will be leaving. <laughs> yes. So you'll be closer than your opponent. Yeah, exactly. So you'll be number one contender or you get fired. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, Samson's feet on the middle rope, but referee after counting two catches it. Elias upset referee. He has every right to. I don't know. They're coming, at, coming back and giving Samson some big right hands. All oh, going for the net breaker, but GPD... Going for oh. a backslide. <laughs> Only getting a two count though. No. Two. Oh. Oh my god, big knee by Samson. One. Can he get two. Ono down? Ah, oh. <clears throat> but Cassius getting his shoulder up at two. Two. Backslide. Oh, Samson. Fucking hell. Turns Ono inside out of the DDT. It's gonna to be over. With... Oh. Cassius <laughs> there managing to kick out. <laughs> oh, now he's got him. What is it? Dragon Sleeper? No, Ono. Oh, but. Uh, but Samson catches Cassius's leg and rolls him up for two. two. Oh, look going. Oh! It
0: looked
1: like Samson was going for the net break and he got caught by Ono. Oh, With a discus elbow. Oh! Na 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 na
0: na 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 well, goodbye to Elias Samson, Dan. Like you said, out of nowhere, Ono hitting that discus clothesline. But Samson put up a bit of fight. What it did you think of the match? Discus elbow, actually. Well, oh, he got the pin with a discus elbow out of nowhere.
1: Dan, what do you think of the match? Um, I thought it was brilliant. Ended perfectly. Couldn't have ended any better. And the GPD has to leave NXT. <laughs> he does. And Ono goes up in your estimations. He does a notch, maybe two. <laughs> The referee did perform out of his skin, no counting that free count, while Samson's shoulders were down. So, you know, you've got to give props to the referee. Yes. And he has gone up one notch in my referees. And he could have had a miscarriage of, justi- miscarriage of justice if, uh, if the referee hadn't spotted the foot on the ropes by the
0: GPD as Indeed, well.
1: D, James, a very valid point there. So, you know, props to the ref, props to Cassius Ono. Oh, Goodbye, GPD. Yes,
0: and that is it for NXT this month. GPD's
1: got to go. You're out of here. You're out of here. Take your long hair, take your big fucking beard, get your guitar, and fuck off.
0: Play us a tune, Samson.
1: Play some walking away music. And he's uh, calling security to eject Samson from the building. No, he's calling another referee. (laughs) Oh, security are out surrounding the ring, and there are some big fuckers there. Two referees, five security guards. He still won't go, and now he's running... Oh, they've caught him, and they physically have to carry Samson out. Don't forget his guitar. (laughs) Well... Make sure you get it. There's
0: five of them there, as they say. GPT's being grabbed away. And he's saying, my guitar. He needs to get his guitar Yes, make
1: sure he doesn't forget his fucking guitar. There you go, security letting him go. Oh, but Cassius has got his guitar, (laughs) and he's playing... Elias Sampson, a goodbye song, perhaps? James, turn it up. I want
0: to hear this funky music. (laughs) He's not playing the tune, Dan. Play the funky music, (laughs) white boy. You do not play the guitar held like that. That means a well to Elias Sampson. He's just lost his job. To go busking. Oh, there you go. Put it down. (gasps) Oh,
1: but stamps his foot through the back of it. Just teasing Sampson smashes his guitar up before his very eyes and it looks like Samson is crying. And with half a guitar as well, it looks like I know oh, now no, is going to be a regular
0: part of the NXT roster, Dan. Is that a good thing? It's not a bad thing. No. Oh, putting a knee through it as well. Oh, yep. Crashing it. Well, just
1: like, Can I have a bit? Sign it for me. <laughs> <laughs> just in case it wasn't. So, Dan, what have you thought of NXT this past month? I thought it was quite entertaining, certainly leading up to the big main event. You know, you've seen contract signings, you've seen a member of each team in a triple threat match who's, you know, all three teams going for the Tag Team Championship. You've seen a little bit of uh, Bobby Roode and Nakamura's... uh, what they're going to try and bring to the table. Yeah. You know, it has been very interesting, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's been brilliant. Like I say, we've seen the return with Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke fucking Nakamura since his injury. Bobby Roode defending his glorious NXT title against Cassius Ono You see GPD leaving as well. That uh, has been the time. <laughs> so, what has been better this month? 205 or NXT? NXT. Yeah.
1: Because it means there's no more... And that, you know, that can only be good news.
0: <laughs> well, NXT has delivered this month. All I can say is the next time we do watch an NXT event, we'll be NXT TakeOver. So, everybody listen to this? We'll be It will be live in a couple of hours. And we'll be doing it as well. We'll be releasing it in a couple of weeks on the WNR Podcast. And also,
1: not to put too much pressure on James, but he is, throughout the whole year, he has not got a TakeOver match wrong. So, you know, if he does get any wrong in the predictions coming up, it is going to be really devastating for him, and so yeah,
0: Dan, stop having a go at me. Fuck you. Uh, so, yeah, WrestleMania week, like we say, will c- continues, and on Thursday we had the Bring It To The Table with, of course, JBL, Corey Graves, and Peter Rosenberg.
1: What did you think of it, James? I know you was, I know you're very interested in watching these kind of uh, programs, isn't it?
0: Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was really good. I mean, we won't go into too much detail because we looked at the program. Early on the month, but he just talked about WrestleMania. Spectre was no real shocking moments there.
1: Just basically a bit of a promo for the main event
0: coming yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Unlike the build up we're doing, which is passionate. <laughs> unlike the build up we're doing, which is passionate how and many, meaningful.
1: How many times did they refer to what was that catchphrase? Ultimate thrill ride. Ultimate thrill ride. How many times did they say that? Uh,
0: 25 times they said that in this play. Unbelievable, Dan. You basically said that most of the time anyway. So, yeah, we had Bring It To The Table. And then, of course, Friday, we had the WWE... Well, we have the WWE Hall of Fame red carpet with the Hall of Fame ceremony... As well, and our Hall of Fame podcast is already out there. We hope you all enjoyed it. And we'll be bringing you a podcast extra as well after we release WrestleMania, talking about the night after WrestleMania and the Raw and SmackDown, and then maybe looking at the Hall of Fame ceremony as well. And of course, we talked about Saturday with NXT TakeOver happening, us doing it live coming out a uh, week after the War Rumble podcast. And then Sunday night, WrestleMania, the uh, showcase of the Immortals as it was, uh, what one match are you most looking forward to at WrestleMania tomorrow night?
1: Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. Uh, I
0: think my one... I think I'm taking Roman Reigns. I'm, I'm really digging that at the moment. I think that's going to be a really good match-up. I don't know why I, th- I do think it is, but there we go. It's my choice, and I'm sticking to it, damn it. Then, of course, Monday as well, we've got Raw and the Raw Talk uh, with Tuesday with SmackDown and Talking Smack as well, NXT, and then we will begin again, 205 Live and stuff. We'll be back with our next uh, WNR R Review, well, our, our next WWE Network review will be mid-May, I'm saying now. We're going to you know take a few weeks to look back. We've got the Kurt Angle special coming up, of course. Uh, a couple of other special things. And then, without a shadow of a doubt, the granddaddy of them all, Dan.
1: It is indeed. It is number 100 for the WNR, the WWE Network review. And rumour has it... Rumour has it. ...that we might be doing the first 10 minutes of that podcast live. I don't know if we're going to be delving into that, but, you know, we might do something on Facebook prior to uploading the episode. Not, or, just, you know.
0: not just Facebook, you know, we we're looking into Periscope and stuff like that as well, but you've got to remember that this podcast, the WNR 100, is going to be the greatest podcast of all time. To contact us on the road to the WNR 100, I mean, we're almost there now, this is the end of episode 95. First, I'd like to thank everybody who listens to us uh, and who
1: have been following us throughout since our journey began in 2015. Oh well, you know, you've heard us from Dwayne to Jared to just the two of us and you know, I think we've got better and stronger as yes. a team. Yes, without a shadow of a doubt. Listening
0: figures for that. Uh, prove that point as well with the followers as well that we have so we can just thank you for listening if it, even if it is for each and every week or only special occasions tell us what you like on here you know if it's nxt 205 if there's anything else that maybe we're forgetting about on the network that you want to watch uh, and other stuff as well but to contact us about this we're on all we're across all social media we're on twitter at wwe network review or
1: at vince mcdan wwe
0: i'm at j underscore Rollins on there on facebook as well
1: facebook you can come and find our page and give us a like we're the wwe network review come and share your thoughts or you can add me as a friend i am vince mcdan
0: yeah we've just reaching i hopefully as this podcast goes just gone over 800 likes everybody go onto facebook if you're on twitter listen to us go to facebook like our page as well the same with all the google platforms google plus is still a thing go over there the wwe network review also, you can send us an email, the WNR podcast at gmail.com and YouTube as well. We talk about live stuff, YouTube will be a vital role. You always hear us each and every week, Well, the WNR 100, you might be able to see us. I'm just saying. Everybody, keep tuned. Everybody, stay tuned. WrestleMania week, it's going to be huge. We're going to build it up. Uh, everybody's looking forward to our reaction to Nakamura Rude, anyway, uh, and, and the WrestleMania as well. Can it be better than the dud that was WrestleMania 32? That's what we're asking ourselves. But that is it for this week's episode. I have been James Rowlands. And as always, I was joined by Dan White. Right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And just remember, enjoy it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>